how's it going, folks? So, uh, physical media sucks sometimes, you know? Just, poor oh, fuck me. I hate buying it. It's just like, ugh. Plastic. Cardboard. A never-ending obsession. Movie Warners. Finally is here. We threatened you with it, and now it's come to fruition. Welcome to the show within a show, Movie Hoarders, presented by the Movie Graveyard. I'm joined by uh, Bat32 tonight, and this was uh, this kind of formed out of the ether when we did the No Man's Land episode. Wouldn't you say, Bat? Um, this is your this is your brainchild here, completely and rightly so, since you're such a fucking addict. Yeah. And it's just like this is going to be the episode or the show, the show within the show where you you get to find out the true sickness, you get to laugh at us for our horrible purchases, especially on my end. I got some embarrassing purchases, but like, what's the point of like holding it back, holding it back from Bat Thirty Two and holding it back from our amazing listeners? They need to know the truth, don't you think, sir? I got a bunch of I got a pile of movies, but probably. Not many as you have sitting in front of you so yeah and i'm i'm slamming this light beer as fast as i can to get the liquid courage because i know what i need to do but i don't know if i have the strength to do it so this this episode of movie hoarders is brought to you by coors light coors light <laughs> it really is so yeah so okay in order before we jump into it and we're going to get into a hot and heavy here like you're going to have to be sitting here with your ears pricked up to hear every single salacious detail of our movie collecting habits but um you know, there wouldn't be not such a thing as movie hoarders like myself and Bat if uh, we didn't have uh, labels putting out the movies to cash in on our sickness, on our weakness. Ain't that right, Bat? And some of them are uh, reasonably priced, and some of them are very unreasonably priced. And uh, I, I know you have been uh, trying to stay with the reasonably priced films. Yeah. And boutiques, and uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of mix it up, so... Yeah, unfortunately, I, I buy in bulk, so the reasonably price doesn't matter when you're buying dozens of titles at a time. So spend hundreds of dollars in one shot. Yeah, I feel like I'm giving that guy on YouTube Cinema Sickness a run for his money now. Like I will buy any trash out of Dollar Tree or whatever the fuck. Oh, the Dollar General. See, I, that's where I spend a lot of my time is digging in places like that because you know I don't. Yeah. I mean, like I've got the money, but I like to. Uh, as you know, I like to mix it up, and I like to buy other fucking expensive shit yeah. that I need, like movie posters and soundtracks. And yeah, and unfortunately, in the last uh, say week, we we lost a, a, a member of the movie releasing community. Really, one of the first boutiques was Code Red, and their founder uh, Bill Olson, aka Banana Man, real wild guy, had a crazy online presence. He passed away uh, about a week ago, so. Um, this this episode, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the pile. Like I'm feeling claustrophobic on my desk because I got piled up all the movies I bought in the last couple of months, and um, it reminds me of the videos of him that were very poignant that his friend uploaded, where he was in failing health and right next to his bed was like the piles of cardboard boxes of the movies that his company stocked. So I'm thinking if you ordered from him directly, it was probably just Bill going through his bedroom right there and uh, boxing up the movies and mailing them to you himself. Yeah, I don't really know how he exactly did it. If he had, if he eventually worked himself up to a warehouse during um, 
is DVD heyday. Uh, over on uh, uh, my previous podcast, Exploited Cinema in the Early Days, uh, that's the uh, boutique we championed uh, quite a bit until, I don't know, I mean, I, I don't know if I brought it up on this show, but um, yeah, like a few of his releases kind of turned me off where they were uh, real uh, poor quality transfers. Yeah. And, in the in like the scheme of things, now that I think about it, I shouldn't have been bitching because when you got fucking um, uh, vinegar syndrome or a lot of these boutiques charging forty fifty dollars for a release, <laughs> fourteen fifteen dollar fucking DVD that yeah had some shitty not so great clips cut in you know wasn't so yeah, fucking bad some rough but, scenes uh, whatever. Did you see that? Uh, did you see the Dark Force sale? One of the uh, Code Red. Uh, a sale titles on there was that sweet 16 dvd i did i did and i remember you telling me i have the yeah i have the book and by the way like you know i always poo poo screenshots because i feel like people put too much um too much faith in them because like sometimes shit looks a little bit better than it does um uh you know than it does just on a screenshot but i i've been addicted i have it open on my browser like all the time this capsaholic website and I did the comparison between the Blu-ray release I have and the DVD release you have, and like, holy shit, is it a world of difference on Sweet Sixteen? Well, the whatever the main print he had looked decent, but then there was a bunch of footage, like uncut, like I don't know, footage he cut that must have not have been in that print. Yeah. And he went and tried to cut it back in, and it literally looked like it came off of like a beta tape or so. It was like real shitty. Yeah. And um, the ending is kind of like uh, real dark, if I recall. I don't own that. I don't have that DVD anymore. I got rid of it, thankfully, because I mean, geez. But yeah, you told me the Blu ray, because I remember his argument was that uh, the there was no available print, like decent print or whatever. And then. <laughs> But lo and behold, who put the who put the Blu-ray out? Was it his brother at Scorpion? Yeah, his brother was Scorpion releasing, I believe. It's like, what did you? Where did this print come from? Then, like, I don't know. I, I um, Bill put out a lot of stuff that had never seen the light of day, yeah. uh, really, beyond some limited VHSs. But I gotta say that um, he rushed things. I think sometimes because he had a lot of money invested in stuff, and I think yeah, it was all his personal money he had invested. He's like nervous type to me already. Like uh, he uh, he shouldn't have been in this business. Not that he was bad at what he was doing, but I think that he got anxieties about having too much money invested into shit, and uh, it probably wasn't the industry from him. He originally came from uh, owning a video store, which is right. I love type of stories you know so in uh what seattle or something i believe it was it was washington i know because that's where he's they're trying to get him buried at right now but uh but yeah no just an interesting guy and you know and uh ironically enough i ordered that sweet 16 blu-ray through um uh, uh dark force entertainment and they sent me the wrong movie and then yeah. I, then i had to ship that wrong movie back it wasn't even close like i don't even know how they like confused it um uh, I think I know the guy who runs their shipping department. He puts a lot of videos out, but uh, you ordered Sweet Sixteen and they sent you Rock and Roll Nightmare. No, they they sent me like some weird like softcore porno about some airline stewardesses, and they're like they're like 
like oh if you want to keep that one for what you paid for the other one and then reorder this one i was like no dude i was just looking at this thing and i was like not going to break the shrink wrap on it i'm like no nah, i don't want this i like give me the stewardess porno for uh five dollars and i don't have to ship it back and then maybe i will think about ordering the other one <laughs> yeah what was awesome though is i had to pay like i think it was like 242 media mail was cheap back then this was probably yeah. like seven eight years ago Yep. And like they sent me, the, you know, then they sent me the right movie, and the, they sent me like literally two dollars and some change in the envelope to uh, reimburse me for the shipping. So that's classy. Yeah, <laughs> nothing but the finest at uh, Dark Horse. Oh shit! I I literally did a fucking nineteen seventies comedy movie spit take right now with my beer. <laughs> Holy shit! It sprayed all over me. But no, we just we just want to throw it out there, and like in all honesty, like neither of us really knew Bill at all. He was a controversial figure and all that, but he just he would entertain me personally with some of the videos and shit he would do. And um, you know, after he passed away, I went back and looked at some of these videos and live streams, and uh, you know, just didn't know the guy was in his failing health as it was, and it was very sad to see him like that. So I just I think he's I think he's uh, he was fifty two, fifty four, man. I think it was fifty four, yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty, I guess not super young, but boy, oh boy, I mean. Yeah, uh, he was in bad shape for a 54-year-old yeah. by the end, so obviously. No, guess, uh, he started, his health started failing like 2000, at like 2016, 2017, yeah. so. And it seemed like it was really like the last two years in particular that it really went like, you know. But but yeah, we were just, you know, just thinking about him and uh, it just, you know, it was a very sad situation. Well, should I should I mention I picked up some of my pickups were a couple. Yeah, go ahead. Red. Since we're talking about Code Red right yeah. now, since we brought it up, I uh, I knew about this, but I didn't know that it had all the uh, BCI uh, uh, extras because they used to have the DVD that special edition. So uh, I guess they ported all those. Yeah, because I was watching a bunch of interviews, and apparently, um, a bill worked for BCI. At some point, doing transfers and shit. So before Code Red and um, his brother too, as well, I guess worked for Media Blasters. Okay, that was his company or whatever. So I never knew all this. Uh, my introduction to Bill Olson was an interview he did with Dead Pit Radio, which was like one of my favorite interviews they ever did because the guy just yeah. was a character. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah, they actually put up like the uncut, like fully uncut, where he's like. You know, they're talking in between the questions and stuff. It's really good. Um, uh, the day he and they announced that he passed away, uh, Dead Pit put that up. So if anybody wants to listen to that. But, yeah, Savage Streets. Um, I finally picked because I was like, wow, this has got all the extras that um, that original DVD had. So I picked the Savage Streets Blu-ray up uh, used um, on eBay. It was a good little release. I bought it through a Kino Lorber sale. It was good. Little Danny Steinman. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Danny Steinman, uh, Friday the 13th, Part 5. That's my favorite Friday the 13th. And um, I also picked up, uh, uh, I guess it's Scorpion, but Code Red actually released this, the first, uh, uh, I guess it's the same, it's the same Blu-ray. But I got the Scorpion one uh, with the slipcover of uh, The Unseen. So a little Danny Steinman, yeah. but... The original Blu-ray, which has all the same features, and I think it's the same transfer, was originally put out by Code Red. So, yeah, you got the one with the better cover because the one I got is not that cool looking compared to well, yours. 
got the same. I uh, I haven't cracked it yet because uh, I've just been so busy and I was buying like a shit ton of stuff. So yeah. uh, I think it's got the same. I think the DVD or the Blu-ray uh, case has the same cover. This is has a fancy slip cover. Yeah, I think the one. Um, it's not the one with like the cobweb in the corner. It's the one where right. oh, it's trying to get out of the 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 uh, floor vent thing. Right. Which is the one you got, right? You got Scorpion. You've got the Scorpion release, right? I got the Scorpion release that they redistributed through Kino as like a repress. Yeah, well, I think this one's the. I really believe this is like the same one. I think this is probably like just there's probably like a thousand or yeah. two thousand copies with the slip or whatever. So I got the same one you got. I was gonna buy the. Um, it was cheaper and it had a different cover. It had the other cover where there's like a cobweb in the corner and it's like mm-hmm. a. I don't know. It's a little bit different. It might be a reversal, and that was the Code Red edition. Uh, but I, for like, I don't know, like I think five bucks more, I could get a sealed copy with the slipcover. I don't yeah, know. I've, it was I, tempting. I cardboard cocked it. And, yeah, uh, you attempted by the cardboard right there, sir. <laughs> well, the cardboard great. <laughs> you agree? Yeah, I agree. I, sometimes when the nicer one is sitting right there. And it's it, it wasn't even so much the cardboard; it was the fact that it was like okay, a few bucks more, and I can get a sealed copy, or I'm getting like I did want to buy that old code with the code red logo on it, just in memorial. Well, this is before Bill passed away. Actually. It was right before, actually. Yeah. Before, yeah. No, I literally like I think the day before I got the Savage Streets Blu-ray came in the day before they announced he passed away, and I was like, that is weird that i've been buying yeah. these like code red stuff leading up to his death like i don't know i must have sensed something like i don't know we no. knew he wasn't doing good we were seeing yeah. these videos of him languishing in a hospital bed yeah, so he was, he was in rough shape um have you picked up anything code red or scorpion recently i don't think so man uh, i'm looking at this giant pile of movies and i don't think uh, so movie file there yeah I have a lot. You've been, you've been buying shit from Kino, but not Scorpion. You didn't. Uh, you got the Fritz the Cat uh, release. No, I didn't get it. I didn't get it because it was like you. Like the one was always on sale, but the other wasn't, and I always wanted to jump in with both. But yeah, that big uh, Kino. I didn't grab all those because I, I. You said we weren't going back that far, so yeah. um, that's fine. Believe me, I, I have enough to work through. Uh, so what? It, so what do you got on this? Uh, well, okay. Uh, so we're gonna go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back and forth. And I got several piles. So like, uh, this was the thing that I, that I was telling you when we did No Man's Land. I was like, oh, we should do movie hoarders when I get this order in. And I, and this order took like a month or something because it was coming from England from eighty eight films. I had to contact them, and I was like, what happened? Like, because usually when I order from you guys, uh, it like I get it within ten days. And the girl got back to me and was like, oh, like we switched distributors. So there was a. There was a short delay in processing orders and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, after that email, I got it within two days. So the shit was on the way. It just took, like, about a month, which, you know, really isn't that bad, really. I've had a lot of stuff come from England and Germany be, like, three, four weeks. But uh, just out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah, for them, it was out of ordinary. So, yeah, so this is 88 films. And a lot of these um, I I wanted to buy back because they actually give you the heads up when shit's going out of print. And it's just kind of, I forget what they call it, like last chance or something. So in some of these, like, they either were out of print in America or um, 
it was just cheaper to get this version. Most of these are region B locked, uh, unfortunately, but I have a couple region free players, so it's all good. So first of all, I actually really like this movie. I caught it again on cable on MGMHD, which sadly is no longer a channel, uh, really seven or eight months ago, and I really enjoyed it. So I got Lou Diamond Phillips, The First Power. You ever see this one, Bat? It's very heavy into the cult. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I saw it back, I, I think I saw the, a DVD, or maybe I saw it on like, I might have even watched it on YouTube or something like that, like somebody had a full movie, and I'm like, what is this? And uh, Or maybe it was a movie channel or something I saw it on some years ago, I don't remember. I know I eventually bought the DVD because it was so weird. I haven't seen it in probably 10 years, though. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, actually. Yeah. 88 for that copy isn't that got a, a blu-ray release here in the u.s though it, it did from kino but it's out of print so uh, i did yeah. and it was just like it's like do i get the region b lock copy for basically eight bucks or do i pay some scalper 25 for the you know what i mean i was just like fuck it yeah and if you got a region free man i see a lot of uh region b uk stuff that's like eight bucks even on amazon yeah and, dude. Uh, and then the American release is like 20, 25 bucks. And I'm like, what, what's going on here? Oh, I'm sorry. I know, I know nobody wants to like pay the whatever, you know, the money extra 150 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever to get a region free player. But if you're somebody who collects a lot of movies, it kind of pays for itself over time because you end up saving so much money on the region B locked versions because nobody wants to touch them. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, speaking of that, I should have, well, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. I don't know for sure. I never cracked it, but I was. I've been getting into the the foreign releases, mainly the region free ones, because mm-hmm. if you if you read up, there are a lot of releases, especially the German ones, which I dipped into recently. And there are releases that they say they're region B, but they're really not. Yeah, there's a few. And then also too, to throw another monkey wrench in there, I've recently got a Panasonic four uh, K Blu ray player. And it depends on how the company does it. Unfortunately, it doesn't really work on 88 Films titles, but there's other distributors. You can do like a little cheat code, just keep hitting the yep. menu button, and it will get you through to play the movie. So, I think you can do it on a number of different Blu-ray, cheapo Blu-ray yeah. players. I think my Sony, I haven't unlocked it because, I mean, I don't really want to, I guess if I want to roll the dice on something, I, I will. I've been looking at some stuff recently, and I've been reading mixed reviews, and I'm like, I should just order it and see. Mm. And if I can't, I'll I'll see if I can unlock my Blu-ray player. But I don't want to fuck my Blu-ray player up either by putting in these codes and then nah. and I can, and it fucks it up or something. I'm I'm kind of nervous. About well, it. there's there's always those smart guys on Facebook that say no Blu-ray player should cost twenty bucks. So you could always go the goodwill route and just experiment on a shitty cheap player you get. You know what I mean? Players are like ten bucks. I get yeah. that sony model i just picked up another one of them so yeah well you know i bought uh i picked up this and i guess i don't know it was up in the air but the shitty thing was i picked up martyrs and i should have just waited because there's a uk company i can't remember what they're who they are maybe it's umbrella Mm. just put just put martyrs out. oh yeah umbrella did yeah it was australian this yeah i picked this fucking thing up right before i saw that announced and i bought this german martyrs and i don't even know it says it's region b and it probably actually is uh region free mm-hmm. but it don't have any english subtitles so it doesn't but, matter you're fucked so yeah. 
crack this thing. It's sitting here in the package. I need to find a hey, anybody that's German or um, French that speak that. Let me know. I'll, I'll Dude, send you the, it. the worst thing with that was my dad got me. A, uh, I'm a big fan of the Pusher movies. There's yeah. a trilogy, and they're only available on DVD here. Um, and like, so he got me some import. And it's like, it was like some German import shit because they're all in like whatever they are, Swedish. And I got it. It's like no subtitles. I'm like, great. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I have a, tr- a trilogy, like Steelbook, whatever it is, fucking um, three movies I love. And I'm just, I'm just stuck watching the DVD copies. Yeah, you've got to be careful with a movie that's a foreign movie that's been subtitled. And I didn't take that. In- I learned a valuable lesson about this, that even if it's, if, if it's region unlocked, you want to be careful because there odds are that there's probably not English subtitles on it. Right, right. You know? So that's what I learned with this one. I didn't end up opening it because I was like, man, I hope I could at least like get rid of this for like eight, ten bucks and recoup my money to someone. I don't know. Uh, Newt was saying I should send it to Dale because he's a uh, Canadian and he might know French, French Canadian. So he doesn't have an accent though. So I don't know. I- I don't know, man. I don't know. All those Canadians know a little bit of French. Yeah. He might be able to wing it and be like, I understand this. All but right. on plus side, well, I should throw this in there. I bought something else that says it's Region B. And um, it's Chainsaw Massacre 2 from um, Turbine. Mm-hmm. And this actually is in English, and it does play. This is region free. I know. I know a lot of people might be like, "Well, Vinegar Syndrome just released the 4K." Yeah, but that, how much is that? Go. I think go 40, 42. I have go no interest. You won't do it. Well, I mean, this is an argument for another day, but like, I've I've been around with so, like boutiques are great when they're out there putting out the shit nobody else will. But it's like I've kind of come around to I've been burned on enough boutique releases that have some kind of janky picture audio quality or something where like I'm kind of like as a collector. I mean, I'm not really a collector collector. I mean, you would think I am with all the shit I buy, but I really buy the shit to watch it. And it's like personally, like I'm kind of the collector side of me is I kind of if there is a studio release, I kind of like buying it from the original studio, if that makes sense. Well, you got to give Vinegar Syndrome credit, and you bought that flush for Frankenstein, and yeah. they got right on replacement disc. They didn't hesitate. They didn't play no, around. Yeah. I, I've given and, them a lot of money over the years for movies I didn't really like, and I'm just kind of done with that, and I'm just, I don't know. Like, I, I think I think for... for chainsaw Massacre, too. You, this is your favorite chainsaw, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. Maybe. It's hard to top the original on my list so but, but the breaking point where i would if you want to know the real brass tax bat is the reason i wouldn't like consider it at all is uh i know there's purists out there and shit so the mgm blu-ray i have it right has 2.0 stereo sound whatever the oh, four... wait wait That's the studio release you the ain't studio talking release. about uh who is it shout factory yeah it out. i never bought that either um wow well the um what do you call it the the 4k it just has 2.0 stereo it's like cool like whatever but like i don't know just give me a fucking surround i have surround sound like i want a real track and i and i always do it with the stereo tracks i up mix it and it helps spread it out throughout the speakers and all that kind of shit to sound better make the dialogue sound better but it's just like i don't know like asking for a 5.1 track in fucking 2022 isn't really that much to ask honestly 
it's fucked up because I'm looking at turbines here. Mm-hmm. Release in their Dutch uh, has the 2.0 classic mm. mix, and then it also has a 2.0 stereo bootleg mix. But guess what the English is in? What's that? 5.1. There you go. It's on the tur- turbine release. So, and it. I mean, this. I actually. The reason I grabbed this release, obviously, the um, Shout Factory release is out of print and going for a fortune yeah. for some reason. Uh, two reasons I bought this because. Um, it, uh, I read a review that said that their transfer was better than the Shout Factory one, mm-hmm. and I love this fucking cover. This cover artwork that they did is just fucking awesome for this one. And yeah, we were looking at that uh, Vinegar Syndrome one, and like I don't know, that artwork is just like I, it's jam packed with extras. But the thing about their extras is they didn't port any of the uh, original the um, the Michael Slipcase Felcher documentary. I don't think yeah. is on there. And this release has a, and I used to have that DVD that you've got, that special edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the DVD of it when that came out. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's jam packed with extras, but like, I don't, you know, I think I paid like uh, 18 bucks for this. Or yeah, something. It, it, it's, yeah, it's like when uh, Dress to Kill came out on uh blu-ray from mgm and then later criterion it was like oh i want the criterion of dress brian de palma's dress to kill it's like cool but it's like the fucking the the um the the mgm studio version the the basic version as people act like it was okay it had a 5.1 soundtrack and it had all the extras from the special edition dvd which the criterion did not so it's like it's like not every new release is necessarily an upgrade you know what i mean Right, yeah. Apparently, the audio on that that new 4K though is uh is a downgrade though, because that's you were bringing that up that I had a 2.0, and I was like, well, I wonder. I'm guessing mine probably does too, because I don't have a surround for my enter, you know, like my movies and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, looking at the back of the packaging, and it's 5.1, so uh, this exists, you know. Yeah. They, the, the, and see, that's exactly right. There, bat is that somebody did the mix, right? Somebody. So it's like, okay, cool. You rate people on your $50 cardboard editions, Vinegar Syndrome. You can license that audio track. It just will cost you money. Didn't want to spend the money. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd like, I'd actually like to get that 4K just to, I don't know, just because it is packed with a bunch of extras and stuff. But I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to get the special edition slip. No. I'll wait for the $20 version or something. Yeah, the $20, $25, like, it'll come. And now, hey, look, I was looking on their website, and I was looking, uh, the, what is it, um, what's the Christmas one they've got for sale right now? I don't know, Roadhouse or some bullshit, I don't know. No, the Christmas horror movie, what is Mm. that? Don't open until I don't know, yeah, the girl with the big boobs, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, great artwork and everything. The the artwork made me want to buy it, I'm not going to lie. The artwork made me want to buy it, too. But listen, I was looking at their number. You know how they post how many copies they got left. Both that and the Chainsaw Massacre, the special editions, it says over 1,000 copies. And you got the option to buy it without the slip. And those are the ones everyone's buying right now. I'm telling you, this this uh, recession yeah. is starting to kick into people's pockets. And they're like, do I really need that slip cover? Well, no. Bat, they probably got 10. As far as TCM goes, they probably got 10,000 copies because they did... 12,000 copies of Rad because that's that's was the limit the distributor 
you know, put on them or whatever. And maybe they have a different deal with MGM or whatever for TCM too. But like, if they don't have a limit like that, it's just a time limit of like, hey, you can sell this for this period. I bet right. there's at least over ten thousand copies of TCM two sitting there. Well, I'm surprised that like with that one and Roadhouse, they're not trying to get like deals with Walmart because those would both fly yeah. off the fucking shelves there, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I have a pile of shit, so I'm gonna start speeding through it. So the next one, I don't really don't know about this movie, but I just really went through like when I went through this, you know, last chance sale on eighty eight films, I like basically I just blind buy shit, but I, I watched the trailer first. And the trailer like looked cool for me. This is um Scarecrows from the like I think nineteen eighty eight. Never seen it. Yeah, it's got a cool cover and it comes in a cool red case. Is it any good? I haven't watched it yet. This is okay. in my to pile watch. Another one, again, this was like one of the really cheap ones going out of whatever print. Um, Flesh-Eating Mothers. And this looks really low budget because it says they did a transfer from the original 16mm materials. So. It sounds exciting. Yeah, it's got like a horny milf like standing over a stew. Like, like It looks like a movie about like zombie moms who like kill kids in the neighborhood. Like That's what I got out of the trailer, and they eat them, basically, cannibal moms. And this one, Region B locked, but um, again, I, w- I wanted the Screen Factory version, but it was out of print and going for crazy. But uh, The Rage Carry 2. So. I actually don't mind that movie. Do you remember that, Pat? Did you ever yeah. see it? when it came out um well i saw that carrie cbs remake and yeah. uh, you know a lot of people shit on uh carrie too but it had what's her name uh, amy irvy yeah. yeah she came back for it and stuff and um yeah i mean i don't you know i don't know but then they remake it again they've remade it they with remade Floyd. it with chloe moretz and i went to see it in the theater and it it, it wasn't anything special honestly i think the rage yeah. carrie too is better like, yeah. like I, I would pick the remake up for five bucks on Blu-ray, but it's it's not something, anything I'm dying to see again. Rage Carry Two is technically like I guess they were trying to say it was like it w- it would have been like a a throwback reboot actually. Like they tr- they did try to kind of remake the movie a little honestly. Like yeah. they would know in their sequel ways back in the late night. It's like sideways remake, yeah. No, so I the, love the film. Yeah. You know? So these next re- next two are from the same director. I never heard of this guy, but there was all about him on 88 Films. This is a, a couple movies by Nico Masterakis, and they're slasher movies. The first one's called Blind Date. Looks like a guy stalking women, like dating them and killing them. And um, another one called Dark Room from Nico Masterakis. And like they look like really good sleazy exploitation movies from the 80s. And uh, they they went all out with 88 Films. Um, it comes with limited edition art cards and all this shit. And they also did uh, new 4K remasters from the original 35mm negatives. And they got, by the way, Remix 5. Point, see, this is what chaps my ass back. And I know people, there's a lot of people out there like, oh, I like to listen to the orig- whatever the original format of the soundtrack. I don't like a remix. But dude, fucking Nico Masterakis, his two movies got Remix 5.1 DTS HD soundtracks. And you can't do it for fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Like, that you're charging $42. I got these motherfuckers for like $8 a piece. Well, I should say eight pounds. That's probably like 11 bucks American. But like, yeah. Like, I don't like I don't get like why somebody... And the packaging is nice on these. Again, the cardboard is immaculate. The slip covers, and they come in black Blu-ray. Like, this is a slick little package from 88 Films. That's why I kind of wanted to 
you know, as a, like whether these movies are worth their shit or not, like just as a collectible, it's nice having these. 88 films is, uh, I know they're doing a bunch of like U.S. releases too, right? Like they're just been... starting their U.S. releases, yeah. yeah, so. And, uh, I, I really think that they're gonna give, uh, some of the other boutiques like Severin and Vinegar Syndrome are run for their money uh, once they get. Oh uh, yeah. Even with uh, I think US I think thing. yeah I think those other boutiques are going to well, be hurting because I think I think yeah. eighty eight films going to get a fan base real quick in America. They already have a huge fan base. I don't know how many people out here have region free players and was like I only buy eighty eight films. <laughs> no, they did that. Um, didn't they do that Nazi exploitation fucking? Um, What's it? That was a U. That was one of their. I think that was their first U.S. release. I can't remember. I haven't been looking at their U.S. shit. Shit like that. It's real. I watched it. It's real fucking brutal. It's. I reviewed it actually in the last sleaze fiend. Um. I. I did not have their print. I had like a bootleg. It's not one of their prints. I don't know. It's uncut. But uh, I don't know who put it out or if it ever got an official release or if it was like one of them fan edit. Yeah kind of it looked a little rough but it looked it didn't look like a vhs rip if you know what i mean so no i know i know exactly it, it was grindhousey though yeah so this next one i was actually this was another going out of print it was only like five pounds which is probably like seven eight bucks um yeah like i liked it i haven't seen this since cable because that's what it was made for but dude, the the Region B copy of West Craven presents Mind Ripper with Lance Henriksen and my boy Giovanni Ribisi. I like this movie. Giovanni's in that. Yeah, he plays the son. It's also known. I don't know if you know this, but you probably do. But it's also known in some places as Hills I Vise Part Three. That's how they market it for theatrical. I actually saw a poster on eBay for the Hills Have Eyes Three, and I'm like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's that Mind Ripper. I never seen it. Um, yeah. yeah, I need to check it out." So yeah, the next one again, you could get this Region A if you wanted to. I just got it because I was getting it was on sale and I was getting it, and I liked their packaging. But Alice, Sweet Alice, that old slasher movie with Brooke Shields in it. That was like uh, when I started um, Exploited Cinema. Um, I think that was out of print or something like that. It's always been rare, and it's always been popping in and out of print. Well, maybe it was... I know I had the DVD of it, but maybe when we first started, I didn't have that DVD, and it got a DVD release. Anyway, it's decent, definitely. Yeah. This next one, I just out of nostalgia, this was another one that's really cheaper, going out of print one, so I wanted to get it before it's gone, because I don't think it's got a Blu-ray anywhere else. It's got a cool, thick, black uh, case, too, but... Uh, it's the Full Moon movie, but it's H.P. Lovecraft's Lurking Fear, and it's got uh, Jeffrey Combs and the girl from um, uh, Hellraiser in it, Ashley Lawrence. I always liked that movie. I mean, granted, I'm going off of like the memory of when I rented it on VHS when I was like 13, but yeah, like I wanted to see it again. And oh, next, oh. next one, I have to say, uh, again, I could have got the Region A version, but I got this Region B version. It was cheaper, but. I don't know. I was kind of disappointed when I rewatched it uh, last week. Uh, Night of the Demons Two did not hold up for me. I don't really. I'm gonna. I got a confession to make. I don't really like Night of the Demons One either. Really? See, I like Part One. I'm Re not a fan. I think it's overrated. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. I wouldn't go as far as call it a Night of the Demons One a classic by any means, but it's a fun direct-to-video movie. Like Part Two was just kind of like that thing where they're just trying to remake it and whatever. Yeah. 
Okay, this next one came in a beautiful edition uh, with a slipcover. I really like it, man. Like, it's really striking, the slipcover. But I actually picked up this sleazy little film, and I believe it's region-free when I remember. It's one of the few ones here that's actually region-free. But I picked this up because of you were talking about a bat, and it's the 88 Films version of Pets. Oh, yeah. Um, I got, uh, I got, I think I got Vinegar. Mm-hmm. Was it Vinegar Syndrome put out? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty version. sure. Yeah, no, it's, uh, dude, I'd never seen it before until I picked up that release. I'd heard a lot about it. It's good. Did you watch it? I skimmed it, and I was seeing some of the sleaze, and it was cool, yeah. So, yeah. And then I have just a couple of, so that was it for the big 88 films uh, batch that kind of created Movie Hoarders. And then I just have a couple of Lucy's here that I picked up for Halloween season. And uh, I know you and me had a, a lot of uh, a discussion behind the scenes on this one, Bat, but uh, All Hallows' Eve, which was the film debut of our buddy Art the Clown. Yeah, I was watching it on TV, but I shut it off because I didn't realize that it was um, it was an anthology. Right. And I went to like, take a piss and maybe get like uh, something to drink. And I came back and I was like, who the fuck are these people? And what's going on now? And it just confused me. I'm like, this shit don't make sense. And I just shut it off. Yeah, so it's it's like basically the director had done some short films like when he came out of college or whenever he did. And like they're super low budget. And one of them's like, actually one of, the, one of the sillier ones, the ones with the alien, he actually shot new for the movie. But it was kind of the thing like a producer gave him a little bit of money. So he took his old material and he shot new material for it. But like, yeah, like. The the new stuff he shot for it is pretty awesome. Like you, re- it's really the last thirty minutes of the movie, which is all kind of the newer shit, which I think is really good. And, and another one, dude, I had to go through. I've been trying to get this a copy of this movie on Blu-ray for years, dude. Um, it's very little well known. Little known. It was directed. Um, I think it was like twenty seventeen or something. It was directed by a special effects guy. He just wanted to make his own movie. So he made all the creatures and shit. And they actually sold the mask from the movie too. But just the distribution sucked. And it's this movie called The Terror of Hallow's Eve. And it's just a little... And it's like... It's kind of got some like clout to it. Because they even got our boy John Carpenter to do a song for the soundtrack that they use Is in that, the movie. I feel like that's either on Tubi or... Yeah. It, 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 it's always on YouTube. like, And I guess they just don't ever take it down. Because like, you can't really buy copies of it. So this is a, the German Blu-ray. That's the only place I could ever find of it. And it was like always getting scalped for big. And I was just searching for it again. Because it was a Halloween season. So I had to fucking make a Mercari account. Some some chick in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to buy a lot with like three scratched up shitty fucking DVDs. And then this is region free, so like I don't know why anybody would really get rid of it. But the, the German oh, copy, good yeah, shape. that was in good shape. But you had to buy the shitty scratched up DVD. D- oh, dude, like the one of the DVDs was the movie Species, and like oh. the plastic that holds in the insert that has like the artwork ripped off. So they just like scotch tape the 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 cover of the movie to the case. Like that's how bad a shape that shit is. But then this. This is like literally like new shape. It didn't have a shrink wrap on it, but like it's it hasn't been touched. Yeah, it's a fucking insane. And I think Thanks. I paid like sixteen bucks to get that shit, but it was worth it. The Appalachian hillbillies weren't interested in that no, one. No, they weren't. They weren't. They didn't. They didn't understand the kino. And the last one, this is another one that you can get on DVD in America, but but not whatever. So I got to get the UK version. 
uh, it's region B locked, but I can use the Panasonic hack works on it of Captivity, the movie with Alicia Cuthbert. And like, th- I know this is it's not the best movie. It's basically kind of like a weird captive, like taking a girl hostage Saw ripoff. It was like from the time of Saw. But there's this awesome fucking scene. Like basically, this girl gets like kidnapped and held in this room. And there's like a scene where the guy comes in. And, like, she's all chained down and tied down and shit. And I just always love the scene. I saw this movie, actually, in the theater years ago when it came out uh, when I lived in Los Angeles. There's a scene the guy comes in, and he takes a fucking human heart, and he shows it to her. And he fucking puts it in a blender and pretty much turns it into a heart blood milkshake and fucking pours it down her throat with a feeding tube. I loved it, dude. So, yeah. So, like, your couple couple things you really like, bondage and uh, making some drink fucking something horrendous yeah i mean i mean i don't know it's like here's the thing is like i know a lot of people are like there's tastefulness and horror and then there's going over the edge and i'm kind of like like i can handle very tame horror i like tame horror i like kids horror and stuff like that but like when you want to make an extreme movie like i hate pg-13 horror i hate movies that push it to an edge and then step back i like the movies that go like full tastelessness you know what i mean uh, yeah, absolutely. That's why I didn't like that um, summer that sci-fi original Slumber Party Massacre reboot. Uh, it, uh, not only did it didn't seem like it seemed like they could have taken it a little further. It was a yeah. fem, feminine type of yeah. And then Tubi remake Terror Train, and I'm like, I'm nervous about watching and, that. So you haven't watched it. <laughs> Tubi yeah. did. Tubi, yeah, it's a Tubi original of Terror Train. Yeah. And, I mean, it looks like they kept the same plot. Like, they didn't change too much. It can't be as bad as a sci-fi original. I got piles and piles. And here's some more mainstream shit I can go through real quick if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead and knock them out. All right. So, these next ones were eBay finds that I got cheap. So, I got the comedy Saving Silverman. Um, It's a... Zach has been talking this movie up for years for me. I, I rented it when it came out. I just barely remember it. I vaguely um, remember it too, but yeah. somehow in his memory. Yeah, Zach loves it, so we're going to do it pretty soon. And I also got a copy of Josie and the Pussycats finally on Blu-ray, which I, which I don't know if you remember that, uh, Matt, but me and Zach made that happen. We recorded yeah, the commentary. And on the last uh, 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 episode podcast I did with yeah. you, I was like, yeah, it was great how you guys uh, made Josie and the Pussycats happen. We made Josie, so all the Blu-ray owners of Josie and the Pussycats thank us. And then I got the cheap ass, like, and I got this super cheap. I got this, like, for 15 bucks on eBay, brand new, the Phantasm 5 movie collection. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, like, I only had... I'm sorry? Except the difference between my uh, copy and your copy is, mm-hmm. don't have, your copy don't have the slip, maybe. I got uh, mine at You one. got the car bar. Yeah, I paid. You said you got yours for 10 though, so I paid 10 bucks for the cardboard. Yeah, it was, like, super cheap, because it... It's like a lot of people are selling it for like twenty five, and then this dude was selling it for like I think seventeen, and then he had like a group discount. I think it was Blow It Out of Here, which I buy a lot of shit from on eBay, and it was like if you buy two or more, you get like a percentage off. So I got this like for like fifteen bucks. Well, you know what he did? He blew it. He blew it out of there. He blew his load all over that <laughs> cover, and he couldn't include it with your. He couldn't include it, baby. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like my only gripe with that, and we'll get into packaging discussions probably at some point. But like yeah, like I just hate those. The one, like I opened up, I was like, oh shit! Instead of having like the little 
things you flip back and forth with this like the discs are just all piled on top of each other i hate yeah, that shit it's, it's a weird release but it's all those special that like it is like special because i'm i got the individual release of the first one and mm-hmm. uh ravager and they're like identical discs like yeah the discs are identical yeah, I had a UK box set of DVD of the Phantasm films and went back when it was only one through four was out, and yeah. it came in the sphere and all that. So I'm thinking of just putting these in there because this case sucks. But like, yeah, I, I did have Phantasm Ravager on Blu-ray separately. But yeah, yeah, I got that at um, Big Lots. Like Big Lots has got that for like three bucks for days. If anybody's looking for that one, no, where did I? I think I pulled. Um... Uh, Phantasm 1, I really like the artwork for that Blu-ray, the standalone Blu-ray. I really like the artwork. I pulled that out of a Walmart $5 bin or whatever. Wow. Yeah, that artwork was really nice. I don't know why they... Because remember when they came out with the box set, and like first with the ball and then even without the ball? like It was super expensive. And like I don't know why just later they were like a year or two years later, they're like, fuck it, let's just sell these discs for cheap. There's like three different... I believe there's like three different blu-ray box sets like this yeah, is the, is. The one that we got the reddish one is like the mm. newest one and they're all from the same company which is weird so right. then the next one because you bet bat, you... didn't they release another sphere set oh they did they okay. even did a repress of the sphere like they released the sphere it got bit you know scalped out and everything they even did a repress of the sphere so i think you can still and get the sphere some bucks i saw i was yeah. looking at a while back i'm glad i didn't buy that one because or maybe it wasn't that much. It was it was fairly reasonable for what they were offering, but this set was a this set that we got is a better deal. I oh, yeah, it is. So, Bat, you know this. We've been talking a lot behind the scenes about Paramount repress of Miramax <laughs> films. Yep. So I got the the because I just liked it's really the first movie and the other ones like whatever I'll sit down and watch them. But um, I got the the cheap ass uh, the prophecy the complete collection. And unfortunately, the first movie, which is the most important one, unfortunately, that one really looks like ass. It's just an old-ass transfer. It's been overly sharpened. It looks like upscale DVD and shit. But um, it is what it is. I just wanted to own those movies. I mean, especially the ones that have Christopher Walken in and I think are pretty good. But did you ever like those movies at all? Yeah, the first prophecy was great. I never, I don't know. Maybe I saw a second one or something, but yeah, the first yeah. prophecy is great. Yeah, I saw the first one in theaters, and I remember I was all excited for part two and three when they came direct to video because part two had Danzig in it for like half a second. I remember renting it on VHS, being like, "Oh, this isn't whatever." But I, I rewatched parts one and two on cable recently, and uh, I mean, obviously the first one is by far the best movie, but um too i was like yeah this isn't as bad as i remember so that that's what made me want to pick up this set once i saw the the repress came out is that the uh only paramount uh reissue you've got miramax reissue or what uh i thought i had one more no no yeah i think it is because i bought the hellraiser for whatever set because i needed part four of hellraiser and i thought i was getting the paramount i, I bought actually bought it from amazon directly so i was like oh like because paramount did the repress so i thought i was getting the paramount repress i got some old ass vintage Lionsgate fucking version it's a blu-ray yeah it's a blu-ray yeah and it came with some janky ass Lionsgate old ass weird digital code for just part four and i tried to enter it and it didn't even work somebody probably used it because like i've been given new like a bunch of like i've been buying a bunch of blu-rays that are like old yeah 
it says they expired in like 2012 and he's like putting them into his voodoo thing and he's yeah. like it worked it worked like they're sealed copies yeah obviously. Mo- most of them do work i i had a few that didn't work that were even newer that were like from like 2016 2017 and they didn't work it's really weird but the majority of the time they work um yeah i got this i i well you know about this paramount miramax release of clerks i got right and, uh, right just we a were, clone of the old ass disc and, and what and the conclusion that i came to is that they did a transfer of the 35 millimeter blow up and never even touched the 16 millimeter right. because dude i don't like dude i'm like i don't want to get into it but i another release we'll get into it at some point i bought and it's got a blu-ray of the making of documentary on it and it's shot in 16 and it's got the black bars on the side like a 16 should but this does not this does not have black bars so if you went and you took a 16 millimeter print i'm not even talking about the original cut i'm talking about right there's this month when the when this was shown in theaters it probably didn't fit the screen it, it couldn't have fit the screen i mean unless that's the one like where did you make the 35 millimeter blow up from is what i'm saying though where's that print so this i was telling you about how i was seeing like weird artifacts and stuff like that and i was really disappointed with the transfer honestly it was funny because i remember loving it when i got it but then i threw it in and i realized i had never watched it on my 4k tv i'd only watched it on my 1080p tvs and I thought it looked good on TNP screen, but when I saw it in 4K, I saw what you're talking about. It was uh, like Samsung. My Samsung 1080 was well. Sometimes I'll walk over because I got it hanging on the wall, and I'll be over there and I'll just like look at it and I'll and I'll catch these weird. Like I saw a bunch of compression artifacts on the pot. Well, the Apocalypse Now Blu-ray I've got. I, I it wasn't compression artifacts. It was weird. It had, like, it wasn't grain. I don't know exactly what it was. Well, but... sometimes they can't show the grain too well, so, like, it becomes, like, chunky looking. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's what this Clerks Blu-ray looks like, It too. does, yeah, because I looked at it. We were talking about it that day, and I was sending you shots of my TV. I saw it. It's, like, the grain. It, it's not, I wouldn't call it artifact in terms of, it's not, it's not the straight-up square artifact compression shit you see on, like, YouTube, but it's more like there's so much grain and it's moving so fast in the image because that's the way it's shot that that's a, the, tra- yeah, the encoding yeah and maybe it has to do with like i don't have one of these fancy like i've got a decent hdmi cable it is a more expensive one but i was hearing people saying that like for 4k and shit and you maybe you know about this yeah you need the high the upgraded high speed cables and they're supposed to be like gold ends and shit which actually i think my my hdmi does have gold ends but I don't know. I mean, maybe I should maybe I should look into that. I don't know. Maybe it, it could be my player is not the fanciest player around. It could be that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like everybody wants to talk about with digital shit that it's all like ones and zeros and that it shouldn't matter. But especially on the player side and also on the TV processing side, like shit does matter, honestly. And I've seen... I've seen different... I mean, not radically, not to like crazy extremes, but I have seen difference because like... I have Sony players, I have LG players, I have Panasonic players, I have Oppo players, and it's like, yeah, like, depending how you're running it and what screen you're running it on, like, you you can see differences. Like, my experience with cables 
is I never had a problem. I would I would get the cheapest cables. I would get cables for like a dollar when I worked at Best Buy. And in the Blu-ray and even the 3D Blu-ray era, like because at first they were like, oh, you need a special cable to do 3D Blu-ray. I never had a problem. But when I got my first 4K shit, my 4K TV, my Xbox One, yeah, like. That- fancy equipment for this fucking thing well not only that bat but i bought 4k cables and some of them didn't work i had to fucking play cable roulette till i found cables that worked right with certain things it was weird especially with the xbox because xbox is just fucking weird but it's when i was trying to use the xbox as my original 4k player um yeah it was just it was just weird with, with my other 4k players i didn't really have a problem with cables but like yeah just your old ass cables won't work and like it's really weird too because like right now in the the bedroom i got a 4k player hooked up to my 1080p plasma and when i when i when i play the and i have the the player set to 1080p out so like the player knows it's not trying to do 4k but the but the disc knows so i put like not all 4k discs but i put some 4k disc and it comes up with a with a screen bat uh for depending on what studios i forget what studios does it it might be Paramount, actually. Now I think about it. And they go, yeah, you know, you really should be using the right equipment with this right now. And it will tell you, you need, you need this this kind of cable and this TV. And I was like, dude, I know. I'm playing it back in 1080p. Because, yeah, it gave me that warning when I threw in the Running Man on 4K on my 1080p TV. I was like, dude, I know. I know. I'm downscaling to 1080p. I get Like, I'm not a dumbass. I get it. Like, this is just my bedroom setup. Like, it's a, this, this, this 1080p plasma bat. It has a beautiful picture on it. When you get the right material on it, I don't want to go as far as to say it looks 4K because it doesn't. But in terms of the color reproduction, it's beautiful, man. No, I, you know, my first HDTV was a plasma. I had a nice 50-inch plasma. I ended up selling that fucking thing. And I never, until I got the Samsung here that I got for really cheap at a resale shop for 50 bucks. actually. A real, I got a really nice fucking Samsung. Got a really good deal on it. And, um... But before that, I could never find, like, any of these, like, I don't know, flat screen modern TVs that matched what that fucking plasma was producing. Yeah. um, I'll tell you, my tester movie on that, when I first got that, got a Blu-ray player, was Prometheus. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, man. I just couldn't, I couldn't believe how good it looked. And then I'm like. And they're like, oh, plasma's outdated, blah, blah, blah. We're moving on. This, the bigger, better. And yeah. it, it, like, I go into the store and look at all the display models, and I was like, these all look like shit. Yeah, they, they never, did. Some look like shit. And uh, it just never, I don't, you know, I don't know what set would match that quality. I mean, I give it credit. Samsung is getting there. and uh, But even the Samsung is not performing like that plasma I had. It's good. It looks great. Don't get me wrong. It's just not. I don't know. There was something about the look. Yeah, dude. I. It's just. It's. It's. I mean, without going down a rabbit hole, dude. It's just. It's. It's really. You need amazing black levels and yeah. like and like, LCD TVs have finally gotten there now. But it's like, dude, it took ten years for it to catch up to the black level of plasma. On a TV that actually performs just as good as a plat. Like a plasma screen TV, you could get, you know, I don't know, like when they were starting to go out, like, uh, you know, style or whatever, you could you could grab one for like a hundred bucks, you know, yeah. fifty inch, a nice one, you know. Dude, I bought my 
my plasma because I was on the fence for about a year or two because you know I, I enjoyed my LCD TV but I was getting tired of the black level not being what I wanted it to be especially in the the letterboxing bars and shit always kind of bothered me um, so I bought I bought like a really good mid-range Panasonic plasma 60 inches 3d 1080p plasma the last year they made them or maybe it was the second last year I think it was the last year they made them it was like 1500 bucks like like that's nothing for a good. 60 inch tv that still looks so, fucking amazing to this day you know what i mean still running it yeah it's it, it's my bedroom tv which like i know some people are like oh bedroom tvs you never watch it but like no i watch this like all day every day because i work in here too and i run shit i run youtube everything everything's everything's still going good on him it's still got a great picture um like like plasma and oled are kind of like in the same boat in terms of like they're rated for a certain lifespan in terms of like they dim down over time like the picture won't be as bright but i i've had this i've had this fucking plasma since like 2013 and um used to be my main tv used to be my main watching tv used to be my movie watching tv all the time and like it, the picture is is still like amazing i don't know how many hours i have on it because it doesn't keep track of my oled i know i broke 9000 hours on that recently and it still looks fucking amazing yeah. but um and really, too, it depends on what your settings are. As long as you don't abuse them, as long as you don't turn contrast and backlight up to 100, if you keep those to, right. like, around 75-ish. It's supposed well, to be, like, fa- what, near, that's probably factory settings, right? Yeah, like, factory settings, everything will be 100 to try to fucking grab your attention on the showroom floor and bullshit, which it, it does, it doesn't, you get a headache if you watch everything on your TV backlight contrast at a hundred. It won't, it won't look natural first of all, and you'll get a headache from it being too overly bright. You know, I can't believe you bought an OLED man, just on the price, the, sh- the price on them fucking things. And dude, like they're cheap now compared to what it, what I paid for my, um, but, but I saw the 3d was going out and I needed the fucking 3d. And uh, I got to say, like, uh, I mean, I had the money to do it. It was a big purchase. I had to, you know, budget carefully for a while after that. But I, that's that's probably the one big purchase in my life that, like, I do not regret at all is buying that fucking OLED TV. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, it still looks fucking amazing, <laughs> you know. I, I, I used to look at display models in the store, but I was like, that's out of my price range. Yeah. But I also went through some bootleg guys to get it too, so I, th- I I think my TV at the time, if I would have bought it, the exact same TV from Best Buy, it was like forty five hundred, and I went through some bootleg guys in Cleveland, and three, uh, I, three, three grand or something. Was... I got it for thirty one hundred. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's still too rich for my blood, man. Fifteen hundred is the top. I oh mean, yeah, that's that's where I always was for years. Like my plasma was fifteen hundred, and I had to buy it on credit and pay it off, you know, over time. But it it just, it just the time was right, and uh, if I remember correctly, I got my tax return and I got a bonus from work at the same time. So it was like I'm doing it. But anyway. But by the way, the alternate title for this podcast, and I think it's becoming even more true than Movie Hoarders, but the alternate podcast title uh, battle is going to go with was called Look at My Shit. <laughs> I think that's what this turned out. So let's get back to the movie hoarding. So this was just literally a movie I had on DVD forever, and I don't know why the fuck it took me so long to upgrade to the blue, but I started getting nervous. So I was like, I don't want this movie to go out of print and never have the Blu-ray copy, but uh, our boy um, Roger Avery, who I co- corresponded with, 
way back in the day with on the internet he's a cool guy but roger avery's the rules of attraction i love this movie uh based on the same book of the same name by uh brett easton ellis please tell me about your rules of attraction fan i've never seen it man dude that's that's sad isn't it it's very it's very sad because it's very keno sir and i'll just say this there is a scene where two uh, it takes place on a college campus two characters we're talking about a split screen of these two characters walking through the campus and then they eventually come to the same spot and it's like their big meeting in the movie and then the split screen merges and like it was like technical wizardry of the day. We're talking about this film, I believe, came out 2001, 2002. You got to get on this, sir. I actually want to bring – you bring up this weird – so um, I don't know if you've seen this uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Girls or some of these experimental films from like the 60s and stuff where they would have like multiple like um, – Screens, I, yeah. I guess, yeah, where there's like multiple screens like – Chelsea girls uh, has like it going on the entire movie with yeah. like scenes. And I tried, I, I'm, I've got to like, I'm going to do an article and stuff like that. And so I've been watching that and I'm like, this is difficult to sit through because there's like too much shit going on on the screen. You and can't it's like, process oh, it. oh yeah, it's really weird, but I'm, it's a very interesting style of filmmaking uh, but it can't be utilized for an entire film, but it, I could see it being really well, uh, like really used well if um, you do it sporadically throughout the film. Yeah. Yeah, but this can... was just one sequence in the movie, but it's so right. fucking Kino, dude. Yeah. All right. So, so the next one I, I, I can't say anything about because I haven't watched yet, but I've always wanted to see this movie, and this is the ultimate edition. And I wanted to get this because this is a Fox release, and I wanted to get it before it was out of print because Disney's really bad about keeping Fox shit in print. But this is the – I'm thinking this is going to be some fucking keynote bat. This is the ultimate edition of Ridley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven. I've never seen that either. Yeah. It's, it, it's a movie about the Crusades. Is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds... I'd, I'd be interested in that, most definitely. Yeah. So, And it's got the keynote cast of Orlando Bloom, Jeremy Irons, and Liam Neeson. Oh, so it's more modern film then? It's like 05, yeah, 06. Yeah, yeah it's like run when I graduated, so... Yeah. And this one, you want to talk about some elegance of some cardboard bat. I needed the elegance of the cardboard of the Vestron Video Collector series. I had to pay $25 for a, a mint... Uh, new and sealed this guy had found a box of these somewhere and he was selling them and he said they have a slight cut on the side and like i'm looking at it now and i still can't see the cut i don't know really where he was talking about but it's it's mint kino uh vestron video collector series of slaughter high now i know i've seen this movie several times over the years i know it's not that great of a slasher Mm. i love the artwork dude oh yeah that like that actually might be a one sheet i need to i need to get when uh, that DVD first got a release and stuff, I had picked it up, I believe. I only watched it like once. Like, yeah, I wasn't really impressed with it. Uh, the, obviously, the artwork yeah. is everything. So Yeah. And th- this one was just an upgrade. I knew it was only a matter of time. It was just I had to wait for the nice price. I bought this film on uh, DVD. I bought this film on Blu-ray, and now I have the 4K and I must say, actually, a very cool slipcover too, as well. With Stanley Kubrick's a Clockwork Orange, sir. The uh, wait, is it the 4K release? The 4K, yeah. 
Yeah, I picked that up uh, quite a while when that first dropped, and then I was like, eh, the artwork isn't really, I don't think the artwork was that, because I saw the steel book in yeah. the book this... that you said you wanted to order, but it went out of print way too quick. For I wanted go... the steel book, and then, like it just fucking sold out so quick, they must have had so few copies, but... Yeah, I have that 4K. Um, I haven't cracked it, as you know. I have. I've been buying stuff 4Ks, uh, but I don't have a player yet, mainly uh, for the Blu-ray. But listen, I already had that uh, book. Is it Digibook or whatever? The Digibook, yeah, the Warner Brothers Digibook yeah. Blu-ray. That was a special edition. It was an upgrade from the Snapper. <laughs> yeah, from the Snapper yeah. Flapper. So yeah, which I, I have that too. That's the version I have of the DVD, the Snapper Flapper. I don't have the Snapper. Well, they had a blue. Wasn't there a Blu-ray of the Snapper or something like that? Well, no, the Snapper was dead. Which, by the way, the you know the Snapper was a company that Warner Brothers was like, holy shit, the Snapper's going to be the the packaging for DVD. So they actually bought, I think, forty percent of whatever that company was that made the Snapper. So that's why forever Warner Brothers held on, held on to the Snapper, but they kept getting such shitty feedback and probably shitty sales as well. So they eventually abandoned the Snapper. So I have a lot of Warner Brothers Blu-rays that are in the Snapper. They had a box set of the Kubrick stuff. Uh, what was it? Uh, Barry Lyndon was in there. Lolita. I never could get my Shining. hands on that. Yeah. Shining. Um, Full Metal Jacket. So I used to, yeah, I, I had the, as far as the Snappers, the Clockwork Orange, and the full metal jacket snapper yeah back in the day but yeah i believe that digibook was the upgrade and then they put out a standard of blu-ray which weird thing weirdly i have a bunch of uh blu-rays and stuff in storage mm-hmm. digibook is uh in storage and i didn't really want to crack my um my 4k uh because i already own the blu-ray right but what, that dollar general and for three dollars they had a brand new copy of that standard blu-ray and just so i could watch it yeah. I, uh i think back in july that's not that's not bad because you could always flip that for probably two dollars at the well, lowest they had been sending that dollar general for months and months and i was like i, I looked at it and i said because it's my favorite film you yeah, know. which, by the way, that's some cuck shit. How many dozens of people saw Clockwork Orange on stunning high-def Blu-ray for $3 and walked away? Fuck them. I, I kept seeing it, and I said, I, I was selfish. I said, you're coming home with me, so some fucking cuck that won't appreciate you. Yeah, you. And I, I watched that Blu-ray like fucking five or six times, so... Yeah. All right, next up, this is like a little, it's really just a two-pack that they put in like a box set box, but I always wanted it, and it finally came back in stock, so I get it, and again, this is an old Fox release that I was able to get, but this is the Wes Anderson two-movie collection of the Isle of Dogs and Fantastic Mr. Fox, and for people who don't know, these are the stop-motion animation films that he did on Blu-ray, and I love stop-motion animation, and I ha- I have seen Isle of Dogs, for some reason, I've never seen Fantastic Mr. Fox Fantastic Mr. Fox uh, is the only um, Wes Anderson movie aside from the new one, Fridge Dispatch, I haven't seen. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this fine puppet Kino. I haven't seen neither. Um, I'm aware of both of them. but and um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think I've seen clips of it. I don't, yeah. I just, I don't know. 
So um, this next one is definitely not Kino, but I'm not afraid to admit that I like it. I've been wanting to get a copy of this movie forever, and I figured it being an early Buena Vista Disney release, it would be quality, and it was. But uh, it really fizzles out and ends with a fart kind of at the end. But I really like this Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates. Have you seen this, sir? No, I've heard of it, but... uh... It's like everybody lives in a virtual reality world and they control a robot that you can either have a robot that looks just like you or you can have like a robot that looks like anything you want. Like there's like a fat guy that has like a hot girl robot and stuff like that. But like it's a very interesting movie and it's just like everybody's cucked and in their houses and then they live their life through their robot bodies. And uh, Bruce Willis is a cop actually. And uh, there's a weapon that's like... Pretty much like in real life, there's like no crime because everybody's walking around a robot. But if your robot gets killed, normally like you you know you're fine. You're just you know you you just wake up and whatever happens. But if somebody invents a weapon that when they they electrify the robots, it kills the user on the other side. So it's a cool like futuristic thriller. And uh, Bruce Willis's robot gets killed, and like they're pretty much like Terminators. Like they can run and jump, and they have super strength. And then Bruce Willis, has, as a human, has to go out and fucking, you know, do shit on its own. So, I don't know. It's 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 one of the better Bruce Willis big-budget movies. And Bruce Willis plays a cop. Not a challenging role for him, seeing as how yeah. he's played a cop like a million times. So It's got some depth, though. Like, I gotta admit, it's got some depth to it. Like, there's some good shit between him and his wife. Because his wife, uh, their son, there was a car accident. The wife and son got in a car accident. The son died. The wife is played by the beautiful Rosamund Pike. Uh, she got, like, all scarred up, so she just wants to live, like, through her uh, robot that looks like how she did when she, before she got scarred up. So he's, like, always trying to, like, reconnect with his wife, and she doesn't want to because she just wants to live her life through her robot and shit. So I don't know. Like, it's not the greatest movie by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, I just, as far as sci-fi goes, shit, shit goes, like, I actually like it. All right, sir, we were talking about some hardcore Kino now. I went full bore on this, not waiting for the standard collection at all. But um, I went ahead and pre-ordered the uh, Lionsgate 4K Steelbook of Steven Soderbergh's The Limey, starring Terrence Stamp and Luis Guzman. I love this fucking movie, man. Like, I can't wait to watch it. I've never owned it on any format. I always, like, rented it several times through Netflix. But uh, is, it, is it good, though? It's really good. Our boy Peter Fonda's in it, playing a sleazeball dude. So, like, yeah, Terrence Stamp is, like, some, like, I forget what he is, either British or Irish uh, old-time gangster who's, like, spent, like, half the his life in prison and shit. And they actually used some clips from, like, an older film he was in when he was young as, like, flashbacks and shit. And, like, basically his daughter left England or wherever he's from and, like, went and got hooked up with this sleazy movie producer played by Peter Fonda. And then, like, she mysteriously died. So he's just, like, this old-school gangster guy who shows up in L.A. and is, like, fucking like trying to find out what happened he's just cracking heads and shit it's it's a good fucking movie i really high, highly recommend the limey i guess if he's called the limey i guess that would make him irish all right now this next one you can shame me on this sir because this was a upgrade from blu-ray to 4k but i needed the uh immaculate steelbook packaging of the uh, reissue of 4k of punisher warzone what? I mean, that's my favorite comic book movie. Okay, so you're not you're not gonna shame me on that. I love. I, love, I just got. I was like talking to my buddy about how I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Have you seen my favorite comic book adaption? And it's not really. It's more of a super. I gotta say, superhero. Yeah. Um. 
because I don't want to generalize in the comic books, but yeah, superhero one, yeah, that's like that's like the greatest super. Fuck this Avengers and all those. Oh things. yeah, no, no. Come seen on. Warzone though, like, and I don't like that uh, Thomas Jane. No. Oh, I like the Thomas Jane one, but not like it at all and then when warzone got made i was like yeah this is pun this is the punisher i know like yeah warzone is more like the comic book punisher for sure he's like just a fucking he's pretty much like if uh charlie bronson had access to any weapon he wanted and that he was like extremely ripped and uh like militarily trained and yeah like death wish (laughs) But yeah, the the Lionsgate man, they treat you nice. So you get for, with the Lion Me and Punisher Warzone. I think they're twenty one ninety nine. You got the Steel Book. Yeah, said? yeah, sir. You get the Steel Book because I, ha- I already had it on regular Blu Ray. So when the like I wasn't interested in just having it on four K, but it was the Steel Book, like the artwork. It has uh the Punisher on it, and and you know it's like a comic book looking style, and then it has like this plastic red case that you slip over it that's see-through red like it's very cool it's a great release how much was it and where did you get it 21.99 was the pre-order price from best buy it actually might still be available man wanting a copy i i've been looking around but um i thought it was out of print for a minute there because i was i was looking to have to buy like a foreign release because mm-hmm. i think it went out i think the regular blu-ray went out of print it's a blu-ray or 4k this is 4k plus yep. blu-ray plus digital sir yep i'm gonna have to you got it on i didn't see it. you got it off best buy website because yeah, like a month ago yeah okay they didn't have i didn't see it on i don't believe i saw it on the shelf maybe i did maybe it was there <clears throat> I'm tempted to look it up, but I want to keep the show rolling. So this, so so those those that and the limey, like the Punisher had already come out on 4K by itself, but this was like a steelbook reissue. They do that sometimes, but the limey had never come out on 4K. So that was like one that came out on steelbook, like you know whatever, for the first time. And then that's Lionsgate. They treat you real nice for twenty two dollars. They give you everything. Fucking is all these pickups Best Buy? Uh no no um. The surrogates, the Wes Anderson shit, Clockwork Orange, Kingdom of Heaven, Rules of Attraction were. All the rest were eBay. Okay. Except for the 88 film shit I got directly from them. In my uh, Best Buy, actually, physical, I did, you bought them online. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm, My local Best Buy pretty much took out the movie section, man. Like, it's just gone. Well, well, there's not really much. I was kind of surprised at what it looked like at this Best Buy. I haven't been into a Best Buy in um, quite a few years since I lived in Nashville. Yeah, like they really go now. This next one, though, was a Paramount Steelbook 4K release. And I got to say, this is like the, like compared to those other ones, this is, I feel a little bit taken because I spent 28 bucks on this. I get it. It's a Steelbook. It's. 4k plus digital code now the steelbook is nice but i mean i don't go crazy crazy over steelbooks um but yeah it's it's 4k disc bare bones none of the special features so my old ass uh this is the runny man i should say which arnold schwarzenegger and like it's a nice looking package it's got this cardboard slip cover that goes over it which is nice too but there's just nothing to this fucking thing man it's just like 4k disc bare bones no special features 
digital code okay fine whatever no special features and it's like okay i gotta hold on to my old ass blu-ray to keep the special features it's like fuck this like i don't know i don't know how to feel about that i don't think that was a why i'll admit that was some movie cut shit on my i got taken up in the hype sir i'm ashamed i think it could be like worse because i'm like looking at some of my blu-rays and being like that you didn't put this documentary you didn't port this stuff over onto here so now i have yeah. good thing i held on to my dvd yeah you know, so I, I think it could be worse. The, the next one, I actually got this from Walmart. They were only charging 25 where everybody else was charging 28 but it was the 4K uh, Steelbook, which is very nice. Very, I will say this Steelbook does make me uh, come hands-free. Uh, the 4K Steelbook of Fright Night, sir. Very good. Yeah, well, if you would have held out, you could have got the fucking steelbook yes. or straight from Tom Holland. I sent you the link and you're like, I just got that recently. I'm like, yeah, but it's not Tom. Tom didn't tell me. To be fair though, I have numerous things, including, um, I have, I have one directly bought directly from Tom Holland. So it's no bullshit. It's no whatever, but I have the, uh, twilight time special edition, Blu-ray of Fright Night signed by him, signed by the Vampire, signed by Evil Ed, uh, signed by William Ragsdale, signed by, I think it's signed by Amanda Beers too, but I could be wrong. It's got like four or five signatures on it. Wow. So like that, that's kind of my crown. But if I would have known though, actually I could still buy it from Tom now, I think, because I, I, this steelbook is beautiful. I have, I have a picture I originally had the home video cassette uh, poster of this up in my room, but now in my movie room I have a, uh, I, I did a printout, my own reproduction of the poster with no like art on it, or no text I should say on it, and uh, yeah, like I need to make like a Fright Night Shrine, honestly, because it truly is one of my favorite films, it still holds up. You're not going to have room with your uh, Halloween Shrine. The Halloween Shrine, I did move the Halloween Shrine off from the main, uh, why am I going to say this? Fucking people at home don't care. This is the worst podcast, but this is why I wanted to do it. Um, movie, fuck, fuck, movie hoarders, more like movie cucks. This is how, whatever. Now, now th- this next one, I took a real dick up the ass on, I gotta admit. I caught the hype, again, Paramount, fucking me for all it's worth, because I could have got these on the Black Friday shit from Amazon for so much cheaper. But I pay full price, twenty eight bucks each for all three of the Godfather four K steelbooks, because like I love these steelbooks. Like they look like they're paintings. Like I don't even know how to describe it. If you look it up, you can see them. But yeah, so I spent like twenty eight times three plus tax. So it was like ninety bucks for the Godfather trilogy, which I I already had on Blu Ray. And all so you these to have them in four K, huh? All the all these came with again, bat. Just a 4K and just a digital code. Fucking paramount. Yeah. What were you drunk when you bought these? What were you thinking? You know, you know why I went full bore on these because I, I, I fell in love with them when I saw them, Bat. And it was during a like you gotta, you gotta understand. I bought them as pre-orders like months before they came out. It was a slow time. I wasn't buying anything else. So I was at that point in time. I was going quality over quantity and usually that's not how i roll usually i go fuck it i need that quantity just fucking drown me and like hoard my place eight dollar kino release yeah yeah so i just i don't know and the last one i did get this for cheap i needed a replacement copy of rob zombies halloween 
because uh, mine went bad. I had one of the original copies, and it, it actually had a Canadian release, and it just went bad. It just laser rot. Like, it looks fine. You look at the back, it looks fine, but it just does not play. I tried it in five different players. It just didn't work anymore. So yeah. I, got a, I got a steel book of ha- Halloween, Rob Zombie. I forget where I got this from. I think it was Amazon for, like, 15 bucks, and it's it's very nice. It's it's go- Now that we've covered it on uh, Movie Cucks, a.k.a. Movie Hoarders, a.k.a. Look at my shit. Uh, it will now go into the ho- the Halloween shrine on the shelves, Bat. But you also wait. So you bought a steel book, but you also bought that fucking Atlantis. So. Yeah, yeah, Alliance. Yeah, yeah, Alliance. Bad. We'll cover that. That's in another pile here on my desk. We'll get to it when we get to it, I guess. But I told you, sir, if you bought, I don't know what's on the. I'll have to look. I, I think it's maybe the unrated is on the Halloween box set. So yeah. we're. Talk- Halloween stuff here now? Yeah, might as well. Well, but, well, Bat went on a blowout here, and right. uh, I had bought uh, leading up to how like early October. I went, and I don't really like that first Halloween reboot. I don't really like it. I like Kills, but I went and picked those up pretty cheap. What? What's the? Uh, I think the the first Halloween reboot was like ten bucks. And then I paid 15 for the Halloween kills. And then I'm like, yeah, man, um, uh, I really wanted to get H2O and Curse of Michael Myers. And, uh, of course, uh, who was at the uh, Shout Factory here put out this beautiful box set. It's just so beautiful, isn't it? For, um, I guess, uh, what was it, 120 for it? Anyway... I picked up this uh, this uh, ten disc box set. the The box set is the uh, the thorn in the side. It will never go away. It's a scar that will never heal. So why didn't you ever pick up this box set anyway? Because when I when I first of all I didn't know the box set was going to be a big deal. I didn't know it would change the whatever stratosphere of Halloween collecting forever. So I already had like half the movies on Blu-ray, not just on DVD, on Blu-ray. So I was like, fuck that, I'll just buy the individual copy. Because you got to understand, everybody's like, oh, you got to have the box set, the box set. I'm not like a big box, I'm not like a cardboard box guy, I don't go wild over cardboard boxes. Um, As long as you have some like special features and shit like that, which all the individual, all those films were pretty much released on Blu-ray up until that point already. And I already had like three-fourths of them on Blu-ray. And I was just like, I'll just fucking buy the individual releases. And that's what I did. And I even bought some of the individual releases from the actual box set. People were breaking up the box set on eBay. So I got them for like super cheap. And the, first, like, the 16 disc box set, the first one. The right? huge one. Yeah, the huge one. So like in my mind, I thought I was coming out ahead. But like I just didn't realize how much I missed out on with the box set. You know what I mean? But then you had the chance to get this uh, the standard, I guess it would be a standard edition, this 10-disc set, right? Yeah. For a but, lot cheaper, and you slept on that one, too. Well, well, no, like, I already had all the movies, like, I bought all the individual releases, so I didn't really... The 10-disc set, the difference between the 10-disc set and the big set was pretty much right, like, the producer's cut and what else, there was something... Yeah, no, this 10-disc set's missing um, the TV cut for number two. Right, which I already had. 
from the individual release? Actually, this guy, the scalper, we'll call him the scalper. He's definitely the scalper. Do you, do you want to give him a shout-out, throw his name out there, help him out, babe? I, I don't know what his name is. All I know is, look, these things are going uh, – I'm kicking myself because I wasn't really aware. I guess I was aware of that first box set, but I didn't really want to spend that much money, which in the retrospect would have been – brand new what was that a hundred and some dollar box up i can't remember it was like 140 160 and i was like fuck that i'm not gonna get taken when i've already bought your individual releases and i have the other releases from other people but in hindsight and it it, it honestly too like like i'm i'm infinitely less broke than i was five years ago or six seven years ago even longer whenever that shit came out like, that would have been a big purchase for me at the time. Now, if that shit would have come out for the first time, I just would have bought it in a heartbeat. But I, but I just didn't want to get ripped off. Like, that's how I am when I buy shit. Like, I, I do spend a lot of money overall. Like, again, that's the point of movie hoarders is, like, I have an out-of-control addiction and we're exposing it here. But um, I just don't – I don't like to overpay. I don't like to pay full price. I don't like to pay full retail. I don't like – you know what I mean? Like, it's just bullshit to me. But the premium box set now, in retrospect, would have been a better deal because some things are going for like five hundred sealed, two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, 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 dude, they didn't even tell us how limited it was either. That was like another thing. Whereas, like with the Friday Thirteenth box set, they're like, "Oh, get it now! It's going to go quick!" It's blah blah, and and like you can still buy it brand new two years later. You're right. I, well, interestingly enough, you bring that one up and Bat pulled the trigger last night on it because the shout was doing, I don't know if it's their Black Friday sale or whatever, but it's probably a lot cheaper than you paid for. You bought it brand new, didn't you? I thought I was, I, I bought it brand new. I didn't do like the deluxe set with the posters and shit directly yeah. from Screen Factory because I was like 160 something and I didn't want to pay that. I got it from deep discount with tax, everything shipped. I then I thought I was getting a deal at the time. I got it for like one twenty three. That's not far off. I mean, I paid a hundred and two dollars. Yeah. Uh, for it, but you bought it early on, where you had to wait for the replacement discs to come. Yeah, but I gotta say that was the quickest replacement disc shit. <laughs> like, like usually replacement discs take three to four months. That was like a month. They knew right away. Yeah cool they were on it yeah. yeah no um the set was going for like 100 it is they've got it marked down i don't know if it still is today they said so the 21st so that's why i bought it last night because i've been heeing and on about it for like a week and um honestly i should have bought it at the beginning of october because amazon had it on there for like two days for like uh 80 bucks Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would have been like the most amazing price in the world. And I, for that price, no, I heat. Well, while I was waiting for my paycheck because I'm like, I had money, but I was like, no. I mean, if it's on, it must be on sale for October, so I'll just wait. And then I went back there, and it was back to 111 or something. And mm-hmm. my thing why I didn't pull the trigger out uh, through Amazon because I mean, yeah, even 111 isn't a bad deal, is because I would have had to order. I would have had to wait for the replace to. To, to, to let you know shout factory know hey i need replacement discs yeah and wait for them to come but you know what they had it marked down for, for 95 uh they had it marked down from like 160 without yeah. the posters because they're sold out of those yeah so still trying to sell it on their website for like 160 dollars yeah and it's like i've seen it a couple times dip down like you said like 80 something but yeah. it, it usually, it's weird, like, the price that the places keep it. I saw, like, for a long time, dude, 
A lot of places had it for 106, and I'm like, why that random-ass number? You right. know what I mean? I don't know. I, I told you about this. Amazon did this. They've done it quite a few times where it was like down to $25. They do this weird shit <clears throat> where they lower the price on a release. I saw that um, Hills Have Eyes 4K go down to $25. I remember telling you about this, and you're like, yeah. what? That sets like goes for a fortune, and I'm like, yeah. they do this weird thing where they'll lower it for like a day or two and see if anybody bites or notices. Yeah, and I think that's what well, happens. Sometimes they do it for like two or three hours, dude, and they get all the little price grabber sites to grab it, and then by the time you get to it, it's jacked up. What is the reasoning for that weirdness? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Be- here's a small window; you can get it for nothing. Because they they only end up selling like three or four copies at that that low price, but but what those those search engines, those all and everybody's got these price grabber whatever search engines to tell you the low price on shit. It drives traffic to the site. So like, let's say it normally goes for forty, and they're like, oh, it's twenty five, and everybody gets driven there. They're like, oh, twenty five, whatever, blah, blah blah. And then by the time you get to the site, it's back up to like thirty two. Or out like or it sells out yeah and then like i think their thing is like it's like 32 now and you're like well that's not as good as 25 but 32 is still a lot lower than 40 so i'll just buy it now as 32 i think it's fucking bait and switch dude like honestly like they're not stupid they know what they're doing they're the fucking number one online seller of anything they know what they're fucking doing i don't know they do i noticed they do like this weird shit like i'll catch it but no the the friday the 13th box set was like it was like there for two days because i was like uh well i get my check today and then like i went back on there and i'm like son of a bitch the thing's back up again i was like man and i just thought about that for like i don't know that's why i was looking at it i said well i've been looking at this set and i'm thinking about buying it and then i saw that uh shout i was like well let's just go over to shout oh no i think they sent me a newsletter and said all of our box sets are 75 percent or 70 some percent off and i was like that would include the Friday the 13th one. And I was like, oh, I can get the replacement discs right out the gate. So yeah. did they, no, when you ordered it, did they say anything to you? Like, did they give you a notice of anything like of how it would work? Or they just, are they just automatically? Uh, I don't know. They're, it says on the website that they're like backed up on shipping. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Just get me the fucking set when you can get it. I mean, yeah, they always say that though. They've been saying that for two years about the yeah. backed up. I figured it, it shouldn't be that bad, but like closer to Christmas and it will probably get, it's not quite there, but it's going to, I think they're getting it ready. Like, oh, it's, you know, December season, it's probably to get you to order earlier. Yeah. You have plenty of time to get Christmas gifts. So, but no, that's the other reason I bought that is because I kind of, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll admit it to people. People will probably be like, you're such a sucker, but uh, no, I bought this fucking set for 90-some dollars, this open fucking Halloween 10-disc collection. That's how much they're going for. But don't think that I'm the only one because I've been seeing them, like, going left and right. Like, I, I had a, I had one in my cart for, like, two hours that was, like, around the same price. And someone fucking bought it immediately. Yeah. Off the day. So I had to go to auction with this one. And, yeah, there was someone after it and jacking it up and stuff. Well, dude, it's really not even that high of a price because at this point in time to track down, even if you wanted to sit there and track down all those individual releases and collect the movies, you know, one-on-one, whatever. Yeah. 
it would cost probably even more than that. So it's really not that, you know, even for the basic set. Because I know the basic set, a lot of places were trying to close it out. I, dude, I remember the basic set, the 10 set that you got was like thirty six ninety nine and thirty nine ninety nine at a lot of places for like a while. Yeah, three years ago I looked and Best Buy had this for 30 some dollars. And I'm like, yeah, I, I wish I would have known about this then and I, it would have been nice to pay that. Yeah. Or, but the reasoning behind buying this set too was because they've got fucking, uh, I don't, who wants Resurrection, but obviously that's why it's in this fucking box set, and you can only right. buy the box set. I wanted H2O, and I wanted uh, Curse of Michael Myers, and I'm not paying, that's $120 for that fucking lousy set, and you're, you're forced to pay 28, what is it, 20-some fucking dollars, $28 or whatever for... Uh, yeah, I don't for, know more than that for resurrection they're like making you buy it they it's, it's like 35 because the, the, the i think the lowest the set's been down to is like 104 and it's just three movies well yeah um so yeah i, I and i thought the reason i went with the set too is because it's got no i'm not a huge fan of i mean i do like part two of Hollow, uh rob zombies halloween but yeah i mean you get both of those two in it it's yeah. almost as sweet as the um Friday the 13th box set, which has got, you know, I dude, I've got the DVD of that, and this was, I made me want to upgrade to that because it's got Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X. Uh, I don't really like the remake, but, I mean, it's got the remake. I mean, you got everything in there. Same thing with this. Yeah, I mean, with the Friday the 13th set, 100 bucks basically, you're set with everything, the uncut versions of everything. Like, it's as good as it gets because... You know, Paramount's trying to cash in, to slip out their their movies. They released the Blu-ray, the DVD sets, and the Blu-ray sets of their Friday Thirteenth, the first whatever eight that they have, and like they released the 4K of Part One, and it, it's a travesty, dude. And just go read the reviews; it's a fucking travesty. But what you got in your set, Bat, like I was telling you the other day, you got the 4K remaster of the first four films. Yeah, it's dumped down to regular 1080p. But it doesn't have the fucked up HDR that Paramount's done to done to like part one, and they're probably going to do to parts two, three, and four. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of got the best of both worlds. And like when I was watching the early ones, the first four remastered in 4K for the box set. When I was watching just these regular Blu-rays on my you know 4K OLED, I'm like, holy shit! Like these look amazing. So, so it's like upgrade. You you so you bought the 4K of Friday the Thirteenth. Nah, I dude, okay. I read the reviews and it was like it was on sale a week later for like ten bucks, and I'm like, I'm still not touching it. You're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find out. So you're happy with the box set? You're probably done then with that. Oh well, yeah, I'm beyond done because like I mean, again, we got so much to cover on this show. Don't want to get on another tangent, but uh, there's so many 4Ks, especially of older films now. Man, I pop them in and I'm like these color levels are not accurate like whatsoever like they just goose this shit to try and look more eye-popping you know hdr-ish it's hard to describe but when you start watching these movies like new movies like a 2022 movie yeah buy the 4k of it because that will be the best thing but when they remaster these older film movies on the 4k it's very hit or miss i've seen some that look great like fright night for example and i've seen some that look piss poor so it's like it's really a fucking i don't know crapshoot yeah but yeah so should i d- dive into my next giant pile 
Oh, I had one other. How? Uh, just because we were on Halloween, I, yeah. I managed. I know I showed you this. I managed to get that. How? I already got Halloween kills, but I remember. I remember hearing something about that damn steel book that uh, Best Buy original, and so I walked in there. And it was yeah. like cardboard display um, at the front of the store, and there was one fucking steel book left in there, and I said. I don't know. I should buy this because I could have sworn these things are going for a fortune, and and you said they're going for the the, the Best Buy version is going for like eighty bucks. Yeah. So so the exact same steelbook you have when the movie first hit home video, they did it with like a blue or I'm sorry, a red cover. Yep. That's being scalped for a lot. That's going for a lot more than this one. Yeah, this was a repress you got, but they redid it with a white cover, so his mask is actually white. And I've already seen fuckers. And again, if you really want to hunt around to your local Best Buy store, even online for a couple of days, they had them like whatever. And I, I looked up, and you could get them online still. Yeah. you can get them. It's out of print. You can get them online still, but obviously stocks are dwindling. But just yeah. to preemptively get them up there because they know that it's going to run out eventually. Fuckers are scalping them. I saw one buy it now one forty, and I've seen a bunch for buy it now eighty something. And granted, not a lot of people are are paying that, and probably nobody's paying that right now. But when they get out of print, some some poor sucker will play it. Will pay it, yeah. Because he's got to complete his steel book. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a little devil over here, but I kind of um, bought this thing so that maybe potentially down the road I could recoup a little bit of my scalp money on this Halloween. Yeah box set that i paid 90 some dollars but for. you ain't trying to get 140 for it let's no, be honest I probably, I probably just try to get 50 bucks for it and you, and know. you paid close to 30 for it right i think it was like 30 31 something yeah. like that you know I'd, yeah. try, I'd like to get 50 60 bucks for it obviously but yeah if they're yeah. going for like 120 i don't see why 80 is not unreasonable <laughs> It's 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 really weird, dude. Because like we were talking about, I was trying to get that out of print. I still haven't got it. The out of print Kino Lorber title, Modern Girls. I yeah. I literally saw a, a copy go for one forty one, and then and then a lot of people had it up for like fifty used. And I I still don't want to pay fifty. I was willing to pay forty, but not fifty. Not well, with tax and shipping, it would have been like fifty eight. I was like, I, I won't do that. I won't I won't get fucked in the ass scalped for a movie. Like I just won't do it. But I've seen a lot go for that title. I saw one go for one forty one, and I've seen a lot go for sixty, basically, once tax and shipping and everything was involved. And I'm just like, I can't believe people pay these scalp prices, man. <laughs> Goodwill and see if you can find it randomly in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never fucking know. No, you don't, man. I find shit all the time, so. All right, so my next pile, the next three are just Black Friday pickups, early Black Friday pickups. These are from Amazon, and there's not really anything worth saying to these. Uh, I got Spider-Man, No Way Home, 4K, The Batman, 4K. And I fucking hate Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I actually like this Uncharted movie. I'm not going to lie. And he was the worst thing about it, in all honesty. But I liked the Uncharted movie, so that that was only like ten bucks. That was my first uh, Black Friday pickup this year. I, I fucking hate the counterfeit Tom Holland. Can't stand that guy. He sucks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so I got that. Uh, I got I the when I was uh, doing a little shopping, I didn't get it at. I got it at uh, Target. I got that uh, the Batman. 
because I just loved this movie when it came out and I saw it. Um, I thought it was fucking awesome. But yeah, Target. Uh, let's, see. let's see. Okay, so did you get it? I seen that it's gone down even more and online. You can get it for cheaper. But uh, so, what did you pay for the uh, Batman 4K? I did nine ninety nine. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's what I've been seeing it for. I thought it was the steal of the day though when I got it for fifteen at Target because I went into Best Buy and they're trying to get like twenty some dollars for this fucking 4K. Yeah. So there's there's another title we'll get to in one of my other piles. Cardboard. Uh, it, it has the cardboard. Sorry. All three of these have cardboard slips. And I, I got to admit, I'm not usually jerking off the cardboard, but these cardboard slips are nice. Yeah, I like how the 4K on the Batman's like all red and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yep. It's, really it's, nice. got, it's got quite a, quite a few. It's got over two hours of special features on this fucking uh, yeah. release. You know, it's a studio release, too, and it's great. I mean, they really. I mean, I, I know Warner Brothers isn't cool anymore, DC. <laughs> it's all about Disney and Marvel and shit. But I just think they, they, as far as a home video product, Warner Brothers puts on some much, much nicer home video product than Disney or any of the other superhero whatever studios. I just really enjoyed this film, and um, I don't know, it was just like I don't know, just a different uh, Batman take and everything. It, it had rough feel. I know it got a lot of poor reviews. So I read some that were like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about it. I actually love the Batman in it, the you know, the, the portrayal of Batman. I'm not really that crazy about the villains in it. Like, they don't do much for me. I mean, they're fine. They serve their purpose. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, like, I like the portrayal of Batman in it. Yeah. And Cat, uh, then Catwoman's uh, kind of, uh, she's like a villain, but she's not. Nice little mix there. Yeah, yeah she's kind of like a fuck toy, I'd say, the way they portrayed yeah. her. It's almost like Batman, I gotta say though, in this movie, it's almost like Batman's James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't mind that. I like that approach to Batman. Yeah. Okay, the next one is just a mini pile of two movies. Uh, you were asking me if I was going to bite on the Keanu-ness, and uh, I did of the the Criterion sale. Everybody got a hot and bite. 50% Criterion. Like, this shit don't happen six times a year, but right. I did bite because there were some relative, actually brand new titles that I wanted, and I got them for 50% off. So I got the 4K of The Virgin Suicides directed by Sofia Coppola. Another great performance, tour de force, acting, a uh, job from our boy uh, Josh Hartnett in that one. And uh, James Woods is great in it. James too. Woods is great in it. A very dark movie. I recommend another very dark movie. The other movie it's I not picked a up. True story, right? What's that? Virgin Suicide is based on a true story. Uh, I, I thought it was, but I don't know. Uh, it takes place here in Michigan too, as well, I believe. Yeah. But um, yeah, good. Another one that's a very dark story. I actually saw this in the theater, and I've been wanting to see it ever since. And I got excited when they said it was coming on Blu-ray, but. Uh, Criterion, the Adam McGoyan film Exotica, starring uh, Bruce Greenwood and uh, Mia Sara. Very good. very, And it is a new restored 4K digital transfer, which means Criterion will be le- releasing the 4K in six months. But I don't give a shit. It just came out on Blu-ray like a month ago. I, like, I wanted to have it. Like I didn't want to wait a year for them to announce the 4K. So... Uh, it's kind of hard to describe without like spoiling it but it's like it's it starts out you think this guy is like a really fucking sleazy guy hanging around this this middle-aged guy hanging around the strip club obsessed with this stripper but like the way the, the backstory breaks out it's actually like very cool dark uh drama of like he how like how they knew each other throughout their lives lives and shit so i don't know exotica like 
everybody jerk, jerks off to all the big Criterion titles, Raging Bull, whatever. But I think this was actually one of their best uh, acquisitions lately. And then uh, rolling through, who I have not watched it yet because I'm waiting to get the prequel. But I got uh, X on Blu-ray for eight bucks. Um, now this is where my walk of shame is going to start coming in. Uh, I was very on the fence for the last two years. Like, do I want to continue to be a Marvel cuck and buy all the Marvel movies? But eventually they got so cheap on 4K I gave in. So I got the uh, 4K of the horrible Love and Thunder. I got the 4K of Black Widow. It's pretty mediocre as well. And then I got some interesting shit here. I just picked this up cheap. Um, I was like, oh, like I kind of want to get all the Wes Craven movies. I've never seen this bad. Have you ever seen Wes Craven's Summer of Fear starring Linda Blair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Would you? Well, so what, you got the Blu-ray because that's I got a print. Would you? Where'd you get that? I want to say it came through Best Buy as well because I had a I had bought a bunch of shit. I kind of been doing this thing where I buy a bunch of gift cards of like places I know I'm going to like spend whatever anyway and, and get the rewards from Best Buy. So yeah, I got this Summer of Fear. I think it was like twelve bucks on Best Buy, but I had a five dollar thing, so I got it for like seven bucks or whatever. Put that out. It's. It's really weird. It's doppelganger releasing, but they're like a partner label of Vinegar Syndrome. So I think Vinegar Syndrome has this on their website. No, it sold out. And they had like, they had the special slipcover, of course, you know, the masters of slipcover. Yeah, Yeah, this didn't come with a slipcover, but I've never seen the film, so I didn't really care. I just want to see it. Back for a minute with the slipcover. It was like five, six, it was before the thriller sale. And it was like, maybe six seven sales ago and i didn't realize in it like there must have been a small amount because i really want a copy of that and um i've seen it but i want to i want that blu-ray and that thing sold out really quick i don't i think they probably only had like a couple hundred copies and it was gone are they still selling the slipless version though or no no you can't even get it at all like i i wouldn't even care i don't even care about the slip cover i just want a copy and yeah, I knew that it was like it was some weird thing where it was like a partner label, but it yeah. was like regular listing. Like it's probably if you go on there, I don't know if they haven't closed the site down yet for the big Black Friday uh, yeah uh, sale coming up here soon. I, yeah, I don't. But yeah, it's out of print as far as I know, and it goes when, for a lot. So when they were, because uh, dude, I just got this like a month ago. Like, Are you see me? Where'd you get it from? I got it from Best Buy. I'm checking right now for you, dude. Okay, well, I didn't see it at Best Buy while I was in there. And they've got, like you were saying, yours is like the, you know, the media section is obliterated. They had like a metal rack that was pretty long with two sides. And then they had a bunch of cardboard, like, display things around and there was a pretty good amount of new shit there and i didn't see it if i saw it i mean no i don't think this is something they would have in stores but i bought it online they still got it online 12.99 online blu-ray wow i thought that was out of print it was going i saw it going for quite a bit on ebay it's 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 probably because it has that cover that like it's kind of like a weird cover where it's like mostly orange and kind of tealish it's like yeah and then the DVD, I don't know why you would buy the DVD when the Blu-rays are but the DVD is $14.99. They have that in stock as well. And they're both the doppelganger releasing. Um, yeah, I thought that was out of print. So this next one, I did this in the same order as that Summer of Fear. I, again, this was more, I uh, had rewards things saved up 
$5 gift certificate. Not gift certificate, but reward certificate. So I was like, I wanted both of these movies on Blu-ray. And I was like, I just want to order these together to see if they fuck up and send me the wrong movies. So I ordered Cell with John Cusack and Samuel Jackson. And I ordered The Cell with Jennifer Lopez and Vince Vaughn and Vincent D'Onofrio together from Best Buy. And thankfully... You didn't pay that much for The Cell. I could have got you that at Dollar General for like three bucks. Yeah, it was... um... It with yeah, it was cheap. It was it was less than ten, but with is the it reward. Blu-ray or a four K? It's just Blu-ray. It never came out of four. For some reason, New Line hasn't really done four Ks yet. Dollar General has. I don't know if it's a newer pressing of the disc, but uh, Dollar General has like the older one for like. I mean, I'm telling you, hit up your some of your Dollar General. I don't, you know, I don't have Dollar General here. I thought I did, but I did a search. I don't have Dollar General here. I have Dollar Tree, and some people say, oh, they have some. I went to my local Dollar Tree. They don't have anything. Like they don't even have DVDs. They don't have anything. It sucks. That's unusual that you don't. Maybe that's like a Midwest thing going on. But I, I don't know. It's down south too. I don't know, but like. Everyone tells me, like, every town, every little town has a fucking Dollar General. Like, some of these towns around here have two, three. Like, why does this town need that? There's, the population's like 5,000 people or 4,000 people. Uh, Around where I used to live, dude, Dollar General, like, took over. Like, they're pretty much, like, like, poor people go in there and use it as their grocery store. It's weird. Like, no, I mean, I, I mean, I've been fucking down and out. I recommend it if you got like if you overspent on your Kino deals and your and your tummy's rumbling. Uh, yeah, man, you could get a decent amount of groceries down there for not. I mean, yeah. or like thirty bucks, forty bucks. Yeah, dude. We down south. We well down south of California. There would be this shit called ninety nine cent store, and that's where you yeah. go. I remember one time I bought some shredded cheese. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put this on my like salad or whatever I had. Oh, moldy. It, it was like it wasn't even moldy. It was like not cheese. It was weird. It was like plastic. It was weird. It's really weird and hard to describe. It was like, and I looked at it. It said like cheese topping. I'm like, holy shit, this ain't even cheese. Like it won't even melt over anything. But uh, I think I picked it. I ate like whatever serving I sprinkled it on on my salad and I threw the rest away because it was like plastic. I was like, this isn't even edible. It was so fucking bad. So it tasted like it was like a machine made it? Like it was. It, it tasted like it was cheese that had like zero milk in it. And it was like refrigerated and everything. It was just like a bag of craft shedded cheese, but I got it at the 99 cent store. Because when I, the, the tail end of when I lived in Los Angeles, I was super fucking broke, dude. And my credit cards were maxed out, so I couldn't even buy decent food anymore. I couldn't live. And uh, I was going to the 99 cent store. I was buying their bootleg Oreos for a dollar. And I, I'm not kidding you. Like, I was eating uh, Oreos for, like, lunch and shit. So are you telling me that this cheese, though, this cheese tasted yeah. like uh, the steak Jeff Goldblum sent through the transporter and the fly? Pretty much. Like, it looked like cheese. And I just glanced at it. I'm like, cool, 99 cents, whatever. I need some shredded cheese. You know, I can use this on my – because at the time, I was, I was doing a lot of salads. I would buy, like, the, yeah. the big bag of salad, you know, and I would, like, pour it in a bowl, put dressing. I was like – and I put it on there. It was like uh, – you know, like AstroTurf is like, it looks like grass, but it's like plastic. Like, that's what this shit, this was like AstroTurf cheese. It was so fucking bad, dude. That's great. Well, yeah. you learned a valuable lesson. That I did. Don't don't buy cheese topping. Buy real cheese. Because yeah. I probably only saved, like, in all honesty, I probably only saved like a buck by buying fake cheese that was unedible. Like, 
because we're talking like whatever 2010 right there 2011 okay. something. so like i finally bought this because i'm like i need to fucking buy this it's been in print forever and it's eventually going to dry up and i'll be fucked but i finally bought the uh, director's cut of clive barker's nightbreed Oh, okay. Isn't that a that was a what was that recently? I thought it, I saw it on sale. Lately. I mean, it's like ten years ago. I paid like fifteen bucks for it. Screen Factory put it out, but I but I I I've always have the what do you call it the the DVD of the theatrical cut, the Morgan Creek theatrical cut. The, like yeah. I, this is the first time I've never seen the director's cut. And then uh, this was also uh, actually this wasn't was this Black Friday? I think this was uh, the protege. A recent film with Michael Keaton and Maggie Q and Samuel Jackson. And I'll tell you, like, you got to see this film. It's a great action film and everything, but really the the sex scenes between Maggie Q and seventy three year old Michael Keaton they're electric. Oh, so it's uh, something newer than. Uh... It's like two years ago. It came out during the pandemic, so it's like two years ago. Yeah. It's a good flick, though. I rented it. I've seen it before. And I was just waiting for the 4K to drop down. Because last Black Friday, I was like, okay, like the lowest it dropped down was like eighteen ninety nine. I was like, fuck that. That show will be like 8 bucks next year, and it was. So th- this next one was uh, another one. Again, I think this was a Best Buy pickup. Um, I was telling you about it. The the remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night, just called Silent Night. This one has Malcolm McDowell, Jamie Cake, Donald Logan. I don't know what it is. It's not like the greatest movie. It's like a very low-budget direct-to-video movie. I like this movie a lot. Like, there's something just kind of mean-spirited and nasty about it. And, like, the, the this killer Santa, he kills a few people with, like, hand shit, but mostly he kills people with the um, uh, flamethrower. It's pretty cool. I like it. Um, yeah mentioned it to me here uh, recently yeah i did because i actually it was one of those ones like i got it in the mail and i just opened it up and watched it that night you know what i mean like i just sat down in my cave and watched it okay this next one was kind of like um what do you call it like a hall of shame like i can't believe you haven't seen this fucking movie i felt guilty for never seeing this movie so like this is the blu-ray it's called the final cut i don't know what that means i don't know if that's like a director's cut extended cut or whatever but this is the final cut of the wicker man starring uh i guess the fucking our boy christopher lee in it did uh francis ford coppola go back and recut that no i don't think he was involved in this movie i know he was and i was yeah. just going off of my uh recent pickup which is yeah. the apocalypse now uh little set the final cuts out so so this next one was an eight dollar black friday pickup to complete the franchise collection i got the i already had part two i just need a part one of sonic the hedgehog <laughs> on 4k starring james marsden and james Carey. Wow. wow you just needed it huh? i needed it again that's a shame go ahead shame me bat let's hear it I don't know. I haven't even seen uh, the fucking trailer for that first one. Looks so god awful. I, like, I liked it. I watched it on streaming. I liked it. I got well, part yeah. two. I need to watch part streaming's two. Streaming's fine, but yeah. to buy it, geez. I bought it. I fucking bought it, dude. How much I, did you pay for it? I hope like eight eight dollars for the four K plus Blu Ray plus digital. Yo, you needed that in 4K, huh? You had to have it in the highest definition possible. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been any cheaper to buy it in Blu-ray, so why? You know what I mean? Oh, does it come with the Blu-ray, too? It does, It does. yeah. Right. It's okay. one of the few Paramount ones where, like, yeah, it was before they started champion. Because I got Part 2, and, like, Part 2 is just 4K plus the digital code. So there's no way you can fuck with me on this next purchase. I got the Vestron Video Collector series of Earth Girls Are Easy on Blu-ray. 
there's no way I could fuck. I mean, the movie's not terrible, but you how much did you pay for that one? You paid 20 something for that, right? No, dude. I actually got ripped off cuz now it's going for like 10.78. I paid like 12.79 for it. See, it's because people don't want it, and they're like, all right, we'll give it to you for what it's actually worth. I mean, I pre-ordered it just because I wanted to make sure I got it quick and I got the version with the cardboard. Vestron is the only one that I want the cardboard with. you got to have that slip on. you got to have the slip because that's the only one that says Collector Series on it. Which, by the way, I paid 30 bucks a couple days ago for a used copy of uh, Maximum Overdrive that's supposed to have the slip with it. We'll see. Oh man, that's the release. There's a, that's the real release. I want that release. I want the chopping. Do you have the cho- Do you have chopping mold? Yes, I got. I like got that right when it came I out. Yeah. Huge Kelly Maroney. Fucking. Huge. I love Kelly Maroney. She's awesome. Yeah, Great um, actress. Yeah, I mean, if you're watching uh, Chopping Mall, you gotta uh, have uh, Night of the Comet there. Yeah. It's just like you run a double. I always run a Kelly Maroney double feature with both of them, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so I want Chopping Mall, and I want... I don't really give a fuck. It, I mean, no, the Maximum Overdrive, I want the slipcover, just because... Yeah, oh. that's what I mean. The guy showed the picture with the slipcover, so if oh, it comes yeah. without it, I'm going to be opening some fucking PayPal dispute it's shit. Not, is it on eBay, or...? It was on eBay, yeah. And, like, usually people, like, even used ones, they would try to get 40 for a used one with the slip. Usually they're sealed with the slip. They want 55 to 60. This one yeah. just popped up. It was, like like exact it was i think it was like 28.99 and i had to pay taxes so it was like a dot exactly like 30 dollars and some change like 30 dollars and something cents so i was like i'm just going to cross my fingers and hope this comes the way it looks and you know just remember ebay offers some money back guarantee yeah, yeah. and uh they have to be very descriptive yeah most of the shit i buy out here these days unless like i see amazon or one of the boutiques has it cheaper yeah. yeah, most of my media I buy off eBay, so and I'm usually I do all right. So uh, the yeah. So the next one you'll make fun of me for too, but I don't give a shit. It was cheap, and I want it was like ten bucks. I wanted it. I like this movie actually, even though people shit on it. the new Matrix movie in 4K with the Reeves. I, I haven't seen it. No, I really like um. I want a Blu-ray copy of uh, Animatrix. Uh, I think I like that the most actually animated um anthology that's the only matrix shit i've never seen like i remember it came Good. out when i worked at the video store but yeah it really doesn't have anything to do with uh the original films per se but there's like um there's these like it's well i mean it's like a kind of like a manufactured reality well there's like other ones and yeah. so these the animated series delves into it and there's this one short that's really good where they're like in this um nor type uh it's like a 1920s whatever atmosphere and stuff but there's like all this decrepit breaking down um technology in this reality too it's just weird a lot of it i just really like all the stories and the animations really good but that one sticks out of my head and um uh interesting thing about the animatrix um i remember when i was in high school i think i was like in the 10th grade uh, all those were released on the internet, one by right. one. Um, I remember that. Yeah, and you could stream them and watch them or whatever, and then they all got um, compiled onto that blue that DVD and Blu-ray. So yeah, the next one I kind of got fucked. I didn't read as closely what I wanted, so I paid twenty-one dollars for the Amazon exclusive 
3D version of the Fantastic Beast, the Cryos of Grindelwald 3D. I've been wanting the 3D version of this for so long. I've never seen the movie, but it's the one with Johnny Depp. Yep. I love Johnny Depp. So the Amazon version is you get the Blu-ray 3D disc, and you get digital plus extended cut, all digital. So I got fucked. I should have just paid like five bucks more at Best Buy and got like the full package that came with the Blu-ray and the special features and shit. So that's that, that's Amazon for you. The Amazon exclusive version actually comes with less shit and they charge more money. Fuck Amazon on that. That was the only, that was the only thing I got fucked with on Amazon. And I let it slide because I got a lot of other shit for super cheap lately. But uh, I don't know about that. It balanced out then. It did. So the next one... Got to really pick up the pace here because I got so much shit to go through. Um, the next one was my—I can't remember if we talked about this last time—but the Screen Factory Shocktober sale haul. So I got the rental, which I really like. It's an independent kind of claustrophobic slasher movie directed by our boy Dave Franco, the brother of James Franco. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I mean, honestly, like, like not no kidding around. It's a pretty good uh, movie. Um, also too, I got the Poison Ivy collection, which I just remember seeing the first two on VHS when I was a kid. So like, this is just like the smoke show franchise. Like the first one, you got Drew Barrymore being all slutty. The second one, you got Alyssa Milano being all slutty. The third one, you get Jamie Presley getting all slutty. And then the fourth one, I can't remember who the girl is in that. She's like no name girl, but like either way, like talk about a great sleazy franchise from back in the nineties. Um, another sleazy thriller, not too sleazy, but kind of sleazy, was The Temp with uh, Timothy Hutton and uh, what was the chick's name? Laura Flynn Boyle. Just a good, I love Timothy Hutton. That's, I was waiting for that one to go on sale. Then our boy Peter Weller in the sci-fi horror film Screamers. I actually really like Screamers, and I know it did get a direct-to-video sequel, which I haven't seen yet. I got it on my DVR. But yeah, you ever see Screamers, uh, Bat? <laughs> Never seen that one before. I've heard of it. It's uh, pretty. It's pretty uh, fucking cool. Like I don't want to spoil anything about it, but it's pretty cool. The next one is a movie that I've never, ever, ever seen. I didn't even know it existed for the longest fucking time. But like, I loved the first movie. I saw the first movie in theaters. Got the Blu-ray of it. But I got. I finally picked up a copy of The Gate Two on Blu-ray. Yeah, The Gate Two's. Uh, I would put that in like um, rock and roll, rock and roll horror. Mm-hmm. Like messing with the record and shit, pretty heavy on that. Yeah, one. like I like how they play it backwards and the heavy yeah. metal shit. And then this is one that's always been cheap on the Screen Factory sales, and I I don't know anything about it other than just watching the trailer, and the trailer seemed cool, but it was like very cheap, like less than ten bucks. But I finally pulled the trigger on Dead Time Stories, which is an anthology movie from the eighties. Have you ever seen this one, Bet? No, I've heard of it though. Um, yeah. It was kind of hard to find there for some years. I think it came out on uh, DVD then, but um, I guess the VHS was hard to find or something. Yeah, like I know it's like not really that well-known a movie, but for some reason, obviously Screen Factory got the rights cheap. They got a Don May type deal because they've had this in print on Blu-ray for like 10 years now. <laughs> so yeah, and then last but not least, this was always like super expensive. I just waited till it eventually. Like I don't even think I got this that cheap. I think it was still like 16, 17 bucks, but... I finally got their their collector's edition of The Exorcist 3, which I think has the director's cut on it. Yeah, it has two discs, and one of them is the director's cut on it. And so, um, favorite, favorite Exorcist movie? Do you share the same taste as uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, or what? 
No, I gotta say, like, I saw Exorcist 3. Oh, granted, I haven't seen the director's cut yet, so I don't know. That, that could change. I, I could be with my boy Dahmer on that one. I could be enjoying the Exorcist 3 and Dom- eating penis before you know it, but, um... Yeah, Dahmer liked to play that over and over and over. And yeah, over. like, I've only seen one episode of his of his awesome TV show, but yeah, he kept playing it for the guy. Like, oh, he, yeah, it was the episode where he's like, yeah. I want to watch a movie with you. And he's like, The Exorcist 3, it's Exorcist. my favorite movie. <laughs> Yeah. No, I like the first. I did see Exorcist three in the theater, so I have a good memory of it. But uh, and I I rented it again on VHS after that, like years later, uh, probably early two thousand. So I've seen it a couple times, and I always thought it was a solid flick. But I just love the original. Like, I'm sorry, but William Freakin is awesome. Do you hate? What's that? Do you hate uh, Heretic or no? I did, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. Like I I try to get. I've never bought it, and I've watched it several times on TV. And, like, I don't hate it the way a lot of people do, but I just yeah. don't, it, like, I don't want to watch it. It's not good. And I and I went to the theater and I saw the shitty Rennie Harlan, like, prequel version. It just, I don't know, like, like other than, like, Exorcist 3 is kind of stretching it a little bit. Like, not going too much into the plot. Like, it's a little, like, you know, I don't know, kind of fan fiction-y. But um, it's just all about the original movie for me, personally. And uh, last but not least, um, I got I got the 4K. It finally di- dipped below 20, and then it went really cheap after I bought it. I bought it for like 18, 19, something like that. Alligator on 4K, which Alligator is one of my favorite movies. I had the little toy as a kid. 4K was like ten dollars. Yeah, like they like they cut it down like way cheap, and I was like I was yeah. like, damn, I just paid like 17 bucks for it, and then it was like 10 bucks, like. I, I think it sold out and uh, wasn't Howling or something on there for like the 4K for that. It was like 10 bucks too. And I think that sold yeah. out. Yeah. But I don't know. I heard some real mixed reviews on the 4K of Howling. I'm just like, whatever. Like, this was the first time Alligator ever been released in high def that I know of. So, you know, I, How, just I didn't even bother. I have that uh, Shout Factory um, two pack with the fog, which, oh, no, this is a great time for me to be able to say that I fucking hate The Fog. I never, I never liked that movie at all. I think that's so. It's crazy. slow moving, but I, but I, I don't know. I like the monsters in it, the whatever pirate guys. It's cool. I just don't. I never understood why people like that. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, the Halloween's great, but I, I prefer. I don't. Don't get me wrong. Halloween one is great, but I prefer Halloween two. You know my sleazy taste. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're very sleazy on the stage. Yeah. But yeah, that that was it for that little pile. If you wanted to jump into your next pile, bet. Fuck, where do I begin? I've been listening. So we want to do um, some Best Buy pickups here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, roll into it. Like I have mine kind of separate out by different, and like where I bought them, when I bought them, whatever. But yeah, whatever you got, man. Yeah, I picked up this uh, Apocalypse Now Final Cut. Uh, you, I, I was real excited about it, and um. Go just likes to try to take the wind out of people's sails. <laughs> oh, that box, that packaging is terrible. No, I, no, no. Let's let's come on. Let's come on. I, you you don't even know, you, bat. You don't even know. Um, it's about what carries the discs, the disc holders. Uh, getting on my nerves. And then and then you you don't even know like how awkward I felt when I was like when you were, when you dropped on me. 
how much you paid for it and you're like oh i bet you but you, you dumb sucker i bet you paid so much more than this right and then well, they're like great said i just can't believe that it was that cheap yeah dude like i got it for like nine bucks and you thought you got the steal of the century at what 20 bucks or something i think it was 20 bucks uh, i was i'm still happy with it and i'll tell you why because it's got hearts of darkness on it um and I love that documentary. It and and I mean, it's got three different cuts. I'd never seen the final cut. I wasn't even aware of this cut. Is this why they release this release to release the final cut? I think so. But you know what's really fucked up about the final cut? Because I was like you, I just always know about the redo. And I had a, I had like an Australian Blu-ray version of the redo version. And I've seen the redo version in theaters. That was the you know because obviously, uh. Can't remember, I don't even know if I was alive when the original version. I think I was. I think I was a baby, like literally a baby in a crib when the original. Yeah. So like I saw the redo, the whatever you call it, the Redux cut, redo cut in the nineties when that came out. I yeah, I saw that in the theater. So to me, that's always like my cut of Apocalypse Now. So I didn't even know about the final cut, and I thought like, oh, like when the four K came out, I was like, oh, they did another cut. But I was reading something. I think they did the final cut like years ago. Well, a bunch of the extras, uh, I was watching some of the extras. Um, I really like the one interview where, uh, yeah, basically like uh, Francis Ford Coppola is kind of conducting an interview with different people. Anyway, yeah. it's with uh, Martin Sheen and stuff. And they were talking about like the read, that's from 2010, that interview was. And um, <clears throat> I don't know, they were talking about Redux, but I, I feel like he mentioned the final cut as well in one of these interviews so i think it came out in 2010 and maybe they like did a road show or something with it yeah anyway the, i watched it and i listened to his introduction and he said like oh we added some stuff back in and we took some other stuff back out and like i watched it and it pretty much was i i, I mean i could be wrong i maybe i need to watch it again but I could have sworn that there was nothing added back in. It was basically the Redux um, edition minus the scene where they go to the camp with the bunnies and, like, get time with them. Yeah. Which I personally really liked that scene, too. So. Yeah. No, yeah, like, I don't know. That was always one of my favorite parts of the movie. So to, yeah. to watch the final cut, like, I don't, I don't I'll be honest. I don't even think I'm ever really even going to watch the final cut. Cause, like, I, I like it i i yeah. prefer uh i've seen the original cut i remember i had seen this um i had seen it before redux uh but it was like in 95 or something and i think it had already started mm -hmm. so i didn't really follow it that much i was pretty young at the time um but yeah no redux seems to be my cut but this is all about this is all about heart hearts of darkness which i tried to put it on last night but I oh was, yeah I, I mean, if you had to pay twenty five bucks for Hearts of Darkness by itself, I would um, have. Yeah, I believe I would have. So, which, which, by the way, I I just ordered two two beers. Like, there's this new service called uh, Booze Beer Delivery Service. Like, you just text them and like they'll bring you beer. Supposedly, this is the first time I've ever used this service. So I just texted in my order for a couple more. Cause like, so your app. Yeah, we'll 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 see if they show. I hear a little bit of something. I don't know if somebody's coming down the steps or not, but we'll see in a minute. But yeah, go ahead. So what else do I get from Best Buy? I got X. I think I got this for eight bucks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 
it's eight bucks because it was real cheap. You got the Blu-ray or did you get it before K for eight bucks? No, X isn't out on 4K. It's one of those things where it's, it's like it's a, it's an A24 release and they're very weird. Like they hardly release any 4K. Oh, we get well, hold on a second. We got a special guest experience <laughs> from uh, co-host Boo. Uh, we, I don't know how much, because you kind of boxed in here, I don't know how much it will pick up, but can you say hi to all the movie hoarders out there? Hello. Hello to all the movie hoarders. <laughs> so yeah, so this is the this is the part of the show where we actually have three people on for a second. So can you believe all these movies spread out all over this room? I'm trying to cover them. It's, it's just impossible to get through. These are all pretty much like since October. Yes, all I can believe it. You can believe it. You've seen all the, the packages. This guy. Gets packages every single day. I'm not even exaggerating. It's a sickness. I even got some here. I don't know if I'm. I don't even think I'm gonna have time to open up the new ones that came today on air. But um. You got the ones that were piled up on the box upstairs. Yeah, yeah, I got those. Those are there. So I haven't got through those yet. But uh, yeah, it's piles and piles. So uh, thank you. Are you talking about your uh, DMC? I haven't even got to it yet. I haven't even got to DMC yet. I'm, I'm still getting through Best Buy, eBay, Amazon. But um, but thank you because we need some liquid refreshment to talk about these movies here. So thank you so much. Yep. Yep. And you'll you you'll be on Movie Hoarders soon. We'll do we'll do an episode about your collection, huh? I guess. Yeah, because you I got a lot coming. I have a little tiny up. micro collection compared to yours. Compared to me, but you're still like the biggest uh, female Blu-ray collector in North America, I think. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's any woman who's purchased a Blu-ray in the last 17 months uh, other than you. <laughs> I do, and I do buy a lot when I do it. Yeah, you, like... When I buy, I... <laughs> so, yeah, so thanks for making a cameo. We appreciate it. Okay. All right, I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. Love you. All right. Yeah, special guest appearance. Who knew? Like that—that—that's the technology bat that brings us together in the modern age. And you got your beer. I got two. Yes. All right. So what else did I get? Uh, I don't know. Do you have? I know these came out individually, right? Uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, Four K. You you know I didn't buy those, and I'll tell you why. Um, I have the Evil Dead, the first one, on a really awesome uh, UK steelbook. And part two, I just have, like, the regular Blu-ray. But, like, I don't know, dude. It's like Lionsgate 4K is a little bit shady. They release a lot of shit quick. And if you look at the screen caps and you look at the reviews, it's like... And I, I haven't even looked up, but I'm, I'm like... I kind of don't want to go down the 4K route with those ones, to be honest. But I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I'd heard, um, like, they had done some, like, removing stuff and what line on some of the restorations but i heard about this little two-pack this is a two-pack release yeah the two-pack's a good deal like yeah, i, I a, totally like, like 20 20 bucks so I paid ten dollars yeah. in 4k i mean i don't i didn't think it was a bad deal they had the um who put that out uh was it shout factory put out the army of darkness yeah they did i did buy that which which by the way i hope we don't lose anything because it's all gold but the the recorder actually did split the file i guess it had gotten too big the recorder split the file so hopefully we didn't lose anything it, it started auto recording a new one too like a minute or two ago so i okay. don't know it's, it's weird let me uh, pause it real quick and start a new recording just to make sure we don't lose anything real quick 
Yeah, I have too many. And a lot of the next ones I got, I'll just blow through. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to keep this under three hours, hopefully. Should have known. Should have known. I just hate to go over three hours. Like I just feel like it becomes unlistenable for people. But <laughs> but our No Man's Land episode was three hours, and it did really well in downloads. So I don't know. I think it's because of that's like a. I don't know, film that's not really talked about a lot, but people are like, oh, yeah. We were probably the only ones that covered it. I mean, dude, I mean, Charlie Sheen, though, there's a lot of fucking Sheen fanatics out here that are, like, looking for obscure shit. Which, which, by the way, I don't have it in the pile, even though I did require require it recently. I'm getting too drunk to talk now. But, um, yeah, uh, No Man's Land is out of print in U.S. There's a German version, uh, whatever it's called, the Tort Diamond One. It's it's very good quality and it's region free. It's region free, huh? Yeah, and you can, you can get it for twenty ish. I think with tax and shipping and all that, I had to pay like twenty two for it. But yeah, you're putting it over your boys, your Kino boys. I am, I am. The Kino one is like grainier, so I kind of like it. Looks oh, it looks more film print, and it does. The Kino one does have a special features. I will say. But if you just want a copy of No Man's Land, the German uh, import is good. It's fucking good. So I'll say that. But sorry, go ahead, Bat. Um, hold on. Let me walk back. I'm smoking. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is almost like spiritually, do you feel a little bit, Bat? Like this is almost like a long lost uh, EC episode. Because remember we did the Black Friday Nightmare? Remember that? Yeah, that, you really enjoyed doing that episode, yeah. so. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much was my Black Friday, or not Black Friday, but, uh, Best Buy pickups here, so. Yeah. And I got that steel book, uh, of Halloween, and, uh, I don't think I got anything else from, from Best, Best Buy. I did get the Batman that day, though, too. Yeah. Quality, Kina. <clears throat> you want me to uh, jump into my next giant pile? Well, did you pick up this? You you bought this uh, Return of the Living Dead 4K? I did, yeah. I pre-ordered it because I wanted to get the little mini poster and all that bullshit. Has it came yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it came, like... I didn't get mine right away. Like, a lot of people had theirs, like, a week before mine. But I got mine, like, a couple days after release date. Yeah, I ordered mine on Amazon. So I think I got it a little bit before you. I haven't yeah. cracked it yet. How's, does it look good, or...? It... It look it, it does look good, but it's like it's not that big of an upgrade. So I I was rolling off the second site UK release, so I can't really judge it against the other US Blu-ray releases. I don't know, but like yeah, like I mean, you definitely can see the grain breader. It's like I think it's like a Dolby Vision grade, so it's like a little bit darker. It's 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 kind of a dark transfer, so like I had to actually up my settings a little bit on my Dolby Vision settings, which was fine. I don't mind. Um, so like when I get Dolby Vision 4K transfers back, there's either two things that are like whatever. The majority of them is like the flesh tones are way too red. I don't know why, but Dolby Vision over even regular HDR, Dolby Vision really pushes flesh tones on my setup to red. So like I I dialed that back down a couple re, a couple movies I watched ago I'm like I'm tired of these fuckers looking all red faced and then with with uh, Night uh, Return I'm sorry Return of the Living Dead it was like a little bit too dark so then I upped my settings which is fine like I like I can up my settings whatever and I kind of 
But I'll I'll take a release like Return of the Living Dead that's a little too dark than a release that's like a little too red any day. So like I have no qualms about it. It's a good transfer. Um, I'm just kind of torn. I don't I don't know which version to watch back because my my I think it's the second sight version. It does have one additional song on the soundtrack that they couldn't get the rights to for the U.S. release. So I'm like. Do I go with the 4K resolution upgrade or do I listen to the my version that has completely the original soundtrack? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, but Second Sight's just a Blu-ray. It's not a 4K. It's just a Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. And it, it was that Steelbook I sent you the pictures of. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, there's another uh, release. I don't know if it's a Spanish release. I saw it. It's actually on Amazon. I think it's region-free. I wonder what that transfer looks like. It's just a Blu-ray, though. Yes, it's... It's, it's in there. It's hard to say because almost every single Spanish release I've gotten has has been a bootleg. And they're factory pressed, but like you can tell they're bootlegs. So like I bought a couple movies that are like Steven Seagal movies. I'm like, oh cool, these never came out on Blu ray here. And like I get them and they have like jaggies and pixelated and shit. So like But I also have some Spanish releases that look awesome. So with the Spanish releases, it's very fucking hit or miss. Cause like I'll be honest, I think they're gray market. They're they're, um, the, with the exception, I bought Buckaroo Banzai, Banzai, yeah, Buckaroo Banzai Spanish release, and that came on a burnt disc, and I'm like, what the fuck, I got it from eBay. Uh-oh. Yeah, but yeah. but other than that, all the ones I bought, and like, like especially, I, I was with those Seagal ones, I paid like 24 bucks for those from uh, Amazon in Spain, I mean, I got them from Amazon, like Ooh. not even like a third-party seller, directly from Amazon Spain, and I got them, I'm like, Dude, I can tell these are fucking. They're they were they were well done bootlegs. I'll say that, but I mean they weren't worth twenty four bucks that I paid. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai didn't Arrow put that out? I think Arrow did do a version, but here it was uh, either Scream or Shout Factory. I mean it was Shout Factory, but I can't remember if they released it under Scream or Shout. Um, yeah. And I did eventually just buy that version on sale because I was like, I want to have a legitimate version of it, you know. But I will say that burnt version I had, that's, which, by the way, I got the burnt version like two, two and a half years before it was legally released in the U.S. So, I mean, I can't really complain too much. I think I paid like 13, 14 bucks for that Spanish bootleg. But, um, like, the picture quality is good. Like, it's as good as like a regular Blu-ray. It's not really, you know, there's nothing to complain about. But yeah, I eventually did buy the legit re release just to get the extra features and have a legit, legit, you know, version of it. But every now and again, you throw in your Spanish bootleg of it. <laughs> no, I, I actually, when I, when I moved here and I redid the shelves, got the new shelves, I was like, I just threw it. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in a cabinet somewhere did in this house. Down in the DVD dungeon. It might. You know what? It, actually, it might be in the DVD dungeon. You're going here to die. Yeah. There's some interesting shit in the DVD dungeon, though. If I ever start up YouTube again, well, shit, there's a movie graveyard YouTube. I might, I might do a video about because I did a video just personally for you about the DVD dungeon. Yeah, no, I, because uh, I, I asked you where all your DVDs, if you had any, yeah. DVDs, and you're like, they're down here. You showed me that little utility room. Yeah, where my water heater is. That became the DVD dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna get this out in there quick, buddy. <laughs> You're like, I hope they do. So they do. Let them. I hope they choke on it. Oh, so do you know how you can find disc rod? Actually, um, I was watching this like whole how to, and um, you like put the disc up to the light, and if you see holes through it, yeah, you're in trouble. But you know what's fucked up is I have some of those early Lionsgate ones, which like, yeah, like the disc rod you're talking about. That's like more from like, 
like you improperly store it or whatever to keep it, it up? Could be a number of things i was reading up because i do have some shit in a storage unit that's not heated and they've been in there like i've got blu-ray discs in there and i know it's not safe but actually i was looking into the cold yeah, and they said that they haven't done enough research to know if that's what causes disc rot or not. I always heard people say it was more from the heat, but I don't know. Was, Humidity. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But but I have some of those early Lionsgate titles that went bad, like Reservoir Dogs and House of Thousand Corpses, and they went bad. And you look at them, like you can't see any disc rot. It was just like whatever manufacturing shit, like the layers in between, like weren't sealed right. tight. But they look fine, like they, like they're like literally scratchless, but they won't fucking play. I think it has to do with, I don't think it has to do with anything you're doing. I think it has to do with what they wash the fucking discs in, the yeah. water and stuff. It's completely manufacturing. I don't think anything, I bet you you could fucking like, not in direct sunlight. Obviously cool, dry places. I don't think that like necessarily it needs to be heated, but it needs to be stored in a cool, dry place. Yeah. Uh, I think that's key to it, at least, uh, or like cool, like definitely not in the sunlight or near something, even in a box with sunlight shining on it probably isn't good. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. So let me get this through this giant pile real quick. So we talked about it personally, but, and, and you and me are, we're, we're going to cover this film soon, but I finally got the Blu-ray edition of Buffalo 66. Pure oh, Kino. Yeah. And, and and I can't believe that because this edition is old, but I got one with the slipcover, reflective silver background. It's very beautiful, pure cuny. Look at the look at the sheen on that cardboard bat. Look at the sheen on the cardboard. And I also oh, beautiful. Yeah. Also, I got this cheap, less than I think it was eight sixty three. Um, the blu ray double feature, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween two. And I already own these films, but these are the theatrical editions, so it's nice to have those. Canadian. Canadian, yeah, Linus, which, 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 like, they're worthless, but, like, there can't be that many copies floating around, but you said, uh, what was it, Rite Aid has these right now, Bet? Yeah, well, I seen, um, that Lions put out the, uh, this is another thing for anyone that don't want to buy that Halloween box set, uh, there are Blu-rays of H2O and, yeah. uh, Curse of Michael Myers and uh, Resurrection that Alliance did, and they also put that Halloween set. But yeah, my Rite Aid, I was seeing the DVDs. There's a DVD two-pack of that yeah. Alliance, but I also saw the, uh, I know they'll get these Blu-rays in, but I think they're harder to come by. Uh, uh, so I've seen the, the H2O Curse of Michael Myers Resurrection one mm -hmm. on Blu-ray at one Rite Aid. But the disc was bouncing around in there, and yeah. I passed on it, and then I was like, and then I tried to come back for it, and it was gone. So somebody yeah. was on that motherfucker, yeah. and uh, I would imagine some Rite Aids have the Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloweens, too, as well, on Blu-ray, but you really got to search around. So, But yeah, yeah. Rite Aid has been getting Canadian, because yeah. I think I got a Canadian uh, Psycho release oh, okay. from on Blu-ray. Do they have the title in French as well? That's how you can always tell it. So. I believe so. I, I'd have to look back at the release, but it was around that time when I saw that uh, Halloween three-pack yeah. alliance, and I was like, what the fuck is these Canadian releases doing in here? So, yeah. yeah. I kind of like Canadian releases. I actually have quite a few of them. And they're cheaper sometimes. And they're, they're cheaper, yeah. 
Yeah. But uh, this this next one was finally a long overdue upgrade from DVD to Blu-ray. But I finally got the Blu-ray because recently I, I made a commitment. I wanted to update my collection of Reeves classics. Longtime listeners of Movie Graveyard, they all know about the dedication that this podcast has shown to the Reeves classics. I got the Blu-ray of Point Break starring Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. This next one, it's actually still sealed now that I look at it. Because I just got it a couple of days ago, but this this was the Black Friday one. I took I took it in the ass bad. I, I thought I was getting a deal buying uh, Jurassic World Dominion 4K for 15 bucks, and then like by the time it finally got to me in the mail, it dropped to like 10 or some bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna tell you that I'm pretty sure my Dollar General is it just a Blu-ray or you got the 4K? No, it's a 4K. It's also the it's a 4K with the extended edition. So I saw the. Uh, Dollar General, I saw the Blu-ray for ten bucks. So that's yeah. not bad because that movie just came out. I mean, really. I don't. And I don't know if I don't. Yeah. I saw is Goldblum's back right in that one. I saw. Yeah, the he's in it a lot actually. Yeah, he kind of steals the show. So I'll have to check it out. This next one, actually, I've been pretty mad on Marvel shit lately, but I actually didn't mind this one, was the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. This was the 4K. I think I got this for, like, twelve ninety nine or some shit. That was, the, heard, that was the one directed by Sam Raimi, so. Yeah. Yeah. And this next one, I'll take some shit for this. I don't care. I actually like this movie, shockingly enough, and this was, like, another twelve ninety nine one, I think. Was the uh, 4K of the movie Eternals, another Marvel fucking movie. Um, I, uh, yeah. The, now, this is the one you can really make fun of me for. I went to see this in a theater because you know me bad. I won't go to the movie theater unless I'm the only person actually in the theater. I did that last night. I saw uh, uh, the our boy Weinstein's movie uh, last night. But um, uh, this was another one I saw a few months ago in the theater by myself, and I liked it, so I said, fuck it, and I never buy cartoons, but I bought The Bad Guys. Did you buy that one for your son? No, I haven't. I mean, is it a, is it a car animated? Because I try to get them animated. So. It's animated, and it's CGI, but it's, like, weird. Like, when you watch it, they kind of make it look like it's, like, almost, like, hand-drawn in some places. Like, like it looks CGI, but some of the backgrounds look like they're made out of, like, construction paper. It's weird. It's hard to describe. Yeah. But I like it, but my boy Sam Rockwell, he voices the wolf. It's, it's about of a group of animals that are criminals. This next one was it's just a regular Blu-ray, but I got it for six bucks, and I really like this movie a lot. The Matt Damon movie Stillwater is really good drama about his his uh, daughter is uh, accused of a murder and pretty much jailed in France, and he's just like a good old boy, country boy, and he goes over there trying to solve this murder, help his daughter get out of jail. It's pretty fucking good. This last one, uh, well, it's not last one, but this next one, uh, I just always liked this movie. It was like six bucks or whatever, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to get it. I haven't seen it since the theater, but Deep Impact, the movie about the asteroid hitting the Earth. Yeah, for you, Goat, it's never the last one. It's never the last one. And then, and then, <laughs> and then not last, not last, least, whatever, on this, like, mini pile is I got the is a Black Friday shit for cheap, seven bucks, whatever, the French Dispatch from Wes Anderson. I have not seen that. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks good, though. I think our boy Bill Murray's in it. Okay. And I'll let you decide whether these movies are good. I've never, believe it or not, I've actually never fucking seen these movies, but everybody says how good they are, so I bought them on 4K for like eight bucks a piece. Uh, Quiet Place and Quiet Place Part 2. I have not seen them. 
I just hear they're so fucking good and they're so scary and shit. And like, I just hope they are. I hope I just didn't waste 16 bucks on these two movies. But, um, this was another Best Buy one I bought with like whatever reward certificates. I just kind of like it. The unrated version of Colombiana with Zoe Saldana. It's just, what like, is it? it's called Colombiana with Zoe Saldana. It's about this, this, this woman that was like trained, um, since a young girl to be an assassin. Like, I don't know. It's pretty fucking cool. That sounds like La Femme Nikita. It, you know what? That's exactly what it is. It's like a huge ripoff of La Femme Nikita, honestly. So did you watch that show on USA? I mean, I love the movie, but I couldn't get into it. No, but I, but, I, but I want to because I love, I love my girl Maggie Q. She was the one that was in the protege that I covered earlier tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sexy uh, half-Asian woman. Kicks ass. That's right. Yeah. But uh, this next one was a double pack, and like I bought it, and it was it came so greasy filled and came, uh, bat like literally just I'm, I'm gonna pop it open right now actually, and look at the disc because it had came on the disc and I wiped it off. I want to see if it came back. Just lick the case to see if it's chicken grease or like pork grease or. No, it didn't reappear on the disc, but the the case is greasy. So this is a Screen Factory double feature. I, I can't remember where I bought it from. I think it was Amazon. I bought it. So it's a double feature. One is a movie, and I watched the trailers to the movies, and they look cool. One is called Ghost House, but another one is called Witchery with David Hasselhoff and Linda, Linda Blair. That's really the one I bought it for. You ever see that one, Bet? I think that's a made-for-TV one, right, that she did? I don't know. It doesn't say, but maybe it is. Yeah, you know why that that case and everything's so greasy so it can just slide with ease into your mailbox? which I'm looking at the back it's proudly stamped on the back this made in Mexico I told you I've talked about it on the show before that's where all the the greasy discs are coming from they uh deep they like to deep fry it before they send the they, they it, it ensures that you won't get disc rot like they know what they're doing bro don't worry that disc is gonna last forever because it's covered in uh grease exactly it saves well loop so this next one is not a greasy disc from Mexico it's a disc made in Germany and I, when you asked me before if I had any other Paramount represses of Miramax ones, yeah, this was the one I was telling you about, uh, the the, rep the Paramount repress of The Faculty. And it's such a repress that when you finish the movie, like when the credits are over, you see the e fucking Echo Bridge logo at the very end. Oh, yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, were this is the one I was telling you about, yeah. But no, like what I was telling you uh, off, uh, off camera, off microphone be before the thing, yeah, like, like I discounted this film as being not very good as far as a Robert Rodriguez film, but when I rewatched it now, years later, yeah, it's very solid. It's very good. And for the long... I love the film, and I told you for the longest time, I until uh, recently, like, over the last year, I didn't even realize that uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez did the film, and we were talking about how you were kind of comparing it to From Dust Till Dawn, yeah. and I... Well, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of that, so I never thought to even think about those two in the same league, I guess, but, uh, exactly. yeah. Okay, but this next one, this is, because uh, I know we've been going back and forth in our private conversations about, should you transfer a 16 millimeter film to 4K, because it usually doesn't turn out good? I, uh, I sampled this disc, and I actually liked the results. This is the unrated 4K version of Saw, the original Saw movie. That was 16 millimeter. I had no idea. Yeah, it was 16 millimeter shot, uh, upgraded, whatever to 4K. 
It, it it looks good though. It doesn't look like overly clumpy and shitty and whatever. Like like it looks soft. I'll say that. It doesn't look as sharp as 35 millimeter film, but it still like looks cool. Like I don't know, it looks very film like. So I, I do like the 16 millimeter to 4K. You think they took the the blow up because that was blown up for 35, right? Um, yeah, I think it looks like a blow up honestly. But the, yeah. but the difference between like how we we're talking about the Clerks uh, blow up on on Blu-ray with this one being 4K, as I think just the 4K compression could handle it better. The blow up, you know what I mean? Well, here's the other thing. Uh, what's that like 94, 95 when they did the blow up on Clerks? Yeah, and, it was actually like 94. Yeah. Yeah, technology by the time saw what's that early 2000s? 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, obviously the technology had come a long way, and I think, and not to mention, uh, my problem with the Clerks one is just the whole thing with fucking that they transferred just the blow up, uh, and I just don't think that, and and that was like really shitty film, and they didn't take yeah. care of it. Whereas Saw, apparently they they took care of the film elements, and they knew what they were yeah. doing. Up blow up so i don't think that blow up for uh clerks is good i think it's a shitty blow up yeah i mean if we could see the blow up in 4k maybe we could re-encode it better maybe we could judge it more but for the most part i'm it's hard to say because it was an ancient blu-ray encoded way back in the day but i think you're right i think the blow up was very because i mean it's not like with that movie it's not like they were really trying to when they did the blow up bat, it's not like they were trying to with clerks. It's not like they were trying to preserve image quality. They just were blowing it up just so they could make thirty-five millimeter prints to send yeah. to theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah, or run. Yeah. Okay, this next one is just a Blu-ray I picked up for cheap, but I'm trying to kind of complete the collection, and I actually didn't mind this movie. But I feel like this is this purchase is going to get me major heat with you, bat. Um, I bought the Blu-ray of Leatherface. Uh, like the, you're talking about like the later? When he was like a little kid and he wore a pig mask, like That's saw it. Yeah, the Blu-ray. That was when, um, this is the thing I loved about family video is if it was like nearly new or whatever, you could go in there and buy it for pretty cheap. So I got that, uh, I got that copy from family video some years ago. Cause I, I just assumed you would hate that film. No, I actually like that one. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the remakes and then the um, yeah. prequel, and I do not like that Netflix uh, original. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the remake and the prequel when they came out, but at this point in time, the, the only one I still have left to get is obviously you can't buy the Netflix one. So I don't, I don't like, I don't really like the Netflix one. Like I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. The only one that's still left I got to get is the prequel one, but. I mean, the Leatherface is technically a prequel, but yeah, like... You're talking about the prequel to the remake? Yeah, yeah. Like, I still gotta get that one. And, like, it's like 15 bucks everywhere, and I'm like, oh, I need to get that for, like, about 7 Like, Do you have the uh, Texas Chainsaw in 3D? I do have that, and it's awesome, yes. Right. Does that... Uh, I saw that in theaters of 3D. Um, I did too, yeah. It was okay. It was decent 3D. Um, I think the film was just really uh entertaining yeah. but yeah i don't like that netflix one no and i don't own the prequel or the remake i probably won't ever buy those um because that netflix one i don't like it that much but because it follows like the it tries to follow kind of the original timeline right like 
It's some right. kind of reboot, but like, I don't know, you get Sally Hardesty's comes back. So I feel like it's in that original reality with the sequels and stuff, like it's another sequel. I probably will buy it if they do release it on Blu-ray. But I don't think they will, though. I really don't. What I'm thinking, too, is they won't. And, uh, but and people... I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, yeah, because then you'll have to buy it to yeah. fucking complete the fucking franchise. Yeah. Like, it'll be the... it's it's It really is the resurrection of, uh, of fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. It's like... It is. Like, I don't... This is another thing, but like same with Prey, the new Predator movie. I'm like, if to me personally, if it was a streaming only movie and there's no physical release of it, no Blu-ray, and there was and it never showed in a theater, to me it doesn't count. Like, not that I'm not trying to be like a fucking whatever gatekeeper asshole, whatever. But to me personally, you're not, you don't get to be part of the franchise if you don't let the movie be in the hands of the fans, so to speak. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm actually glad that you, cause I actually watched Leatherface on Tubi with commercials. Cause I was like, I was like trying to like finish the franchise. Cause I was like, I never saw Leatherface. It was like six months ago or whatever. And I can't remember what was going on, but I was like sick or I was something. And I was like kind of cooped up in the house for a little bit. And I was like, I was like, oh, I finally watched this. And I just put up with the commercials. And I'm like, this is actually not bad of a movie. Like, I can't take it seriously as a true prequel yeah. to, T you know, the original TCM. But just as a movie by itself, I'm like, this is actually kind of a cool movie, you know? It's not bad. No, yeah. it's not bad. It's like, it's like Stand By Me meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually exactly what it's like. So this, this next one, I just, whatever. I gave in a moment of temptation. $6 Blu-ray purchase. I was trying to build my uh, library of Cage Kino classics, and I bought The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I have not seen that. Is that a Kino Lerber put that out, though? No, it's uh, Disney. Oh. <laughs> it's got the Disney look. Oh. I'm just saying Cage Kino because everything Nicolas yeah. Cage. Even when Nicolas Cage makes a Disney movie, it's Kino in my book. So you got the National Treasure movies. I don't know. I like to put those in just for like mindless background stuff. Actually, I've never seen those, so no, I don't have them. But I, I would if I can if I can right. pick them up for six bucks a piece the way I did this thing. Like yeah, because I was actually seeing this. It kept playing on Stars on cable, and I kept seeing yeah. bits and pieces of it. And Nicolas Cage has like the long hair, and he's doing magic. I'm like, this is fucking kind of goofy. I kind of want to watch this. No, um, I haven't seen that one, but uh, National Treasures, they're not bad. I, I rec Yeah, if you can get them for like six bucks. Yeah, if I can get something for five, six bucks, I'll take Because the way I look at it is like I have a used whatever, you know, movie, music, whatever store, and they won't give you much, but I'm like, if I get something for five or six bucks and then they give me like a dollar store credit for it, like it's a loss, but it ain't a huge loss, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, what a, I mean, it's a deal. Yeah. I guess some kind of deal. So. so this, yeah. So this next one was a Halloween movie, which unfortunately I didn't get in time, so I didn't get around to it. I'll get to it next year for Halloween viewing. But it's actually a anthology movie, Pat. I don't know if you've seen this. It's called The Tales of Halloween, and it's got a bunch of sh like little short stories in it. I'm looking at the directors. It's got people like Mike Mendez, Lucky McKee, Dave Parker. Oh, Lucky McKee, all right. Cool. Yeah, Darren Lynn Bowsman. And, like, 
I remember when this movie came out. Oh, also Neil Marshall. I remember when this movie came out, but it just looked super like low budget and cheap. But I'm like, well, the, it's got a lot of like name directors in it, so I'll give it a chance. So this next one, feel free to make fun of me, but I bought this for the cardboard. It's one of those, what do you call it, Mill Creek fake VHS editions of the paper. Okay. Starring Michael Keaton, Glenn Coase, Robert Duvall, Randy Quaid. I've actually, I've never seen this movie and I actually kind of always wanted to. Because I'm a, I'm a big Michael Keaton fan in particular. I also love Robert Duvall. But I'm like, oh, they're coming out with the VHS Blu-ray edition. I'm like, I'll fucking buy it for eight bucks. And that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, I like those designs, but, like, uh, my Walmart seems to only have DVDs of those. Uh, oh, it sucks. Ones. I yeah. never saw Blu-rays. Uh, I'd really like the style of those. And Yeah, yeah it sucks, and you kind of got to, like, pre-order them and get them right when they come out to make sure you're actually going to get the slipcover, you know? Yeah. So, I might have even brought this up, but I just want to throw it out there because one of my favorite movies, finally on Blu-ray, The Chocolate War and VD put it out. I love The Chocolate War. I saw that they put that out, and I saw a bunch of people getting it and it's saying, I don't know, I heard this is a good movie. I've actually never seen it, but um, yeah. I've we, heard about we've it. We've already done an episode about it here, so it's Did like, yeah. yeah. So the next one, I've never seen this movie, but I just wanted to see it because I went on, this is like, again, this is how much of a movie cook I am, is uh, I went on lately buying a spree of like... Uh, Christopher Lambert movies. I'm a fucking Christopher Lambert fan. I'm not afraid to admit it. And this is... <laughs> this is a, a, a Spanish bootleg, sir, of the movie Night Moves starring Christopher Lambert and his ex-wife, Diane Lane, who also I love Diane Lane. So it's like a serial killer thriller. We're basically... <laughs> Fortress, right? Yeah, Fortress, yeah. I love Fortress. I, I'd yeah. say that's probably one of the few movies I like of of his, um, isn't that Blu-ray out of print or something? I was trying to look around for it. I, I can't, rem yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, like, because I remember I saw the Spanish bootlegs of that as well for like 19 bucks, but I was like, well, because, because there was Fortress and there was Fortress 2. I was like, if I can get Blu-rays of both, I'll do it, but I think only one of them is on Blu-ray, unfortunately. Fortress, uh, Fortress 1 has an official release, but I believe that's out of print. It's been yeah. out of a while and it's it goes for a lot it was of like an echo bridge miramax release yeah. or some shit so next one again we're going i paid full retail i forget what it was it was like 28 bucks from grindhouse video for the best Ron video collector series of the unholy which actually is a really good movie it's actually really good um this next one is an arrow video of uh you gotta see this movie, and th this is uh, unfortunately it's region locked arrow video one. It's a region B one, but it's uh, a movie called Demon Lover. Bat, you ever hear of Demon Lover? Sounds familiar. What's it about? So it's about this chick played by Connie Nielsen, who's like one of my favorite actresses. She's really good. Um, it's basically like she's like an American, or like she works for a European company that's basically uh, acquiring this Japanese animation company who like is the biggest producer of the hentai porn uh, cartoons. And it's like, it's basically like a dark web movie, but it's like from a while ago. It's like from 2006, 2007, something like that. And it's basically like, she is involved in these business deals and she's starting to get it perverted herself. She's been around all this horny Japanese anime, tentacle porn. 
and she's getting fucked by these different guys and like eventually like there's like this like I don't know what you would call it underground website or something that puts women in cosplay and shit and then like they basically torture them so it's like basically like yeah she ends up like that kind of like I think there's a the scene where they cosplay her like she gets kidnapped and they cosplay her up as a I think Sue Storm from the Fantastic Four, and they pretty much just like molest her and rape her and shit. Like it's a very, it's very dark and disturbing drama. Like I think a lot of people wouldn't really like like it, but if you're into sleaze, and apparently this is the director's edition, which is even more sleazy. So I I like I actually rented it on DVD. I think it's only been ever available in America on DVD. I actually rented it on DVD a cup two or three times from Netflix over the years. Just kept rewatching. I'm like fuck it, like. Like, I'll get this import Blu-ray. It sounds interesting. I don't think I've seen it, but maybe I've heard about it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's been out for a while, though, huh? Yeah, the DVD came out, like, 07, something okay. like that. Yeah. So the next one is actually another Arrow video, whatever, import. But this is actually is, for some reason, you can only buy this in the UK, but it even tells you on the back that it is region ABC. But uh, it's the, the teen drama from the 70s, Over the Edge, starring Matt Dillon. It's a pretty classic film. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. And this next one is like, I just took a fucking leap of faith on this from our boys Umbrella in Australia. Was I bought the Dune collection, which has the, the TV miniseries of Dune and Children of Dune. Like, I got on a Dune kick uh, bat from, you know, when I rewatched the whatever, 4K version or whatever. So yeah. I don't know, these are James McAvoy. That's your favorite release, huh? <laughs> What's sad is I still got piles and piles of movies here. Like we're gonna have to do movie hoarders volume two, dude. Like there's there's too much still sucking sitting here. But like I, I could spend we could probably make like a weekly podcast devoted to my saga uh, around the Dune four K release, don't you think, Beth? I think so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we could. So, like, yeah, like, I. so this next one, you ever see the, it's only, like, a year or two old, but I got the 4K, the, and it's weird, because it almost looks like it's, like, bootleg or something. I don't know, it's weird. I got it from Amazon, but it's, um, but it's not bootleg. The four Sony? Sony, uh. No, it's Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. It's, it's Hugh Jackman's Reminiscence. It's a science fiction film. Have you ever seen this, Pat? What is it called? It's called Reminiscence. Uh, and it's like in the future, the world is flooded and everybody's just living in like flooded waters and shit. That's called, that's a ripoff of fucking Kevin Costner's Waterworld. It kind of is, but like, but basically what it is is like Hugh Jackman is this guy that runs this store where like you go in and you get in like this booth. It's kind of Cronenbergian in a way. And like you get in this booth and like you like kind of like put on this helmet and, like, you remember your past life and, like, when you're happy and shit. But the reason I bring this release up is, like, like it's, like, for it's like legit, Pat. Like, I opened it up and, like, this movie, this is, like, one of those pandemic movies that came out during the pandemic. So, they put it in theaters, but it was, like, they also put it on HBO Max. So, like, it made no money. It was, like, this super expensive science fiction movie and it just made no money because of the pandemic, basically. But I've never seen this before, Bat. It comes out with this cardboard, like, printout that, like, when you open it up, you pull it out and you fold it out. It's a letter from the director. And she tells you all about her life story and how she got inspired to make this movie. Like, it's really fucking cool. I think I may even made a Facebook post about this, but it's pretty fucking cool. It's a cool movie, but it's just, 
I've never opened up a fucking Blu-ray and found a letter from the director inside. It's weird. What is it like handwritten or what is the? I know it's it's printed and it's typed, yeah. but it's got like her signature and shit on it. If you know what I mean. So it's like a it's like the liner notes thing. Kinda. I mean, it's like obviously I don't want to take the time to read it, but it's like a letter from director Lisa Joy, and she's like, eight years ago I was pregnant, unemployed, and at a great crossroads in my life. I was full of expectations and concerns about the future. Who would I become? How would I change? I was also grappling with the grief of losing my grandfather. And then it just goes on to more and more of her background and how she came up with the idea for the movie and how she developed it. And it's like a two-page thing. You flip it over and you read the rest and then it's signed by her and shit. But I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I've never seen that before. Unique. And especially for a studio release, honestly. You know what I mean? They should have directors doing that more, like their own little written commentary. Yeah. And then the last one is, um, this is the 7 release, and I got this through eBay, and it was like kind of banged up, even though it was new, it was weird. But I got the 4K release of Out of the Blue, starring Linda's, Linda Manns, and it's a film directed by Dennis Hopper. You and got it brand new? I, well, I got it new, but it's like, I don't know, it's like, it, it came from this place, and it was like way cheaper than anybody else seen it, but it's like, kind of like banged up, it's weird. It had oh. like, it, it was almost like it was a return at a store or something, it's, it's really fucking weird. You got scratch and dent stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was, it was like a scratch and dent, but I'm like, okay, whatever, like I got it, it plays, like, you know, what am I going to say? But yeah, so that's it for that pile. And uh, I think we're going to have to wind down and whatever and I'll have to save some for Volume 2. But what else you got over there, Beth? Well, I uh, picked up, uh, inspired by a video or something about, I don't know, you said something about you all going to laugh at these releases, but you got that 4K of Jaws. Yeah. And I didn't get the lentic. You got the lenticular cover. Yeah, the limited edition. The only difference is bad. It comes with the lenticular cover and the book. Yeah, that's and I could have got that real cheap on um, one of these fucking websites. I always see ads yeah. for, but uh, no, I just got the. I paid a little bit. I probably paid more than what you did. I think I paid twenty bucks for this at uh, Walmart. It was not ten, but I think it's ten right now. Yeah, I think I got mine for like sixteen. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, yeah. I got fucked. But it's okay. Um, I, I I want. I really was after the. You know, of course, I was after the Blu-ray. I never see that on Blu-ray around much anymore. Mm. So, and I picked up this uh, Jaws three back collection. I gotta say, um, most impressive uh, of like these recent pickups. The most impressive uh, transfer I've seen in a long time uh, was the Jaws two transfer. And that was on like explain to the folks that was uh, that was the same release I got like you got the Jaws two three, three. four three pack yep. yeah and it and it comes with its own separate Blu-ray it's a legit standalone mm-hmm. release it just comes bundled together and see like when you told me about that bat that's what I was telling you man it's like I don't know like sometimes I just feel like I'm getting more quality directly from the studio yeah sometimes not all yeah not all the time but you know. Um, let's see here. What else did I pick up? Uh, something I was going through. Uh, okay. So I think I complained about this, like when these were first released, maybe like a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago, I said something to you about it. So I really liked the show, uh, the deuce. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, why isn't there a Blu-ray box set? They put out this DVD box set. And I started digging into it more, and apparently, for whatever reason, HBO and they're working with Warner Brothers yeah. decided uh, they're not going to release the third season in, in HD. Yeah. Like, you can buy the first and second season standalone, but you you got if you want to go that route, then you have to buy the DVD for the third season. So I said, I've been looking at this DVD box set, and I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, it was going for like 50, 60 bucks, but then I found a guy selling them brand new on, on eBay for 25 bucks. Yeah. I think it was shipped. So I'm like, all right, cool. I get this fucking piece of shit, and it's all fucking, uh, there's all kinds of um, compression. Sloppy uh, job. Yeah. Yeah, artifacts all over it. And then... To make matters worse, the first so the third season is all packed on two discs, and the first disc, I get through like two of the episodes, everything's good, and I start getting on to like the third and fourth episode, and it starts like freezing up on me. And luckily, I mean my Blu-ray player remembers where it stopped, so I to literally get through those last two episodes, I had to periodically off and on shut my Blu-ray player off and on. Oh my god! And just like what was it? Just the disc was so shitty. Like I think it was just yeah. I mean, I think it was just I don't know who the fuck. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck manufactured this, but yeah, HBO and I mean I already okay. Compression air, you know, compression artifacts and stuff aside. I mean, we got a disc in here that's basically doesn't play properly. Yeah. And I don't know if they're all like this or what, but I mean, you know, talk about we don't give a shit, you know, yeah. for this release. So really disappointed. And um, yeah, right now at this point, I mean, I wanted it in HD. I don't really buy a lot of TV shows. Yeah. HD. So, um, but yeah, that was kind of a disappointment. The show is great, but yeah, if you want all three seasons, uh, this is the I, better. I'll I hate that. And that's kind of why I bought, I quit. I told you I quit buying TV. So like for a little while, my favorite TV show was the vampire show, the strain. So they come out season one, season two, Blu-ray. Cool. I picked those up. I'm waiting for season three to come out on Blu-ray. Finally, they're like, fuck it, DVD, season four, DVD. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because, like, yeah, and, like, they look like shit. It's not just the downgrade from Blu-ray to DVD, which does suck, let's be honest. But it's just, like, the DVDs are, like, they cramp so many episodes on one disc. Same thing happened to me with um, uh, Workaholics, which, like, granted, it's a comedy show. But it's, like, I bought the first four or five seasons and, like, Blu-ray, and then the last two seasons were in DVD. Like, what is this fucking shit? How cheap of a motherfucker are you? I, you know, not all these companies were doing this compression shit. Like, okay, recently, and it's all beat up and stuff, but I'm sorry, Kino. I couldn't, man, they won't come down on the DVD or the Blu-ray set of the original Outer Limits. Yeah. And GM some years ago released these in a box set, and I remember they released them in, like, these three like three different individual best of, but it's got all the seasons. Anyway, this MGM set here is a, the old double discs and they look decent. Yeah. Um, and they're DVDs. I got that here recently. I actually scored it at a resale shop for like three bucks. But I, um, what you were saying about some of these, uh, some of these, um, companies, like some of the studios won't even release everything. I recently went back and picked up, 
the five seasons Universal released on DVD of the Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and they never released uh, season six and seven here. They just, like, gave up. That's the worst. They just give up and, like, fuck what? you. Like, what am I supposed to do with that shit? You know what I mean? So then you got to buy them. I guess the UK's put them out or something, but, um, no. yeah. No, I mean, it's hit or miss, but yeah, the, you know, back in the day, uh, when they did it on the double, you know, you'd flip the damn disc over the compression wasn't, I think there's was like four episodes on each disc and these, I don't know. I mean, you'd think that they were compressed cause they're out they're like hour long shows, but they look way better than this fucking, I just think that Warner brothers and HBO shit the bed on this deuce release. They just didn't give a fuck. They did. And I guarantee you it had shit to do with transferring ownership of the company starting their own streaming service so then they didn't give a fuck about blu-ray anymore because i heard people bitching they did the same thing with uh i think it was the danny mcbride show vice principles thankfully i got all the seasons of eastbound and down on blu-ray all four seasons whatever it was but like yeah they just went to shit and like i get it dvd still sells because it's like the lowest common in our format like everybody can play it everybody has it but Jesus fucking Christ, like, and I was telling you, Bat, like, they did have Warner Archive, like, going strong, and Warner Archive was starting to release some of the more obscure uh, TV seasons uh, through Blu-ray and shit on there, and then they shut that shit down, they're like, oh, we'll just budget cut it, and, like, they don't hardly put anything out anymore, but it's like, yeah, it's like, everybody says physical media is dead, and, like, it's actually not fucking true, because there's oh. a bunch of, where I'm, I'm sitting in a room surrounded right now by literally some hoarder type shit like i i can't the episode is three hours long i can't even get through all the piles of shit i bought but i will say tv on blu-ray especially is dead that is fucking deader than dead yeah it's like i don't need everything like i'm okay with um having a lot of the tv shows i mean because some a lot of stuff is like i don't know i don't really want to like i don't know i just it seems disposable, like, okay, I'm going to run through these shows, you know, these episodes or whatever. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm fine with buying it on DVD. Um, yeah, when you have, like, a... This is, like, from 2019 or 2020, this DVD. Yeah. Like this, like... Yeah, I, yeah, I was reading about it because we were talking about it. And I looked it up, and it's like... But also, too bad. It's like, okay, you want to cheap out. You want to go DVD, lowest common denominator for compress it like shit put it it's like don't you think then the season on dvd should be like literally like 12 bucks at the most right yeah i mean if you bought this fucking do season off amazon it's like 60 bucks but i'm looking at this uh outer limits box set which looks better yeah it really does so it was a transfer and everything and it came out in 2008 so yeah why in 2008 could they do better than they could in 2020? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So It makes no sense. Um, I want to know if the listeners are feeling the same pain we are or if they just think we're fucking ridiculous sitting in these piles of plastic discs. I keep, I've done it like months ago, Bat, but I keep forgetting to bring it up. But I started an, an email for the show, themoviegraveyard at gmail.com, themoviegraveyard at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us if you're pissed that your show got canceled on Blu-ray and you're stuck with these shitty DVDs. Or if just in general, like, like, 
like, are, do you, are you just laughing at me and back? Because I mean, I'm just, I'm just drowning in shit here. Like my life is out of control. I'll be honest with you. I'm just buying this fucking plastic disc to spin it, and like, I'm not just like sitting in shit back just to like sit in it and fucking wallow in it. Like I do watch my movies. I usually watch shit. I probably watch at least three a, a week from my own collection, you know. And then I get Netflix movies in the mail too. Um, which is dangerous because then I watch a movie, I rent a movie and I like it and then I want to fucking go track down the best possible copy of it. But, uh, yeah, send us an email at themoviegraveyard at gmail.com and tell us, like, are you as sick as we are? Like, maybe you got piles even bigger than we do. Like, I don't know. Or if, like, have you just, like, given up and you just think we're pathetic? Like, I actually want to read this shit. I want I want to get some hate mail. I want to get some love mail. I want to know what's going on. But I just want to throw out that just before, I, you know, because of whatever, I'm uh, six six beers in and whatever. Wait, actually, it's not that bad. It's just I had some vegetarian shit for lunch, so I really have, like, no food in my system. But um, Right, it's like you ate nothing. I really, like, have ate nothing since fucking, right. like, 8 o'clock this morning. But, like, I just want to throw that out there. So, like, if you guys want to have your say into it, like, like in a, if, you, if you do send the email... Just if you could send me a like, put a note in there if if I'm okay if it's okay to read this on the air because I would like to read your guys shit on the air. Um, I know sometimes you would get listener mail on an EC, right? But yeah, back in the day, but not when we like rebooted the show. I yeah. don't know, but well, yeah, we would get uh, YouTube comments because the uh, EC was on YouTube, so we did read that stuff every yeah. now and again. Zach got it rolling. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. If you, if you guys want to say anything, like let us know because we'll do uh, we'll do volume two because I still got a big pile of movies here and I know Bat still got movies and whatever. I mean, we will do volume two. Um, this is probably the the I feel like this this episode Bat is uh, and I'm not trying to like wrap it up or anything. I'm real quick. I'm just trying to say like I think this is probably like the height of worthless podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we've ever done but it's like in a weird way it's like i'm excited about that does that make any it's sense a boxing video i guess so. yeah yeah it's like the the laziness <laughs> and the worthlessness of a fucking unboxing video which by the way like i'm not gonna do it because i you know the episode's too long already but i ordered some some black friday stuff from uh best buy bat and, yeah. it's, and instead of shipping it to, to to the mail, they shipped it through Roadie. What the fuck is Roadie? Like I ordered this shit two days ago. A guy banged on my door. I get a I get a bag that says Roadie on it. It's not even like USPS. It's not UPS. It's not FedEx. It's just Roadie. Who is Roadie? Why are they shipping? What is this nightmare that we're living in? Is it Undercutters shipping? <laughs> I think it fucking is. Like I'm not shitting you. There's a fucking. Let me grab this shit real quick. It's got my name and my address. And it says pickup date 11-22-2022, delivery date 20. So, like, I think they went to, like, the local store and, like, got whatever my order. Like, I'm just feeling around it. Um, I don't have time to go through it or else I would rip this open and tell you what's in here. But, yeah, this came through. It's got this sticker. It says Roadie on it. Who the fuck is Roadie? Is that, like, a heavy metal band, like, fucking guy that, like, comes and sets up your guitars and shit for you? And then he also delivers movies from Best Buy on the same day? Like, what is that? Like, So you think that they went to the Best Buy and bought them and brought them, like, a, like, um, DoorDash? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's... But it, but it's in, like, a legit, like, sealed envelope, like, padded envelope, like you would get if you shipped it through the mail. But, like, what's... Yeah, today's the 22nd. It says order picked up and delivered on the 22nd. So, like, yeah, this had to come from my local store. So what came in it? So you don't even go to... You don't even... You won't even step foot in Best Buy physically anymore. No, nah, no. Nah, because they don't hang... Well, I mean, apparently they do have shit. So you want me to rip this open real quick and go through this tell you what's in it? So this is what I guess out of my order. This is my Black Friday. Oh, there's a lot of shit in here. Damn. Oh, loose disc. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. So I got my new Xbox controller. I'm sorry. What was that? The roadie threw your fucking uh, your your package around like he would the band gear. <laughs> Apparently that's what fucking roadie did. So I got my new Xbox controller. This is which I gotta be honest. I don't know why I bought this other than just out of fear that it would never be this cheap again. So it's an Xbox controller for forty bucks. They're normally like sixty bucks or something. So I got the red version. So it's red on top, white on the bottom, whatever. I don't even really play Xbox anymore. Whatever. And then I got the Xbox version of NBA 2K22, which is like the expensive collector's edition. I got it for 10 bucks. This came out a year or two ago, and it was like 80 bucks or whatever. Got that. So I got the 4K. Okay, this is the loose disc, sir. I got the 4K uh, of the Lost Boys, but it's a loose disc. Like how do you how do you see it's loose? Because I just pick it up and it's like I can hear it rattling around in there. Yeah, you know uh, that uh, this must be a Best Buy thing because uh, luckily nothing was wrong, but the 4K disc of the final cut of Apocalypse Now was fucking loose in there was too. Was it? It didn't get scratched though somehow. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I gotta say because as far as loose discs go, I had a couple DVDs come in loose in the mail like way back when, and they did come scratched. And, you know, you're always, oh, shit, I got a Blu-ray or a 4K. Oh, it's it's loose. I've never actually had a physical scratch on a loose disc on a 4K or Blu-ray. Like, suppose, I'm guessing 4K does it, too, but I know Blu-ray supposedly has that anti-scratch coating. I don't know. Huh. And then I have a PS4 game, The Last of Us Part Two. It's like some zombie game shit. I don't know. I have the first one, but I've never played it. And then the last one that was in the package from Rody was... Um, I have the 4K of Poltergeist, which I really went back and forth on this bat because I was like, I already had the Blu-ray of Poltergeist, and I really don't like upgrading shit from Blu-ray to 4K unless it's like a huge upgrade. And like, I wasn't sure about this, but then I was like, well, fuck, will this movie ever be 10 bucks again? It probably won't be. So I just went, but it's got a sticker on it though. It says, warning, this film contains sequences of flashing lights that may affect viewers who are susceptible to photosensitive epilepsy or other photosensitivities. So, like, they're letting you know, like, right off the fucking bat, the poltergeist will make you stroke out if you have epilepsy right there. A lot of films have those warnings nowadays. Fuck it. I also got a, um, I also got a package today in the mail from Michigan uh, from our boy F. Bentz. From Michigan, from let's, it it looks like it says Canton or Canton, Michigan. Yeah, Canton. Canton. Let me let me see what he sent me. Okay, this was another. This is what I thought it would be. This was another old school Fox release of the 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 reuse classic Chain Reaction, starring Keanu Reeves and Morgan Freeman. That's what this was. I've actually. It sounds fucking stupid, but I actually 
this is kind of a hard movie to get. It's not expensive to get. You just have to go to eBay. You can't get it from like Amazon or Best Buy. But uh, yeah, this is kind of like a really half-assed thriller film from the like mid to late 90s. But I don't know why. For some reason, like I remember going to see it. I'm nostalgic about it. So I want to see Chain Reaction again. And I am trying to build up my collection of Reeves classics. So You got the, the River's Edge in there? I do. I have the Kino Lorber... Um, Ooh. release which i believe is out of print i could be wrong but i believe is out of print i was watching that recently and it's awfully grainy i, f I, f I have a feeling that was shot in 16 millimeter it, yeah i i wouldn't doubt i've watched the blu-ray before it's just been a few years but Pro no it looks all right no yeah. no grain is completely acceptable everything it's not like it doesn't look weird or anything i just I, it's good to know but that is uh, a 16 millimeter film and probably uh, should bother upgrading it to work. Because, you know, they try to sneak them in there. Like, it, that one I don't think is a blow up, but, like, you know, you, now you can't ever tell. You're like, oh, is this a blow up? Is this going to look like shit? Like, I know, you never know. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know if there's anything you want to hit on real quick, bad, or safe for uh, volume two or whatever. That uh, I picked up that fucking Return to Raccoon City around October. Um, I'd seen it. Yeah, You're let's look, please, please uh, let's talk about that movie. Please, please tell people I'm not crazy. That's a good oh, fucking movie. Uh, I heard a bunch of people saying shitting on it, but then they saw the TV show and they said, "Oh, the TV show's worse." And I'm like, okay. "Well, I watched the TV show or whatever." But I'm like, "This movie's not even that bad. This movie's great. I've probably seen it like um five times now." Dude, isn't there just something about it? Like, not that it's the greatest movie in the world. By the way, we're talking about Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, it's one of the few movies I saw during the height of the pandemic where I was just lucky enough to get a showtime. I was, like, by myself, so I felt safe. And I was, like, I was literally in a movie theater by myself, completely quiet, whatever, watch it. Like, that's... Sitting in a big movie theater by yourself, that's the way to watch a fucking horror movie like that. Like, where they were creeping around the mansion and shit, and you didn't know where the zombies were, and it was in the dark and shit. That was fucking awesome. But it's like, I don't want to put it over too much and say it's like a throwback to Romero shit, but it does, like, make you feel like a throwback to, like, an older era of movies, I would say. No, I think, like, a lot of these people's, like, complaints were, like, a, a buddy of mine is, like, a huge Resident Evil fan. I hipped him to it. He didn't, he wasn't aware that it'd come out either. And I think his complaint was that, because um, he's a huge fan of the, you know, the games and stuff, is that they took the plot of uh, Resident Evil One and Two video game and like combined, oh, yeah. and a little bit of Nemesis too as well, and yeah. yes, mashed them together. And I don't know. I mean, I guess that was his kind of complaint that it was just like too yeah. short. Yeah, and they kind of gave you the footnotes. Which I don't mean to be mean because I played through all those games originally on the the first PS One, the PlayStation, and all that shit. And like I like when Raccoon City came out, they like all the video gamers trashed it and shit, and they were like, "Oh, it's just not faithful to the games and shit." It's just like, come on, guys! Like, are you going to grade it as a fucking horror movie, or are you going to grade it as a video game? Right, exactly. Like, what are we talking about here? So yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, whatever. But I, I thought it was worth throwing out there. Um, something else I bought. Uh, this is the slip. The the box is out of print, but 
I've held out on this grindhouse releasing of I Drink Your Blood, and mm. I saw this guy had it up for auction with the little... It's not a slipcover. It's like a box that it goes into. The DVD or the Blu-ray is not out of print, but uh, the box has been long out of print for, like, I think three or four years. Anyway, I snagged this up used on eBay for, I think it was, like, 20-some bucks. I think fuckers are trying to get, like, 50, 50 bucks for this thing. Damn. Oh, or more. Collectible rapist fucking scalpers. Yeah. The disc was the weird thing is the disc did have some minor scratches. It plays all right, but yeah, the guy had you know not taken the greatest. It was it's not terrible. Yeah, but it had some hairline scratches on uh, on the disc and stuff. But I was like, well, shit, I could buy. I guess I could buy the twenty dollar sealed copy off of Amazon right. or whatever. Stick it in there and go. Yeah, I get a hundred bucks because I don't think the whole thing. It was just the 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 disc. You know, the case was sealed. Yeah. So yeah, hundred bucks is brand new. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You can always, uh, if you wanted to, you could always read string crap shit too. Yeah. You know, I just love that box art, and I was like, yeah, I kind of want that. You know, I've been like heat and hawing about buying it, not so much for this cardboard, but when I saw the opportunity to get it, and it was like a good deal and stuff, I said, yeah, I'll I'll bid on that. Uh, yeah, also, imagine if our company re-released it with our artwork that we were talking about, Bet. <laughs> the, the, the custom slip covers? Yeah, the custom slip covers. Oh, shoot. Sure. There's a bunch of guys making pretty good uh, supplemental income off of that game. So Yeah, yeah I see it on eBay. I don't know. Maybe a fun business to get into, but I don't know how really regular it's it would be. The print of the company to print up the the slipcovers apparently and it seems to be yeah. a mystery uh, all the boutiques are keeping it under wraps uh, if you know right into the show if you know who's uh printing the slipcovers so it, we'd love to know especially the really nice quality vinegar syndrome if you know who what company prints up those we're like because because we want to start a slipcover business but we, we we like the high quality printers is who we got to get a hold of to do well, the this uh, Evil Dead uh, double double pack has a slipcover actually on it, and really? it's kind of hard cut slipcover. Yeah, I've never seen one like this, and it's kind of thinner. But I mean, shit, anything's better than nothing. I mean, I don't know. Right. Hey, if we can get them for cheaper, if we could print them for cheaper, yeah. we could sell them to you for cheaper. Yeah, and because oh, we're talking with our company again, we're getting into some real movie cut shit, and we should be wrapping up here soon. But we were talking about doing artwork you've never seen before, creating <laughs> custom artwork, right? So yeah, it's not like the same artwork like when you take the fucking case out of the package and you're like, this is the same artwork as the slipcover. Yeah, ten dollars more for this, like it doesn't make any sense. So. And, you know, like, we would have to find the right printer, like, because it's really all about doing the right quality that we would want, but it, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot of motherfuckers on Etsy already doing weird shit like that, and eBay. There's a, putting out the, uh, Fright Rags. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steal people's, I wouldn't, do, like, whoever makes... Supplemental income off of somebody else's artwork. Yeah, because you was gonna buy that one edition of Halloween, whatever it was, because you really loved the artwork. And I told you, like, dude, they're just stealing the T-shirt artwork. Like, that's right. not really cool, you know. But that art, oh, we've we've agreed that that artwork should be. Oh yeah. Like the alternate alternate art, like these companies should be like running deals with 
fright rags. Well, do, do you remember before they announced the the recent Halloween box set, the 4K box set of the whatever it was, Curse of Michael Myers H2O? Like all the fuckers were like, "See, see, we have the mock-ups. Here they are." And I'm like, "Dude, like, Screen Factory, whoever might be putting these out on 4K, and it turns out they were." Yeah. But I was like. Dude, they're not going to use cavity colors T-shirt artwork to make a fucking 4K, like, and you know they did what they did. They they had to take some time and they got the artist. You know, uh, some you know a lot of people don't like you don't like that art that the artist did, but they got the same artist to do similar artwork for the new 4K whatever they fucking are. It's almost identical stuff to what yeah. the first run. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's exactly. the same artist. Exactly. He probably already had them ready, but. Uh... Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, that box, uh, that, that's insane for that price of that box uh, for that four. It's for three movies, and let's be honest, they're not really the best three movies and the, the best quality movies, you know? A hundred, like, even the, the discount price of $104, that's too much. Like, I was like, I would feel like I would be getting raped, but I would still do it at, like, 80 bucks because I want the little hard box slip covers that which by the way even the hard box slip cover screen record does aren't very good because like i th- i never sent them to you Pat, but i took some pictures there's a couple of those ones i have where like the the wrap on them is like lifting up i'm gonna have to glue them back down and keep them together yeah i got the first one of those uh i mean yeah. that was the least goofy looking artwork i guess so. yeah but I didn't buy it. I bought it uh, because it had the TV movie edit in there, and I I was like, God, I need this in my life. So yeah, same same here. Because I had the DVD of the TV edit of Halloween nineteen seventy eight or whatever you want to call it, and it's like to have that shit on Blu ray. Oh yeah, and um the uh, they said that the the inserts, the TV movie inserts, are standard edition, but um, they look good though. They look seamless as I watch it. I can't really tell the transition, so I, it's like, I don't know, I guess it's like probably, I don't know, upscaled the 720, I would think, or your Blu-ray player is upscaling it, I would think, or, or something. Well, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I, like, like I think they probably upscaled it when they put it in, but you got to also understand, too, it's, it's not just the upscaling. Because, like, like standard def, we all think a standard def looks a certain way because we're used to what DVDs look like. But DVDs are really compressed. So that right. original standard def file they had of the TV cut bat, it it probably looked decent. And as and once you put it on Blu-ray where you got more breathing room to where you don't have to compress it as much, that's probably why it looks so good. Because it's, it's just not as... Because, like, I would always watch my DVD of it with the TV cut. Um, like shit. It didn't look like shit, but it had like it kind of had jaggies and shit. If you know what I mean, during the reinserted scenes, where like the Blu-ray, the reinserted scenes from the TV cut don't look that way. Like they look, they don't, they don't look eye popping by any stretch of the imagination, but they don't look bad. You know, the color correction is slightly like the colors are like slightly off. Yeah, Um, they're not. They're not as punchy. They're like a little washed. it's pretty seamless. I, I'm going to say I watched it a couple times and I was like, this doesn't, I really can't tell a transition. Like, I right. know these scenes are the TV movie scenes, but yeah, so really you're getting like um, the ultimate cut with that, I yeah. feel like. Because those weren't, when those aired, 
uh, the nudity and like a bunch of other stuff was cut out of the real TV cut. Right. So you're, not, you're getting like a um, manufactured TV cut, but yeah, right. no, it's like an uncut. It's like an uncut or like an extended cut version. And of course, you get to see uh, Lori at the Nightmare on Elm Street house. There's just to clarify for people who are not sure what we're talking about, it was when when they went to film Halloween Two, um, they were also selling at that same time they were selling the TV rights to the first Halloween film for television broadcast, but they obviously had to cut a lot of shit out because it was an R rated movie. So Carpenter went back and he reshot some new scenes for the TV Stop. version of Halloween. And uh, basically, way back in the day, what Anchor Bay did was they took, they lifted the new TV scenes and they added together with the R-rated scenes and made like the ultimate cut of the movie. And for the longest time, unless you had that Anchor Bay, like whatever extended cut DVD, that was the only way to see it. And uh, eventually, when you, when the what was it was it was it with that box set, flat or was it only with the 4K? Screen Factory did the Blu-ray that had the TV scenes inserted. I'm I'm thinking that because the box, the more standard ten disc set I've got yeah. doesn't have it. It doesn't have it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that a uh, larger box set actually did have it. Yeah. But I don't know if it was because you know I got that uh, uh Halloween two disc and it's like DVD. So I don't know if if that set came with a DVD or it actually came with a blue came on the yeah blu-ray or whatever i don't know exactly because yeah. yeah. i kind of hard to find that disc in hd so that's yeah. why i jumped on that uh 4k set just to get that i was the same way like like i just jumped in on that because because i mean we, we already had the Lionsgate release of 4k in the house blue had the copy of the Lionsgate 4k release and like it, we watched it one time like it looked nice but when Screen Factory came out, I wasn't really dying to have it because we already had it in the house. And I was like, ooh, you got the, the extended cut. Like, I'll jump on that. You know what I mean? But you bought those uh, first five films last, uh, not this past October, but the... Yeah, whenever they came... Well, not when they came out. I waited till they went on sale and I got them all with the slip covers and everything. But I waited till they were like 22, 23-ish. I want to say though in October because they they might have went up for sale uh, in September. I can't remember how that worked out, but I remember in October uh, they kind of uh, Amazon had like a a sale, a slight. They, they lowered the prices a bit on them. Well, that's that's where I got them all from was Amazon. I got them all from Amazon, and well, I got I got we, Halloween too, and it was like all fucked up. It was it was not new. It was like in a plastic get, bag. It was poster. You didn't get three to get the poster from uh, Shout. Oh or... yeah, that that the only one I ordered directly from Shout was part three, and I got oh. the that deluxe set that came with the record in the box and the poster. That was right. the, that was yeah. part three, which I, I mean I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast knows Halloween three is one of my favorite movies. So I I did get that version directly from Shout to get all the goodies. But honestly, I really didn't give a shit about the other ones. But it was when I got part three and I saw the hard box case and it wasn't just a regular slip cover. I was like, oh shit, now I want the other ones, you know? Yeah, well, you know what? You're you telling me about, um, and I don't have a 4K player yet. I've been buying a lot of 4Ks because they come with the Blu-ray. And it's a lot of stuff I don't already have. Like, I've been talking to a lot of people and they're like, yeah, if you don't have the Blu-ray, that's really the way to go. You just buy both of them and then you're ready, yeah. you know, for... Yeah. 
down the road, but um, you telling me I was thinking about buying those like Halloween two 4K, mm-hmm. and they told me about that 4K having the problems with the uh, nurse. Oh God, yeah. Sits out scene and it gets all fucking weird. Yeah. And I'm, yep, I'm gonna have to buy this box up apparently because yeah. there's a way around that now. So unless for a fact, because because what Bat's talking about, we should say. So Halloween two, and we need to wrap this up, but uh. Yeah, I need, I need to get some fucking food in me at some point. But um, Halloween two 4K set from Screen Factory. They won't acknowledge the area. They won't ever. So like, you 4K guys will know what I'm talking about. People who haven't gone quite 4K, they don't know all the terminology. So when you get the Halloween um, two 4K disc, uh, depending on what your player has and what your TV has, you can either watch it in HDR10 or you can watch it in Dolby Vision. And like, there's like. Like, Dolby Vision is a more rare version setup to have because some manufacturers... Like, Samsung doesn't even make Dolby Vision TVs. You can't get it on there or whatever. So, like, let's say you have a Samsung TV. You, you're you forced to watch the H, HDR10 regular version, which, it does, I mean, in my opinion, some people say Dolby Vision looks better. I feel like it's a mixed case. Sometimes it looks better. Sometimes it doesn't. But, um, yeah, when you watch the, only the HDR version of Halloween 2 on 4K... When when the nurse in the hospital takes her boobs out, there's like a big pixelation that flies up on the screen, and it's bad. There ain't no way you're fucking missing this shit, dude. It's it's an obvious technical error in the fucking. I don't even think it's really the transfer. I think it's the the encoding of the disc. But when yeah. you watch that exact same scene at the exact same moment in Dolby Vision through a Dolby Vision player playing to a Dolby Vision capable TV, it's fine. It's fine. It's not there. And, and and shout, scream, whatever you want to call them, they won't fix it. So it's like that's the only version. So it's like, it's like if you're not going to have a Dolby Vision set up in your home, you're better off just watching the fucking Blu-ray, dude. Like legit, just watch the fucking Blu-ray. And that's what kind of told me that like, don't waste your money on that because yeah. I mean, what are the what are the odds I'm going to get a Dolby Vision TV? Yeah. You know, you've got to have a Dolby Vision player too, right? Exactly. You get everything yeah. in your setup, and like, let's let's say you're somebody who's running surround sound, bat. So like, my setup, like I'm running surround sound. Well, everything runs through the the receiver and then goes to the player after that. So my 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 receiver also is Dolby Vision. So like your receiver. So like, if you got like the legit surround sound setup, you got to have the player, the receiver, and the TV all be Dolby Vision capable. Yeah. That's bad. You know, I've been telling you, dude, because I I went 4K a couple years ago, and I've been telling you, dude, don't be in a rush because it ain't everything that it's it's like well, cracked I, up to I, be, dude. I mean, really, mainly I was trying to get the um, 4K player. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a 4K TV. I wanted the 4K player because I have the uh, Dawn of the Dead 4K set, and um, you know, I don't have that on Blu-ray, like a regular Blu-ray. Right. And, so you want to watch it. Yeah, all three movies never came out, and I was told, yeah, I mean, you can run that 4K player through your 1080, you know, TV and stuff. So, yeah, I just want to watch the shit in at least HD. I mean, it's going to look good. Yeah. It's going to still be in HD. I'm not taking full potential of it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, here in the States, uh, that Dawn of the Dead, all three cuts never came out. Uh, I think they released the theatrical. Anchor Bay put that Blu-ray out. You said you have it, right? I, I do have it, but, but like, like obviously you're not going to get the full benefit, but I did it recently with the, the Running Man 4K and the regular Blu-ray. And it looked decent. 
it, the the I I could actually tell the difference in the four. Even though it was just getting downscaled to 1080p and going to my 1080p plasma, I could tell the difference in the two transfers. The 4K transfer looked better. Okay. Yeah. The the co- the colors like I don't know how to describe, it, but the colors look more like solid, and 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 the film grain on the 4K transfer looked way better. Like it was smaller, it was more like fine, I guess you would say, and like I know some people will say, well, like oh, you know, you're you're watching on a 1080p screen or whatever. It's like no, like like I could pull the disc out, put a put the Blu-ray and the 4K and the exact same player. Run into the 1080p plasma. I I could tell the difference between the two transfers. Like even if you mix the disc up and I close my eyes and I turn around and I turn back around, I could t- I could tell you which one was the Blu-ray and which one was the 4K. Now I'm not saying every movie's like that, but in that that's the only time I really ever did that on a 1080p display. It's like yeah, I could tell the difference too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean you've been telling me here too. You're like uh, uh there's not really a huge jump between uh. 2k and 4k dude it's it so depends on the title it so depends on the title because like there's some movies where i'm like i'm like wow this really looks good and there's some where i'm like yeah there's really not an upgrade here and like in general like i mean if i had a grade like whatever like the screen factory titles like some of their 4ks dude like they're I don't know, like, like when I get a 4K, even of a so older movie from Sony, like Fright Night, dude, I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. What, like, even Return of the Living Dead from Screen Factory, I put it in, I'm like, yeah, this kind of looks about the same as the Blu-ray, you know what I mean? But that, but the difference is, is that Blu-ray was going for, like, a fortune because it was out of print. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, with that 4K set, you get the Blu-ray and you get the 4K, so it's really a win-win situation, except for the people who bought the Blu-ray. Exactly, exactly. You know, the, that's how I'll put it. You put it perfectly bad. It's like, it's it's a case-by-case situation. Like, okay, is the Blu-ray out of print? Okay, go for the 4K. Do whatever, yeah. you know. And that's where I've been, and that's why I like these 4K if it's got both formats in, in there. Exactly. You know, that's going, the best of both worlds. Yeah, best of both worlds. And, like, look, let's look at it this way. Even if, like, except for goal, go, go, you're, you're an exception to this rule with, like, three 4K players and everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I only have three 4K players because a lot of them aren't that good, honestly. <laughs> But, like, what's the odds of a household having every one of their TVs being a 4K TV in every room and a 4K player hooked up to it? So the way I look at it is, is like, okay, yeah, you upgrade your system. Like, for me, I upgrade my system to 4K and I get a 4K player. I'm not going to throw my Blu-ray player and my 1080p TV that still works away, so I'll have that in the other room. So I want a fucking Blu-ray that I, okay, I'm other room i could play the blu-ray in there you know dude i just I, oh no never mind i'm sorry we we, we need to wrap up anyway but i was just i was like i thought it i thought it split into a separate recording again i was like did we lose a bunch but no it looks okay it looks okay but You're yeah like, it split into another one well i'll cover this next stack of, of <laughs> blu-rays that are about to crush me <laughs> yeah but are you are, are you cool calling it a day for now? Because I think we got three hours sure. of show in now between yeah. these three different recordings we did. And I apologize for that. It was just a weird technical thing. And I just 
I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to record an yeah. hour and then lose it or whatever. Yeah, flew it and lose a huge chunk of it, but whatever. Yeah. Made up for it with the extended chitter chitter chatter. So I don't think it. I don't yeah. think listeners will know if we lost. Some. No, they probably. I mean, e- even if we lost half of it, they still would have hours and hours to sit right. through. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But 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 this is like just like the title suggests, movie hoarders. This has been the train wreck that I was hoping it would be. Well, so, we didn't talk boutiques like that. We did our fucking EC episode we once. We did. didn't do nine hours, and if it was the weekend and you were like all with your setup over there, bad, you know, you're all quiet and calm right now. The house is empty and shit. Yeah. If it if it was the weekend, I would go nine hours with you because I got piles of here of shit that like I. I I haven't even gotten to my most embarrassing pickups that I wanted you to make fun of me of. So the the bottom of the barrel pickup. Oh yeah, the bot the scrape scraping the bottom of the barrel and then scraping through the wood of the bottom of the barrel. I got yeah. some real shit in these piles. Oh, yeah, I had a bunch of bottom of the barrel stuff too. So yeah. I only mentioned a few of the DVD releases because I f- figured they needed to be noted. Uh, obviously, yeah. so. The Outer Limits one, I've been wanting to get that on some kind of physical format. And, uh, of course, the deuce was completely, complete disappointment. Yeah, Uh, that was out of your hands, you know. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know what's going on. And then, you know, a situation where, hey, they don't put it, they're not not putting all the seasons out. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe that's why people think media is dying, because you got these big companies and they're not even okay we're gonna release it like who the fuck releases something a modern tv show on on only dvd all the seasons but not only two of the seasons on blu-ray in 2020 it just doesn't it just boggles my mind and and, and you know with that situation bat is there is a market for the deuce season three on blu-ray or whatever there's probably a market for it honestly on 4k but the thing is is like warner brothers does not license their shit out because they have Warner Archive, which they're really not even running the way they were before. But if, if if they gave a license to Shout Factory or whoever, like there there'd be a number of boutiques who would love to put the Do Season Three out on Blu-ray. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, the weird thing is, is that it's not even like they produce. It's like uh, not all HBO shows are Warner Brothers, but like right. for. Reason Warner Brothers was involved in producing that particular show, so they had a distribution. I'm guessing they had distribution rights. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a lot of people. Like uh, a recent thing is I started watching. I had a, like a, a 30 day trial of uh, Amazon Prime, so I watched The Boys season one. And yeah. like everybody's like, well, that's an Amazon show. It's like technically, actually, really, it's a Sony show. So Sony put out the Blu-ray season one and season two. So I just bought that so I can watch season two without having to subscribe to Amazon Prime. So it's it's like that situation. It's like who airs the show on either TV or streaming or whatever. Sometimes they're the owners of the show and sometimes they're not. Yeah, yeah. So Amazon was probably like, we don't want this shit to come out because we want people to subscribe to our streaming shit to watch The Boys. But Sony's like, fuck you. Like, it's our production company. We'll put it out on Blu-ray and make an extra, you know, little bucks on the side after the fact, you know? Yeah, Amazon's put out a bunch of... Early on when they started putting out their own original content, like um, Man in the High Castle is... uh, that all came out, and that's one of their originals and stuff. I think Um, it was the first show they did, honestly. 
Yeah, it's definitely one of the early ones, and um, you know, it's it's good. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed it, and uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Netflix did that. Um, James Franco, the thing, the JFK thing based yeah. off of Stephen King uh, book. I mean, so they do. These companies will release stuff. I saw um, Netflix put out these weird boxes, like sampler boxes that have a bunch of stuff in them. Because I was mm-hmm. like looking around for something or other. I was wondering if it was out yet or if they'd release it on a physical format. And they do this. Yeah, have you seen these Netflix? I haven't seen those. I just have those fake VHS boxes of uh, Stranger Things season one and two, but no season three and no season four. So, yeah. No, they put these out on Blu-ray. I saw them on eBay or whatever. I don't know what they are. They're like these mixed. I, some of them are like they're TV shows, like they're seasons. Are of, they like retail things, or is there something they sent the critics? I don't. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I thought they were retail box sets. They put out a few of them. I saw them on eBay and stuff like that. It's yeah. got like Netflix logo and stuff on them. I don't know. Because sometimes they send them out, those things, what you're talking about, Bat, they send them out to try and get Emmy nominated. Oh, maybe that's what it is, but it's all got like packaging and stuff yeah. that looks, you know. No, they, I, you know, honestly, I can't even remember how the fuck I got them, but I had like a Warner Brothers TV DVD thing that was kind of like a digipack back in the day that had like a DVD. Actually, I had a couple DVDs, but it had like um, some des- a couple of episodes of Desperate Housewives and some other sitcoms and shit they had. So it's like, sometimes that shit goes out there. Like, right. Yeah, I think Netflix is real selective on how they, what they release, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's it, man. I mean, we could literally go on for the rest of the night, and I would love to, but unfortunately, um, are you off for the rest of the week, Pat? Well, I got roped in actually working here tomorrow because this canceled the day, so, uh, but it's not a big deal. It's, uh, yeah. Tomorrow's my last day, actually, so... Yeah, me too. I'm working the first day. One thing I will... Look at all my empty beer cans here I celebrated is I was sweating it out at uh, jury duty, and I got officially excused at 4 o'clock today, so... Don't have to go. So. That's a bonus, yeah. I know. Yeah. But yeah, so so we'll, you know, when our schedules align, because we still got piles and piles of shit, and then also, too, we got the side tangents, and who knows, maybe, maybe we'll throw in a guest next time or something, but... uh I think movie hoarders will come back in the next couple months. Don't you think that? I mean, we... I guess it all go. It all depends on how many people listen to this fucking thing. So. Yeah, <laughs> but in a weird way, the the less people listen, the more I want to do more. <laughs> I'm driving them out finally. I don't yeah, wanna... this is this is like the train wreck of the. Not that the movie Graveyard is a well-oiled machine by any means, but. This is really like this is what I wanted. This train wreck, like like we're talking about TV cuts and we're talking about obscure DVD cuts and everything. This is this is what movie hoarders should be. Yeah, well, it like really digs in and gets into like what some of the contents are. You know, you get these assholes on YouTube. It's yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I can't like I can't really like. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not any better because I have a bunch of releases here unopened. But like, you got these assholes. Like, well, we just got this. I haven't watched it. I haven't cracked it. And who knows what your thoughts are? Yeah. On the movie or whatever, you're just showing it off to say, "Hey, I bought this." Like, 
I don't know, we're we're at least aware of of quite a bit of the contents and stuff of these releases. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, we were both like, yeah, we haven't watched these yet. Like they just came in, or because it was buying too much, so we've got stacks and stacks and stacks of shit. Yeah. Like 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 during a normal period, like I'll have a I'll have a pile of like ten movies. And I'll usually watch three to four of them before I shelf them away. Like, I don't just buy shit and throw it on the shelf and not watch it. You know, and, like, there's some things I know I'm buying because, like, I got a good deal on it now or whatever. But I try to I try to sit down and take the shrink wrap off and I try to go through them and look at the discs, make sure they're not scratched, make sure there's no greasy came on them. And then I usually put them in and, like, watch a few minutes just to see what the transfer is like. And, like, I... Like, it's it's weird, but, like, I usually watch the special features when I first get the disc. Like, not right after I watch the movie. Like, I'll watch the features first. And, unfortunately, like, I mean, a lot of these features now are bullshit. They're not worth sitting down and watching. Right. But that, that Fright Night 4K, that, like, it came with a special features Blu-ray that had that documentary. It's so cool, Brewster. That shit was like hours and hours. I watched like an hour of it and I tapped out. I'm like, this is cool, but like, I don't need to watch another fucking three and a half hours about the making of one movie. You know what I mean? They got out of control with it, huh? Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's not like Hearts of Darkness. No, Heart, Hearts of Darkness is like, and I think you're with me on this bat, but if like Hearts of Darkness was playing at a local theater, you would want to go see it. Yeah, absolutely, because it's like a film within a film and like. Right. It teaches, it, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like a teaching tool for anybody that's like uh, interested in maybe pursuing film, you know, yeah. or like that. I really, yeah, I gotta say, anybody that's an aspiring filmmaker out there, it's like required viewing. Like, if you haven't yeah. seen it, like, uh, I don't know, you know, yeah. should check it out. Uh, another one, I, not to get off topic, <laughs> no. another making of, as we were talking about, uh, from Dust Till Dawn earlier. Full Till Boogie, Boogie, yeah. Yeah, it's a required viewing for any aspiring filmmaker out here. For sure. Full Till Boogie even shows you, like, the cast members hooking up to have sex, if I remember. No, it shows you about, like, all the, like, you know, deviant things that can go on behind set, especially if it's a really good movie. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that one scene where, like, the PAs are, like, or maybe, oh, no, it's Quentin Tarantino. He walks in and, uh, I can't remember. It's that whole scene about I could fuck anybody I want <laughs> on this production, yeah, but I yeah. don't. And like, I don't know. Anyway, no, there's a lot of great making of uh, documentaries out here, but it sounds like the uh, Fright Night one is a, is a snoozer. So. It, <laughs> it it was good, but I mean, when I, when I was like when I was like sitting there and I was like reach reaching feature length like runtime and there was still an hour and a half to go and i'm like okay like cool like i can you know i don't need to know that and i'll be honest like when when they do these more modern documentaries about like they try to do them in a way that's like hip and cool and entertaining so they throw in like a bunch of graphics and like clips from the movie and like i don't need that shit that shit's padding like just show me the interviews with the people telling me or show me the behind the scenes footage you know what i mean yeah but that's all. But it's for whatever I pay for twenty five, twenty six bucks. It, phew, everything you ever want to have about Fright Night is in that steel book. You know what I mean? 
I believe that for thirty-five dollars you can get it signed from Tom Holland. Yeah, thirty-five or forty. I can't remember which. So if you haven't bought it at all yet and it's selling out at some retailers already, go get the Tom Holland signed Tom copy. Tom said it's already selling out at other retailers. I keep getting this ad on Facebook. <laughs> I know, I know, I see it. Too. But you can get it signed from me. I just love love how he's like. I'm like, oh he's yeah, hustling, baby. He needs to be like, oh, yeah, and by the way, that fucko from uh, Spider-Man, he ain't the real Tom Holland. I am. Okay, we're horror fans. We know who the real Tom Holland is, okay? The counterfeit Tom Holland that uh, apparently yeah. has beef, is picking beef with uh, Martin Scorsese. Uh, uh, yeah, what a dick. Um, yeah. I, I can't even stand it. But... Uh, Tom, counterfeit Tom Holland, I'm, I'm going to tell you, sir, that uh, when you work with Scorsese, you win, you win Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he's he directed The Departed, right? Yes. Yeah, and that's the film Leo won the Academy yeah. Award. So like uh, counterfeit Tom Holland. I'm sorry, sir, but uh, you need to be like sucking up to exactly. Mark right now because you ain't winning. I tell you right now, you're not gonna win a fucking. Academy Award in some Spider-Man movie. No, not at all. And let's be honest, Marty might be 80, but he's still the best director going, probably. Right. There's not a lot left out here, right. so... So, yeah, oh. look, look at... look at. I mean, Leo was, you know, he was king of the world from Titanic with Cameron and all that shit, but it, fucking Scorsese took him up eight notches, yeah. I'd say. He should have won it. I was just discussing this about how uh, <clears throat> he could have won it for The Revenant. Right. He could have won it for Inception. Mm-hmm. He could have won it for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But no, he wasn't going to win it for those films. No. Uh, Basketball Diaries. Yeah, he, Basketball Diaries is great. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, take, it takes Marty to take you to the top. It really does. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And I guess that's where we'll leave it. Fuck fake Tom Holland. Real yeah. Tom Holland. But Tom Holland by... I got I got the Tom Holland Chucky edition of Child's Play One that comes with a CD you put in your fucking Blu-ray player and you just listen to him do the commentary track on a CD. It's amazing. Really? <laughs> I swear to fucking God, it's real. And I have it. I'll send I'll send you pictures, Pat. I'll, so you can put it. Uh, you can listen to it in your car in your CD player. Yeah, you can. It's just a, it's just a like a homemade burnt CD, but it's like. Because he comes on and he's like, the MGM didn't invite me to do the fuck. Now, when you get the 4K, there there is a, a, a new updated where Tom Holland came to do a commentary. But at the time when it was just Blu-ray shit was out, you had to get the Tom Holland TNT Terror Edition that came with the CD. And that's how you got that man's exclusive commentary track. And he, he came out like, you know, MGM didn't invite him to come do the commentary. So he was doing his own. And he was, uh, yeah, that was good. I actually listened to it a couple months ago when I was, you know, just working. I had it all in the background. It was good shit. Wow. It's so it's, uh, it's like uh, Tom Holland's fan commentary. Dude, yeah. it's, it's like, like my dad got it for me. He ordered it for me. It's like the best fucking thing ever. So we're talking about repackaging shit, Bat, and I'll just leave it at this. So what Tom Holland did was he bought the MGM copy of Child's Play, right? So you get it. And it's like, whatever. He printed out his own cover, which ain't, I'll be honest, it ain't the best looking cover, but he signed it and everything. And then he took a fucking photo and then he printed it out of him signing my copy that has my name on it. 
And then he took a photo of him holding up the copy, so you know he really signed it. So he put then he put that that printed out. It's not a Polaroid; it's like a printed out photo of him, and it's like numbered one or whatever. Tom Holland's Tarantino, and it comes with a, a little certificate of authenticity. And then inside of that, then there on top of that, there's like the little like paper envelope with the CD. You come out, and you put in your DVD, Blu-ray player, whatever. Play CDs. You can listen to your car, like you said. And then he gives you the commentary track. It's fucking amazing. The cover, the cover can't be any worse than anything uh, Sony prints out now. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Sony quality. Like this Lost Boys oh. here, or, or no, I'm sorry, this is Warner Brothers did this Lost Boys cover. It, yeah, it, it's it, it's Warner Brothers Sony quality cover. But if you buy the Night Night of the Living Dead 1990 oh. Sony piece, get ready. The the transfer is all right. Like it looks good. It's actually yeah. better than the Twilight Time. Mm, it's good shit, but but the cover you're looking. What is it like? 112 DPI or whatever. Cover looks like uh like a kid in uh, middle school printed out on the printer at school. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty low low res, but I was impressed. And um, you know, all the movie cucks on all the forums say that it's uh it's better than the Umbrella transfer and the Twilight mm-hmm. Time transfer, which which is. Sadly, the only two Blu-rays that you own, apparently, are the lousy transfer. Yeah, but, but I don't know, like, like lousy one, this lousy cover art. Yeah, I thought the Twilight Time one. I'll be honest, I thought the Twilight Time one is. Um, I was disappointed when I got the Umbrella one. Uh, honestly, like it's not terrible, but it's just like I wish it looked better. The the Twilight Time one when I got it on a 4K TV. Which, which, by the way, like, when you run it through, like, a 4K TV, like, you get the full color spectrum, whatever, it it, it, it looked better. That's my preferred version. Until they do, like, a 4K version, that that's my version. I, like, I'm it down with the Twilight the Time. Blues. <laughs> There's really only one scene where the blues look out of control. Uh, at, at night when she's leaving. Uh, no, it's like it's like it's actually when he's getting to the house and there's like that bald zombie guy that gets cut in half. That scene looks ridiculous, but the rest of it looks good. It's supposed to be, and you told me, well, they wanted it to be nighttime. But they were trying to like originally they were going to shoot it in day, and then during the the processing of the film, they were going to slowly like kind of bring it down to nighttime and, and a bluish looking. Uh, it, basically, they're going to do a day for night process. But the yeah. producer took the film away and he stole all the money. He didn't let him do it. So, like, it, it, everybody's like, oh, Twilight Time fucked up. No, it wasn't Twilight Time. It was Sony and the original director of photography did it. And I will admit, it does look like a fake process. But once you get to the... Like, once the movie's set in nighttime, which is, what, about 20, 25 minutes into the movie? Yeah. It's fine. Like, it looks normal. So. Well, if Sony had their finger in that pie, they fuck things up all the time. Like fucking printing cover art, so. I don't think Sony's that bad. I think Sony just let the director of photography do what he wanted to do, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. So this Sony release, 20 bucks or whatever, that's another pickup. I guess we talked about it right at the end here. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is, uh, if, it, if you like the transfer, the look of the original VHS, I'm not saying it's VHS quality, but I'm saying. No, the color timing is what you're talking about. The color timing is just like the VHS. The hot summertime yeah. when she's running, yeah. Yeah, because when she comes down that hill and shit and uh, comes down to the barn and stuff with the yeah. title sequence, like, yeah. I don't know. It looked, everything looked great. I was like, because when I saw that 
cover, I was like, oh my god, this is probably going to be like uh, compressed or something, or there's right. going to be something wrong with the transfer. No, it was it was a plus, man. Yeah, which which they call that a made on demand label, but it's really not. They're press discs. They just do them in small batches. So basically, yeah. like they do them and they release them to retailers. And it's like when they get sold out and they get a request for more, then they'll print more up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's very am. It must be like they must be using the Amazon print method. Yeah, it, it's just the cover art is like, I've I've gotten a number of those releases and a couple of them went out of print unfortunately and I lost out. But uh, they were all good quality transfers with the exception yeah. of the film Heist, which unfortunately was a Morgan Creek production, which Sony lost the license to. But that was Morgan Creek gave a terrible transfer, not Sony. So it's like. It's 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 kind of like boutique shit, you know what I mean? It's not yep. really the label's fault; it's the whoever made the master's fault. Didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. No, they didn't. But yeah, that's that's it for movie hoarders. And just like how I hoard up these piles of movies that are now spread all over my bedroom, and it's on whatever, and it's ten ten at night, and I still haven't eaten dinner. Is out of control. Well, this podcast is out of control because our addiction, my addiction, is out of control. And sir, I know you buy moderation compared to me, but there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this podcast and judge you and say your addiction is out of control, Bat. I I don't disagree with you. I, I it's been getting bad, and I always have to pass on the blame to you for uh, re-addicting. <laughs> you always blame me that somehow I addicted you to buying movies, motherfucker. You was you was buying you was. Because I remember when you used to rent that house by yourself and you were showing me, you even did a little video on your phone, like like you were collecting uh, paperback novelization. You've always been a movie hoarder, dude. Don't blame me. Blame yeah. yourself. Well, then I, I, yeah, I stepped away from it for a while, but I don't know. The shit's, no, sometimes the shit's been so cheap. I mean, I was going to Rite yeah. Aid, getting stuff for like a buck something here when they were going out of business. I'm going to resale shops and getting shit for you know, 50 cents a box. Yeah. It's like, how can you control yourself in that situation? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just getting out of control, but when you start getting onto eBay and you start buying, I don't know, steel books that you shouldn't be grabbing and (laughs) box sets that you should have grabbed for $35 and are now $95. It's like, you know, but you, but you, you pay it because you got to get that urge out of your system. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you could justify it in your head, like, well, I need this movie, and I, it's, I get all these movies, and, yeah. It evens out. I, I got these ones for cheap. I'll just get raped one time over this one over I here. I calculated the Friday the 13th, the deal I got on the Friday the 13th box, and I got each one of those Blu-rays for eight-something apiece. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, is that really a bad deal? No, it's not. God, it's a killer deal for you know these transfers. I mean, I, I mean, you said it yourself on that Friday the Thirteenth box. Uh, you, yeah. you think you don't think they'll put that out in four K anytime soon, right? Even if they did, I don't. They're just going to make the picture quality worse. Like Paramount's already done it with Part One, dude. Go look yeah. at the screen comparisons between the 1080p and the 4K. They've made it worse, not better. They'll they'll probably just slowly break off 4k individual releases of each one yeah, and they'll, that's what they'll do yeah yeah this way you got it all in a nice box. which again i'm not a big cardboard box like i don't really care but at least you've got it all in one shot and you know you got good quality transfers and they're not old and they're not laying around and it's like you know they're good 
And you got the uncut versions of everything. And, like, oh. it's like, you know, because er, you notice this, Bat, too, is, like, a lot of shit that came out with a, a DVD uncut version, when it came to Blu-ray, they were like, oh, we couldn't find the, the uncut parts in HD, whatever. You know what I mean? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, the same old shit. No, I, I really wanted it for the, uh, obviously I'm a huge fan of part five, but uh, I really wanted it for the uh, actual real, I think that's the only set you can get the real 3D in, right? That is that is the only way if you buy that set, you know. You know, I noticed the, I was looking at that cheap set at Walmart and it says that it's got 3D, but I don't think it's the real. It's Anaglyph 3D, no, that that's like a new separate version. And I had that version before no, the I've real version that. was out like, and it's uh, like, you put the, the cardboard glasses on it's 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 fine for what it is but i mean dude it's not blu-ray 3d you know what yeah. I mean? so hey i i gotta ask you real quick so the um the blu-ray that offers they got the true 3d and the anaglyph though right uh i think paramount only puts out the anaglyph version i could be wrong i don't think the box that comes with the anaglyph version i think it just comes with only the 3d version well, see, that's, you know, I think that's worth it in the end, really. Yeah. But, I mean, you can get that Anaglyph version, uh, the Paramount version is the Anaglyph version, and you can get that for, like, five bucks. Yeah, yeah I've seen that version. I've I seen it when it first came out on um, DVD, actually, yeah. with those slipcase special editions. And the, to be fair, the Anaglyph version works really good. The 3D effect works really good. Um, and there's some parts of it where it's almost like weirdly stronger than the real Blu-ray 3D version, but it's just, you're looking through red and blue glasses, it fucks up the colors, like it looks weird, <laughs> you know what I mean? What, uh, I noticed, um, see back in the day I remember getting that DVD and I played it through a Blu-ray player into an HDTV, mm -hmm. and that actually enhances the, the Anaglyph version, uh, all I could really see was like depth. Right, yeah. see like depth and stuff like that, which was yeah. interesting. It enhanced it, is what it did. Well, e even even the real Blu-ray 3D version, bet like a lot of the shit that's popping towards the camera and shit. I mean, it looks 3D, but it's like it's not like amazing or anything. Jaws 3D, 3D. Yeah, it's not Jaws 3D, 3D. But I mean, it, it, it the 3D does work throughout the movie, like all the environments and the houses and the woods and shit, you know. Yeah. But well, no, it's it's solid. I'm we're do it. And dude, you know, like not to go off on tangent cuz the show should end at 20 minutes ago, but like I'm a 3D guy and that that Friday 13 3D bat, like, you know, all the 3D circles I run in, like nobody ever ever thought it would be possible to get that version ever. No, I've heard of I've heard stories of people who have seen it in theaters and stuff back in the day. So it's cool that they they put they put that out at least accessible to the public. Even though I'm yeah. probably getting a 3D TV, um, I could get it. I see the you 3D. You can get a projector, dude. Yeah, I know you were telling me about that avenue. So I've been yeah. I've been grabbing up 3D uh, Blu-rays. Yeah, uh, yeah, just in case I might go down that route. So. You know, like, there's literally no 3D TVs made, but the vast majority of uh, projectors do 3D, so... You could probably get a... You could probably get a used 3D TV, I would imagine, still. I mean, dude, dude, I'm telling you, they're being snapped up. They are being scalped big time. Right. They're yeah. 
really expensive though yeah like like they're to the point now where like because you got to understand the the majority of 3d tvs came out between 2011 and like 2016 is like when they stopped making them so it's like a five-year period and i was looking trying to get an extra one on 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 ebay and it it pretty pretty much this fucking old dusty 10 plus year old tv went for what it cost new yeah you know what i mean like I think it was a forty-seven inch LG, if I'm right. Just ten AP, dude. Just ten AP LCD, whatever. And I kind of just wanted one, just to have an extra one to play games on or something like that. And like, dude, like they got bid up to like eight hundred bucks. Why are they? Uh, why are they not making them anymore? It's a long story, um, but basically, when it when we came to the 4K and the HDR game, it became all about how bright you can make a TV go. So manufacturers dropped the 3D shit because the 3D was holding them back from making the movie the the TVs extra bright. That's basically what it boils down to. Hmm. So sounds like a stupid reason. It's a very stupid reason. Sure. And I listen. I know people don't give a shit about 3D and all that, but I'll tell you right now that 3D is a lot cooler you know, extra special feature gimmick to have on your TV. <laughs> fucking Right. <laughs> option. I should be yeah. able to decide whether or not exactly. I want to like... Exactly. And, you know, it's a long story. And we need to wrap it up. But it's like, right. yeah, dude, like, that's one of the biggest travesties is, like, you never got, like, a real chance to catch on, you know? Yeah, and it's dead. From what I understand, it's dead now, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's, it's, it's cuck, follow the leader type bullshit. And it's all because basically like the manufacturers wanted 3D to be this gimmick to get you to buy a brand new TV, which nobody did that. Cause here's, here's the thing is they waited till you already had a Blu-ray player and they, you already had a TV, and then they added 3D to everything. And then they thought you're going to rebuy everything. And that's not the way people work. People buy a new TV when their old one breaks. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, but, you know, people would say nobody cares about 3D. Okay, go find a cheap used 3D TV. Like, unless you get super fucking lucky and you just get somebody at a garage sale and they don't know what they have. Right. 3, 3D TVs that are 10 years old go for what that, go for pretty much what they went for new. Think about that. So, That's insane. Yeah, yeah, dude. It is insane. So anyway, we got to wrap it up. I got to get going. But Bat, thank you for doing this for me. This was a, a labor of insanity here. And, uh. I don't know. I had a lot of fun doing this, and I can't wait to do it again. In all honesty. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was uh, it was fun. Um, yeah, definitely should have done this like over a two night period or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot more ground, I guess, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Throw it out there, see if they like it. Uh, like I said, if if they don't, they don't. I don't know. I think we need more Charlie Sheen though in the mix. We do. We do. Like, uh, yeah. But anyway, I just obviously, Bat, thank you for joining. And listeners, thank you for going on this wild, crazy journey for, with us. And uh, rest in peace, uh, Bill Olson from Code Red DVD. Uh, very sad story. But uh, I don't know. Like a lot of the shit we talked about tonight, especially with these boutiques and these obscure movies and these sleazy movies, it reminded me a lot about, you know, Bill and the kind of shit he would put out, you know, on DVD yeah. and Blu ray. So. So, yeah, so that's it. So, thanks for everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you right next time here in the movie graveyard. Movie Horners, 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 Horners.